Welcome to the Smoke and Tobacco Live one-year anniversary. I'm John Carney. That is my redemption video from the atrocity that I put together one year ago today on the May Day Eve Massacre. But we want to welcome everybody to the Smoke and Tobacco Live show. And we're going to get right into it today. Let's get the man and the woman, Smoke and Nicole, and Matthew Tobacco on here. Hey, guys. Happy anniversary. It's been a year. Well, it's very special because not only is it the anniversary of the Smoke and Tobacco show. For those of you who don't know this, um, it is also the anniversary of Matt and Nicole. Oh, Matt and Nicole. Let me, let me say, I got some. I think I got some uh, sound effects for that. It's. I think it's really cute that we all share the same anniversary with with with, uh, with Matthew and Nicole. It's it's both it's of a, our anniversary a, with Matthew. It's a it menage a trois. Yeah, it seems like you're getting more the more romantic end of this. I mean, you guys got some celebratory uh, backdrops there. Um, I'm sitting here, but I am producing the show tonight. We've got a lot of technical things that are going to go on here. Uh, we've got a, a fun stuff. I mean, we're going to get to our sponsors, our affiliate partners there. Um, we've got the, the big deal coming up with the Cigar Charitable Foundation raffle. Um, we're going to be doing that live right here during the show. Uh, so we're going to be going here for at least two hours, maybe longer. We'll see what happens, but... First, what is everybody smoking and what is everybody drinking to celebrate here before we get to our guests here in a few moments? So we are drinking. I believe this is actually from the Gary V. Wine Club. You'll be able to confirm this. Uh, a Garde Champagne Brut Tradition. It, it is. It is from the Gary V. Wine is. Club. I haven't drank it yet. I have it in storage. Um, so this is uh, this is happening. Um, hopefully we don't break anything here. but uh, this is the, And hopefully there's no mess, but... This is uh, do this real close. So I've got, I'm drinking four. Hold on, tonight. hold on. There oh, it is. Now it's a party. Whoa! And I am smoking, and I have all of the accessories with it because we have. And we'll get to it in a minute, but there's someone here, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, and maybe you can put this together. I'm smoking a Room 101 farce. I have my Shadow Army Room 101 lighter. And as always, I am rocking my favorite piece of jewelry, my Room 101 Sanskrit bead bracelet. That's right. That's what I got. Oh, what do you got going on there? I know you're drinking champagne, Nicole, but what are you smoking? Um, I'm smoking one of my favorites, a God of Fire Serie B. Nice. Nice. I am smoking. Uh, I'm smoking. I'm going to jump back on my screen real quick because I do have one brief announcement to make. I'm smoking the May... Gourmet Smoke Session cigar. It's the Reserve Especial Mayday oh, cigar with the Mayflowers I love those. on it. Um, and that is for our May session. Let me see if I can get this perfect here. There we go. And that'll be on Saturday. So we're going live on Saturday. So go to Hacking Gourmet and LFD and check that on Saturday. And then I also have another cigar to announce that I'll be smoking later. This is for Tobacco Plaza, our Gourmet Smoke Session for May 25th. This is the, you're going to love this one, Coop, when we get Coop on here. This is the Long Island Iced Tea. Never Ooh. photographed, never available. Coop with the scoop. Long Island Iced Tea will be there. And I'm drinking four different things. So we've got a lot to drink tonight. I've got a bottle of Sag's Leap Armillary. This is going to be really Ooh, nice. One of those. It's a really high-end bottle. It's delicious. Looking forward to that. I also have a decaf soy latte. Ooh. I have a 
goji berry uh, spritzer. And I have a Jesus. nice fresh bottle of Zephyr Hills bottled water. So I'm going to have plenty of uh, I'm not trash. here. And uh, we're going to have a good time. And we're going to smoke. We're going to drink. And the party is going to get started. I'm looking forward to the raffle, Nicole. Um, we, we, we're doing something we've never done on the show before. Uh, we're going to have multiple screens. We're going to be doing all sorts of unique stuff tonight. But the raffle is going to be great. So Nicole's put a ton of effort into that. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more, more about the Charitable Foundation um, with that. But, yeah, it's one-year anniversary. And we ought to bring on our guests. And we have a special entrance for our guests. They deserve the best. So here they are. Let's get our guests on board with this wonderful entrance. Gentlemen, bring yourselves to the front. Hey! <laughs> hey everybody well, that was awesome that was great job <laughs> i was not ready for that that was re- that was really yeah. good hey, it was impactful of the surprises too they said nicole and nicole and matthew haven't actually seen any of the stuff we have prepared for the show today so they were coming into this totally blind hold on to be fair, I hadn't seen anything from the first time we did this a year ago either, and I entrusted you, and you said, this is going to be good, bro. We're going to have a show. I have a thing I made. There's a song I found on the website, and I said, okay, yeah, and we got like 23 minutes in, and that's the little clip you guys all saw in the beginning. That was from our first show a year ago, and uh, we lost it, and then I zoomed in with Carney after. It was over. We were private, and he just sat there like this. I had so much planned. It was supposed so, to be so epic. And he so was so have, defeated. So, you know, to move on from that to, to always look at positive things, uh, we do have Orlando. As we said, Orlando is going to be joining us on the show a little bit later, but we do have him in the comments section. So if anybody wants to engage in some playful banter with Orlando, he wants everyone to know. You can see there he's smoking Oliva B, Milano, Grand Reserva, Limitada, Box Press. That sounds like something I would name a cigar. Um, very right. long name there, but, uh, but yeah, we'll have Orlando in there. So if anybody wants to get involved with him, have some discussions with him, it'll be a good that time. Would be like, that would be like someone giving a random name to a cigar. Like, um, what's a crazy name? Like Ichiban. What fool did that? It, it's, it's a Lonsdale. I think oh. so. It comes in like, comes in three oh. different varieties. <laughs> I think I started on cigar. Comments for me. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Shot fire. So, so Matthew, I don't understand this. When you bring on Matt Booth, you 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 you, you chose to bring him on because he's arguably your favorite. Jonathan, guest. let me explain something to you. You, you just give him a hard right time, like he still keeps coming back. Stirring the pot. I'm getting him going because we all know when I let go of the leash, you're never getting that dog back. So I'm just I'm getting them all fired up. And I'm gonna let him go and I'm gonna let him do his thing. <laughs> I'm in fuego. <laughs> right i i i people said to me they're like oh you're in for a treat i'm like I, this isn't my first rodeo all right i know how he is and i i he was on our show last time and it was great and i loved it and that's why i you know again <clears throat> on a serious note matt thank you for coming on um we really appreciate it. It, it, it was the last time you were here it was a great time we had so much fun and then the next night you were on with coop 
and I watched you guys do that show for three hours, and that was a riot, and that was my entertainment for the next day. And then Nicole had said to me, listen, you asked Matt to come on. You got to ask Coop. And I was like, I thought about it, and I went, oh, shit. Solid move. That's like the, that's the perfect pairing. You know, we have a history, Matt and I. I mean, we go, Matt and I go way we back. We do. We do. We, we go, go way so back. Matt and I Coop, go, uh, this is this yeah. is actually good, Cooper, because you wouldn't have me on your show more than once a year. So now we get to be together again uh, on the <laughs> See, internet. See, Matty, I took care of you. Yeah, yeah no, I there appreciate that. Just remember, oh, wait, Matt, wait. who who invited you on twice in one year? Didn't make you wait a whole <laughs> ra- ra- trip around the sun to come back on. Um, and who's the year's not over? It, the year's not over. In, 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 in a neutral in a neutral place, you're not on Coop's show. But you're together, so he's not in charge tonight. So the two of you can do whatever it is you guys need to do tonight. This Are you is, implying magic. that at other points in the cosmic timeline that William Cooper Esquire the Fourteenth is in any way, shape, or form in charge? Is that what you're saying? That he's actually well, in charge at all... other times? No, that's because that's the implication. Most... Well, yeah, I guess that was, but I forgot that when you're on the show. No one's in charge. No, this is at least that's what at least that's I, what you've told me. Oh well, I mean, I I don't want to I don't I don't want to you know. If I believe I believe if I remember correctly, the quote was people crown. don't interview me, I interview them. That's how it that's goes. correct. That's I'm going to start drinking. I enter them. I enter. You should. <laughs> you should because I'm going to get to you in a fucking second here. There's sugar lips. <laughs> So start ingesting the liquids. It'll make the impact less uh, uh, zesty, you know? Yeah. I plan yeah. on doing several strafing runs on Jonathan Carney psychologically. And then back, you see? Hmm. No? I feel like I'm this delayed, is a... and it's fucking up my whole rap. No, I think everyone just needs time to process your information into their brain temple. No, no, man. My connection's fucked, and I seem like I'm. I did, I, it is. A you're little good on. You're real good on our end. end, so you're. Uh, you have nothing okay. to worry about. Yeah. So everything's coming smooth and clear on our side. But anyway, yeah. So thank you both for coming on the show. It really means a lot to me. Seriously, on a serious note, I, this we really appreciate this. We wanted to really enjoy this one year celebration, and we we wanted to share it with you guys. And uh, I'm just, and we're just excited. It's it's kind of like it's bittersweet for us. Because it's like you know we've had we've had a, a fun time with the fundraiser and all that that we did for this too, and it's it, like I said it's bittersweet because while we had the fun, it's also like okay it's over now because there was a lot of work that went into it, and I want to say while well, she's over there on the phone because uh, this is really her time, um, I have to take a minute and I want everyone to know and everyone watching, especially the people who are watching for the raffle and all that stuff, just so you guys all know I got so many messages. About like where are my raffle tickets? How does this work? And this and that. I just want to thank Nicole because I don't think anyone realizes how much work Nicole put into this. She kept track of literally every contribution, every order, every raffle ticket was emailed out by hand by Nicole. There was time she was up till like three in the morning emailing them all out just so that you guys had them. This is serious. I'm not exaggerating. She really took the time to put all this together, um, you know, 
and picked up the slack that I didn't have when I, I was doing other things. So just so you guys all know, Nicole does uh, deserve a huge appreciation, a huge thank you from me um, because she really made this thing work. So I just I don't want that to get lost in the shuffle and I want everyone to know. So thank you, honey. Thank you, love. What's getting <laughs> raffled? I, do like I think I think what's getting raffled today is like half of the Arturo Fuente supply of cigars for the well, month of May. Yeah. <laughs> they supplied so much stuff. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I've been in some retail shops this week, and they said, oh, we see what you guys are doing for the smoke and tobacco. And I was like, I, I go, I, I'm sorry if you backordered on Opus or something. I go, I have nothing to do with that. They offered it to us. We're very, very grateful. And when we get to tell you how much money we actually raised, which I'm super impressed with, which we'll talk about later, um, it was great to have that stuff. So we're, we're very uh, grateful that those items came in and uh, hopefully um, – the number that we raise at the end of the day is, is great going to a great cause. So, but we, but everything, I feel like there's every rare opus I've never seen in my entire life. There's a, there, uh, there, there is, yeah. there is. And there's even, um, can you give me one of the packs with the, the, the certain one that I think everybody oh, wants, yes. you know what I'm talking one. about. I do I'm going to show this. I'm going to show this one now <laughs> because I know everyone's going to have something to say about it. Um, and I just I want to show it now, and I want to get a little teaser out because I know everyone's waiting for it, which we're not going to do yet. But I want to tease because that's what I do. I, I want to get people excited. Come on, they should be in there. What's taking so long? She's over there. She's looking. She's digging through the box. Oh, what do we got? So these are just some of the things that are part of the raffle. If you bought tickets, if you bought merchandise from us, you got tickets as well. Um, there are 22 of these. We have 20 packs and then two boxes of Monday. All right, so there's 20 of these packs. They're all different. They're all random. Um, this is one of them. And this has the very elusive, uh, longer version of the Between the Lines cigar. There is Ooh. a Opus Lancero, a Don Carlos Eye of the Shark, and then the shorter, between the lines that is made just for Cynthia Fuente. And I have to give a huge shout out to Cynthia, Carlito, and everyone at Arturo Fuente for, for donating these wow. for the charity. These are going off. Um, and then there's another one here. And I think a lot of people are really excited about this particular cigar. And there's not many of them, but um, there is a Fuente Lancero, a Fuente Between the Lines, um, a Love Affair, and of course, and Matt's going to love this one. Anybody recognize that one that's in there? I know a lot of Fuente fans will know what that is. Matt, you know what that is. You know what that is. Is it maybe. something that he doesn't want to say the name out loud? Is that? I'm waiting that for you. Cigar? I'm waiting for you to. Say I don't it. have my glasses on. No, no. Uh, I would. Have like you to ever say heard of? Have you ever heard of the uh, the PJ Opus? Yes. And that is in that. You know pack. what? P is that correct? Do you? Yes, it is. Do you know what PJ stands for? Yeah. Yes, it's uh, Pete Johnson's uh, signature. <laughs> <laughs> this is why oh. Matt Booth came on yeah. the show tonight. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to send me those packs, bro. Yeah. I, I know you got more than two. I'm just going to need you to send me two of those. Right? But you didn't buy raffles. I just want to check. To our charity. Yeah. What the but hell? that's quite fine. I'm just going to need you to send me postal that, dog, because they look nice. I'll yeah, send you something. They, uh, <sighs> there's really only one thing I don't no? have from you that I want. 
I mean, some sort of uh, bodily discharge. I can button that up. Uh, no, express, no, 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 no. But maybe one of them purple drip ash ashtrays. Hmm. Hmm. Fucking take at? it easy. All right. Let's just, let's just <laughs> relax <laughs> on the fucking drip. Oh, 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 oh. Was that too much to ask? Sorry. Oh, were you asking? I, I, I didn't understand you were asking. Well, I don't I just know. I mean, you, you want to propose a Casually, trade. We're, we're, we're possibly, right you want to make a trade. Let's overtly trade. mentioning it. Why don't uh, you send you them cigs and then we'll talk about something. Yeah, oh, you want trade? Trade? So, so you guys, real quick, trade? we do have, we do have <laughs> Will Cooper here smoking something. So, Coop, what do you got going on tonight? Sorry. Well, you know, no, it's okay. In honor of the Charitable Foundation... Um, and then I decided to smoke my number one cigar of the year, the American Toro by nice. J.C. Newman. Nice. Nice. Good choice. Yes. Yep. 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 Very appropriate. Very good cigar. And for those of you guys who don't know, sorry, this is just a good segue. I'm all over the place tonight. Okay. Carney has show notes and I'm, I made it my mission to try and ruin them. Um, Nicole and I will be flying down to the Sunshine State in less than 48 hours now, uh, where we will be everywhere. Um, but one of the strop, one of the the stops we're making will be in Tampa at JC Newman. Um, and we will be sitting down with Drew Newman in the third floor rolling room. Uh, and we will record that. We're going to have a little sit down interview conversation. Yes. So be, keep your eyes peeled for that on the return of our trip. So Very that'll cool. be a, that'll be a fun little interview. Very Very cool. I'm going to be going, I'm going to be going there at the end of uh, May. So I'll be there the last week of May. Are you going for the grand cathedral opening? I will just miss it. Ah, I will okay. just miss it, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna be there right after that. That'll be awesome. And we have. I, I just will be going. I'll, really I'll, quick. I'll go to Grand. I'll go there. I'll go there. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going too. We can't wait. And I think we're gonna yeah, run into. Yeah. I wanted. I wanted to throw this out here. We have Cynthia Fuente watching the show with us, and I think we might run into her there, um, down at Grand Cathedral. That'll be a great time <clears> down in Tampa. And I hate to so, say, like, to give too much information, but we are staying at one of the newer hotels down there in Ybor City. We're staying at the Hotel Haya, which if anyone has a chance, the next time you go to, to um, Ybor or Tampa, highly recommend the property. It's right in the heart of Ybor City. They've really designed the hotel to have some modern flair to it, along with bringing in, um, you know, the history of the cigar culture there, the food. They got these little Cuban sandwich bites that we're probably going to have tons of because <sighs> I love them. Uh, but you didn't tell property. me about that. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of things I haven't told you. We got a fun trip planned, but uh, it's going to be a really good time. So I'm looking forward to you guys coming down. And that obviously that part of Tampa is going to be a great stop and, and a good evening down there. So, but that property, if you're ever down there, Hotel Hyatt, H A Y A, incredible property. Sounds epic. Yep. Yeah. We'll make the most of it. Um, so, guys, where do we go from here? This isn't like a regular show. Normally there's someone here. We ask them questions. We feel them out. Um, actually, I think I have a good topic because it was brought up to me by one of our guests that they have for one of our other guests. Um, now, both of these guys have already been on the show. We've already interviewed them, so I'm not going to interview them again. As I told them, they have free reign to do whatever they want tonight. Uh, there are no rules. Yes, Matt, I, I know. There are no rules. Uh, and I know, uh, I know there's never <laughs> rules with you, but I'm, I'm, letting, it, I'm letting it go tonight. All right. Um, Matt Booth Amazing. brought up to me privately and earlier that he wanted to talk about salad days. Yeah, Will the Cooper. phrase salad days. Yeah, and, so and you, you two can... How William Cooper feels about the use 
uh, of salad days, the term salad days, have you ever properly or effectively leveraged that in a conversation? I mean, this is an amazing celebration of the salad days uh, of this show, right? Yeah. Five mm-hmm. years from now, when we look back and think, oh my God, what a tragic waste of even five more years of our lives. We're going to say, but we were there. Shots fired. Well, I mean, it's just, it's not really at anyone specifically, <laughs> but it's at everyone, not anyone. Um, but we're now celebrating the salad days of this show. And I think it's a very unique term. I enjoy using it, not overusing it. Should never be overbaked with anything like that. And uh, because I defer to you, uh, you may not know, but I defer to you for so much in my life. Um, you know, I, I thought we could, uh, you know, it would be a good conversation, uh, good fodder for conversation, my dear friend William Cooper. How are you, well, by the way? Matt, I'm doing – how are you, my friend? You look like you're taking a very powerful multivitamin. You look, I mean, you look <laughs> magnificent. Thank you very much. Special vitamins, you know? I mean – Dare I say delicious? You look delicious to me. Like, not big delicious, delicious. It's a very... little delicious. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Come sail away with me, William Cooper, <laughs> to our <sighs> Isle of Enchantment. You and I Absolutely. will take several, not all because the charity needs them, of course, but several of those fine plastic bags of exclusive and sensationally delicious Fuente cigars, and we will spend quality time with one another exchanging glances and basking in the delight of each other's conversation never once having to look at our watch never once wondering not only what time is it maybe i have missed a sms text or iMessage communication or a direct message of sorts through the myriad of social media channels that we pirate ourselves upon on a daily basis but yet just to be with one another you Nicole we're gonna need more wine (laughs) Matt that's that's wonderful it's beautiful (laughs) what I gotta say just holidays right you know think about the two of us right our holidays kind of yeah holidays that was a week ago but yeah let's talk let's talk about yeah no I mean when we started those were our holidays those were our holidays they were. I mean, you kind of started the year before I did, but you were still new, and then I kind of came along. Um, but no, it was worth salad days, and then you went to heights beyond what I've ever seen. He's, is he yeah. at his filet mignon days? Oh, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm like at the, even, I mean, the like, rest stop bathroom yeah. after all of it's done. This guy became the darling of cigar aficionado and everything. Think about it, man. You know, he started seeing Matt Blues on Star Aficionado, the big ratings. I mean, he, he just took That was pretty cool, of it. it was cool. It was cool, and it was kind of cool to see that evolution. It, I mean that sincerely. Um, and in, in, the, in both phases of Room 101. Well, look, man, I mean, it, it was uh, very easy, uh, you know, for me to fall very deeply in love with our business and our culture because it was a place that, at least at the time I found, you know, if you showed up uh, with product that had merit and um, some respectable content of character, I don't want to overstep. It sounds a bit uh, cocky to say that, but, you know, not be a complete cocksucker, um, you know, and and do what you say and say what you do. 
it was an industry that rewarded that. Unlike and now, can you, yeah, you thankless yeah. fucking ingrates. But yeah, then it was it was a delightful. And I don't mean you. I'm shouting it. I'm sure some of the people. No, listening. I know. Uh, you know who I'm. You know who you are. Don't everyone gets what they get. It's just what's right. But you, Cooper, you, and me. What? Love you, man. I love you too. Ten years ago, Matt. You see that? You, Look at that. You were at the. Yeah. He loves me. And you're. That was a real yeah, love years you too. Ago. No, it was. Mm-hmm. This guy ten years ago, he hands me a cigar. It's unbanded. Uh, that cigar would be Namakubi. And when Namakubi yes, hit, hit the market, that was Matt. That was kind of that crossroad point where I think that just really launched you. And I remember smoking that unband. I'm like, this is really freaking good. Um, and a lot of people, were, a lot of people were focusing on that cigar, Matt. I mean, it was a lot of attention. Like, I think a lot of people really wanted you to deliver with that cigar, and it delivered. And well, you know, I can't believe it's ten years already. Crazy, right? And I always tell people, yeah. you know, Namakubi for me was like uh, going to watch your friend's band play, right? Or having a friend come to watch your band play. Yeah. And after your show, they come up to you almost with this like tone of relief in your voice, in their voice, and they say, "Oh my God, you guys are actually really good," because they're relieved that they don't have to lie to you, right? right. And I think that uh, Namakubi for us, I've always said, was you know it was our third. Uh, release, branded release, but it was really our first good cigar. And oh no, no, no! Did I freeze? Did I fucking a little freeze? bit? For a little bit. Son of a fucking bitch. Okay, <laughs> what what did you miss? Something about the breeze. I don't know. <laughs> no, you. You I... lost you after you said your first good cigar. Why yeah. is that? Why? Hold on. Let me check my connection here. What the fuck? So just so you I'm guys just know, just you, just you guys know, William Cooper is joining us from the Red Stage in Indian Trail, North Carolina, and Matt Booth is joining us from a car in the garage. <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing, but, but, nothing but the best, Matt. <laughs> you know, I. Now we can see now him. Okay. Now we, we can't, can't hear him. Now we can't hear him. He muted himself. I don't know if that's a. I, I he just like did this. I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't his camera angle kind of look like he's like a, it's like a Beastie Boys music video or something? Yeah, I could see that. You know, you need to fight for your right to party, Matt Booth. I I, I like the interior <laughs> of that car. I gotta say, he's muted. He's gonna unmute that's himself. A... I've got him. He's you gotta unmute yourself. What's going on? Yeah, so oh, now we're getting a crotch oh. shot. Oh gosh. Oh, so small. What we've, had those on, we've had a couple of those on uh, prime time. With him. Oh, Matty Booth, he's gone uh, for now. Him. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. Yeah, back. yeah. yeah. It was it was just but getting it, good. It? I had well, Matt. I had Matt, Matt. Look, I had Matt in a in a uh, sentimental moment there. I know. Yeah, I, I, I actually saw you. You you got soft and you were like, "I love you too." There was some yeah. seriousness in your voice and in your face. I mean, in all seriousness, Matt was the guy when I started out. Uh, he was one of the first guys to kind of reach out to me. Um, I would say it was Matt and Michael Giannini were the two guys uh, from day one. Uh, they were Am I now here? And yeah. There he yeah. is. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm sorry, Coop. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no. We, we were just saying, I was just reminiscing. 
you know, you were one of the first guys there for me. And, and I'll never forget that, you know. Um, you know, I talked to you at that trade show, and, and I was new. I was completely new at doing this. Um, I was in Saladay. You were in and, your uh, And that's such a good little reach around joke, jokey joke that you just made. Very proud of you for that. Yes. Cooper. You know, Matt, you're Isn't Cooper well. a cute man? I, you know what, man? <laughs> I could say, I could echo the same sentiments. You remember who was real from the gate and who was yeah, kind to you at a time when, right. hey, like you're coming. I mean, dude, I had come into the business. I was still brand new at that time. And, yeah. you know, possibly, uh, you know, although we're now. Of course, the best of friends uh, in the business now, of course, all of us. But at the time, maybe, uh, you know, my uh, entrance into the business was less than um, celebrated by some people. And you're just going to get that, man. You're never going to know. But, you know, I I remember vividly Michael Herklotz being very welcoming to me as the gentleman G. Lokester that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very welcoming. And several other people, uh, you know, you'll never forget that. No, you never do. And and uh, like I said, it's 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 hard to believe where I'm talking ten years, eleven years in a few cases, some of these memories, uh, which which is which is amazing. So, um, and I've watched you kind of grow, uh, in in your brand, uh, and in this industry over over the years, and it's been a very very beautiful story to say. And I mean that seriously. Uh, there's been a Thank lot of fun you. moments. I can tell you that that Matt probably has. Some of those popular episodes on the old Stogie Geeks and now uh, the primetime show, sure. <laughs> so, uh, can I just, can was I just that read a off something? shameless plug for his yeah. show? You know, right? Do you see how he did that? Always but I, but selling. I, Look at my I did mess. mention my old show, which I normally don't do. So. Did he freeze? No, man. We've Go had ahead, a lot. Of, we've had a lot. No, no. We've had a lot of good times, man. We've had a lot of great times. Okay. And, and uh, yeah. I celebrate our friendship. So. Can, can I just say that uh, Cynthia too. Fuente has commented and said, yes, yes, yes. William is cute and adorable. I think the world of him. Yeah, we, he we is also, delicious. We also featured that a lot of fans. screen, so everybody got to see that. Yeah, yeah. And yes, oh, I missed that. Man. And by the way, Coop, you're now fully vaccinated, correct? Yes, I'm out of the bubble. Um, so I have started to make my way to a few cigar shops. I am going to Florida, and PCA is booked the travel we have we registered we have the travel everything's ready to go we're gonna have, uh so we're gonna be on the ground in vegas i'm very excited i am fully vaccinated uh we're waiting for a few of my family members to finish their second shots and then the house will be vaccinated how was your cool. first experience in that cigar cigar lounge was it um did it feel strange it was, it was very strange uh because actually in the past year there was a new crop of consumers who came in. I didn't know. So it wasn't a lot of the same crowd that was in there. I went at a, at a less crowded time of the day. I'm not going into big crowds, but it was. And but and some of the people I, had, I knew, it was kind of like riding a bike again. So it wasn't it was enjoyable. Um, the thing you talk about is being gone for a year. I wasn't the only one who was gone for a year from Starlines and Rodney. Is what I found out. I thought maybe I was just being extreme, but a lot of people did stay away, and now the people get vaccinated are coming back. You ever been to a soup plantation? You ever seen one of these places? Hmm. I mean, I was just thinking about this because I was thinking about you, you know, removing yourself from 
the cigar lounge atmosphere for safety. And I, and I completely understand that. But I mean, yeah, a soup plantation is like a fucking free for all. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, like full on, full blown, like velociraptor fest. I mean, what do you think happened in soup plantation? Do you think that stopped? Have you been to a soup plantation cook? Do you know I've what I'm talking about? I've not been to one. It's a terrible place. I, I would not recommend going. But has anyone? No? I have not. No. Send me you one have? of those bags, bro. I had I went one time. It was not by choice. Yeah. So did you, have, did you not have a good time? I mean, look, I, I tend to have a good time wherever I go because I, I practice self-entertainment and self-soothing. Yeah. By any means well. necessary, John Carney. What is, what is a soup? plantation you haven't been to a fucking soup plantation does no. no one know on this show what a soup plantation is i mean i didn't want to be the first one to ask so i mean i, I just got said it i don't know if they're still in business even. yeah i don't know if they're, they're still in business they're, they're, it's like a large a chain booth yeah it is a chain so you've it, been it's a buffet it, it i a, have a, not a, been but i am aware of it hmm. i am aware of it Okay. Oh, okay. It is a sweet, it's Sweet Tomatoes is down here. It's the same company. Sweet Tomatoes operating as soup plantation in Southern California. Yeah. Was it's a like United a States chain of all-you-can-eat buffet style? Yeah. So it's Sweet Tomatoes is the same company. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've not been to a. I've been to Sweet Tomatoes, uh, so, tomatoes but not Soup Plantation. So I've never point. even. I've also been offended by the name. I I don't even care for the name. I think it's garbage branding. And, uh, and, you know, I'm not to be, not to be overly critical where it's not warranted. I'm just saying to go back, to dovetail back into what Coop was saying, you know, you go into a, a, you know, a kind of a standard cigar lounge, you might be around 10, 15 people, you know, and a stew plantation, it's seem, seemingly 10 to 15,000 people just all crawling over each other for some of that fucking soup. Mediocre soup at that, I think. I, I, I would I, like have a reality TV camera in there um, and just see people around the open buffet bar. In soup plantation. That's what they have. Just in breathing soup plantation. Yes. soup and each other. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, so the buffets have been pretty much things. eliminated from what I can have. Um, but yeah. But I would love to see. Okay, so that's it. That's, are very, it. that's it. That's they, but fact. I think human nature. I think human. But, but Matt, I think you're right. Free for all. <laughs> so I can see that. It's a fucking free for all in a soup plantation, man. I mean, I was just. I don't know. I was just thinking about it, and I was trying yeah. to, you know, make some conversation with you about your experience. I hope it was relevant. Yeah. Matt, are you trying to I'm turn our one-year right. celebration into another instance where you try to interview Coop? I typically interview Coop. Uh, to some degree every time we interact because I feel like, you know, Coop many times, I mean, he's just constantly serving the mic, right? And Coop should, I mean, Coop is a very interesting cat, man. You should, he should have the microphone served to him more often. And so I try to do my part to show people a little bit more about my, my very dear friend, William Cooper. So there, on the soup been, kitchen, on the yeah. soup plantation type thing, I um, one. Why are you wearing those glasses? Explain yourself. Uh, well, they're is first it, of all the subscription. 
And uh, it's very yeah. bright out Cataracts? here. It's very, very bright. You can see I got lights okay. all over oh. the place. It's, it's very challenging. Are you showing out? You wait, you know, we have we're a little weather challenged out here. You're showing off a little? Oh also, my god, no, put them back on. Yeah. So also the camera I have is slightly above me. So when I have my glasses on, nobody can see that I'm actually not looking at the camera. When I'm looking down, they think I'm looking straight ahead because uh, I'm looking down running the show. But on the soup plantation actually concept, a good look for you. Thank you. On the soup plantation yeah. concept, what what a, by the way, what a crappy name. That's awful. It's a horrible fucking name, man. Oh my god. And then just as a concept, one of the best memes that I ever saw over COVID. Hmm was it says after COVID, uh, the government's not going to allow Applebee's to reopen just because. Um, that's the same concept with some of those buffet places. I sit there and I'm like, how much disease? And I'm not saying a buffet's in a negative situation. There's buffets that are handled correctly, but I'm assuming it's soup plantation the same way as like Golden Corral. It's not the highest end of accountability uh, for these places. Same thing like airport serve yourself lounges. like it at the Delta Sky Clubs and, and whatever, the yeah. ambassadors lounges. I mean, I've watched people cough into soup before. So some of these things I'd like to not see come back. And I think you maybe feel the same way about soup plantation. I I feel that soup plantation could have been canceled a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. it truly would have been the decent thing uh, to do. And I would like to further reinforce this. The first time that your boy ever experienced authentic food poisoning was from some all-you-can-eat sushi buffet uh, there in Glendale. And I got to be honest with you, it, it was a bad idea from the gate, right? But I happened to fancy sushi, and I was a younger man at the time, and with a, with a, a more uh, sturdy, robust uh, digestion system, you know, on board. And, uh, you know, indestructible at that age, right? So you don't think, I mean, you know, you you jump off a, a moving vehicle and all you can eat sushi buffet, although probably in hindsight, far greater in, in danger uh, uh, to self, you know, you don't really think about it. And then the next thing I know, I'm having this full blown experience that, that uh, I had heard about, but never experienced. It was very, it was very visceral, man. It was life changing. It's almost like I, I, gambling with uh, gas station sushi. People who buy that. Look, that's that's on yeah. another level. That's on another yeah. level. That's like I'm with Matt on that. That's, that's, that's Russian different. roulette sushi consumption. <laughs> Same concepts like that's tuna sandwiches is. at gas stations. That that's always a a questionable thing. You, you ever go to hundred? You ever go to like you ever go to like Seven Eleven and you walk in and like next to like the cashier they have the warmer with the hot dogs mm. and the like in the little taquitos that are like oh, on yeah, the warmer yeah. just mm -hmm. rolling and you go, how long have those been sitting there rolling? Day, three days, only five days, bro. You know, the older the better on that stuff. Like, I, I one of my deep, I can't disagree, secret, you know, food preferences is this spicy barbecue chicken nugget. That the longer it sat there, the crispier and grosser mm. it is, and the better it tastes. And I do that once, probably every two or three months at 7 Eleven. Uh, but Here's the thing. Deep fried things are a little different. So like that chicken nugget has been deep fried. So, you know, Correct. hopefully everything's killed in a 365 degree hot oil. I mean, if it survives mm -hmm. that, it probably deserves to kill you. The taquitos and hot dogs, those are sketchy. Yeah. Full yeah. blown. Full blown sketchy yeah. situation. I'd be real yeah. careful with that. Yeah. And I, and I did the I mean, days it, of like self-serve. It's over. 
I'm hey. also starting a collection of images of suspicious things in gas station bathrooms. Uh, I've just started, uh, but I, I've come across a lot of signage, uh, you know, in certain areas like, uh, you know, limit five uh, minutes of use, uh, do not consume drugs in the bathroom, like needle dispense, things of this nature. And I think that the danger and the the allure uh, to uh, you know let's call no it sea store. What's that? And, and also no intimacy. No intimacy, man. I think that there's a bent uh, a bent allure uh, to uh, gas someone's station pleasures, it. and I think uh, yes, yeah, some so, not only someone, so many someone's that there is signage and receptacles for needles in gas station bathrooms and i think that this is it, it's highly intriguing to me that's all i'm going to say uh you know matt well i want to as far as i carry hand sanitizer with me huh for a minute because john has segue. A, yeah i want to segue because talking about all of that makes me want to wash my hands oh, and wow, i think john has something going Indeed. on wow look tonight. at this Look at this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do have a special. Oh, to save. I do have a special soap review um, tonight. We're not going to be able to do the soap review right now, um, because I have to get my phone connected in a different way here. I think I might have to connect it through Skype, and I'm not sure if it's going to work, because um, I can't move my computer at this time because um, it's connected mm. to everything. So we're going to do the soap review. It'll be a little bit later, um, probably after, maybe before the raffle or after the raffle's over. Um, but I just say something. Can I just say something? I wanted to point out. So for those of you guys, obviously you know about the fundraising, the wrap, and all that. The items on our store are also kind of part of this too. So I just want to point out this is one of the shirts we made, and we will continue to have it on sale for a little bit for anyone who wanted. This one says, "I smoke cigars and I help people," um, which was a shirt we made for the fundraiser. One of two we made. Nicole, was it two? It was there's, there's one. I know yeah. there's another one, but. Okay, so there was yeah, those two shirts we made for that. Um, I'm wearing one of them here, and um, love this shirt. And Coop is also wearing one of our shirts. And I wanted to point this out because we have some really cool stuff on there that I think a lot of people discovered because of this fundraiser. And Coop was one of those people. He grabbed one of our uh, um, Vitola t-shirts with all the different sizes on. Look at that. Yeah, love this shirt. What do you what do you got? Oh, look at you, Coop! Look at you. That's well, tied up in a bun. Just, I do have just an update. Show us a little more. Uh, I do have. I an have update. to stand up. We are able to do a soap review at any time. Okay. Oh. Oh, double. Ooh, double corona. Double oh, yeah. there it is. <laughs> Down on the belly. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to point that out. Uh, Coop also contributed. Coop got a T-shirt from us. He, he played into the. Uh, into the raffle as well. He donated to the charity, to the cause. Thank you very much. He was number two. Oh, God, fun, fun fact for you. I'm not going to get too specific because I don't want to give away any Matt's trade secrets or ours. But I recently found out, because I own some Room 101 apparel as well. I recently found out that Matt and I use the same company to make our apparel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all of it. Maybe not all of but, it, but the some of some of the, it that the I mail bought. order stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Oh no, Very no, cool. not the mail order stuff. No, it's, um... the drop ship. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Hey, it's those yeah, certain programs are excellent. And I remember, and I remember read, looking at it and going, "This is the same fucking shirt that we use." And I knew, and I knew, I knew exactly. I could tell by the by the shading and the coloring and the thing on the back. I'm like, "This is the same shit we use. This is awesome." Props to Maddie B, using the same we're people. Fancy. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Except for if you go to Room 101, they obviously charge four times the amount we do, but. So, and that, that revelation was brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. Real fucking Cigar. good, Matt Tabacchi. Apparel, apparel News of the Week brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Thank you to our friends at McAuliffe. That's the news. Actually, I actually can, I actually can read off a headline. Um, we don't, I don't know how far we'll get into it with this crowd. Who knows? Um, but there is a headline that I did read today that is kind of relevant, and that was that the Biden administration... Uh, we'll be looking towards banning, I believe this is on the, I didn't read the whole thing, but I believe this means on a federal level, banning all menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. Any flavored cigars. Well, yeah. You know, Coop, what's your take on that? What they... Oh, I'm sorry, Coop. You were going to give like an actual official. I was yeah. going to no, give no, a go ahead. basic. Go ahead. Go ahead. You... Yeah, go ahead, Matt. No, there's no problem. I, I didn't say there was a problem. Are you, Coop, Coop, oh, okay. uh, Coop, go ahead. You, you have say, the floor. Is Coop saying there's a problem? No. Coop, Coop this is all you, buddy. Yeah, Um, I, I want to see what actually the guidance or the guidelines that are going to come out from the Biden administration are on the flavored piece. Because I think what you're going to see happen very quickly is the definition of flavored. That's going to be the, what the focus is going to be on and how they how they define flavored and that's going to create that's going to we'll see how that goes with the next step you know i know that when flavored and, and matt you may know more about this matt matt tobacco that is when it hit massachusetts there was definition of flavor wasn't quite what everyone thought it was going to be whatever mm -hmm. and i think there's still some certain flavored cigars that can be sold or things that are considered flavored well, cigars in, in, Ma flavors, is it? in massachusetts all menthol cigarettes are gone and I believe are acids gone? Yeah, flavored I don't tobacco, think acids flavored are gone. cigars aren't aren't available for so you cannot sell them. Now. I believe yeah, I believe all the acids yeah. are gone from the but state too. I, I was told I was told the acids weren't. But again, that's why I was I'm double checking. I was told they weren't. No, I think they're gone. That it didn't Okay. Then again that's something yeah, we primarily I, buy I'm our gonna trust what you say from New Hampshire. Right. Or other areas of the United States, which I cannot yeah. disclose. And Matt Boots you know, trying to talk, but we can't hear you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, he muted what's again. the timeline that stuff's going to... Yeah. What's the timeline that this well, needs to be pulled? What's the plan that this is going to be pulled? Because we have a lot of questions. That's why I'm really curious to see what the guidance is going to be on. So it's interesting. We do have somebody in Mass here who says acids are not gone for Mass. Um, that's what I thought. I believe, yeah, that's accurate. But there are certain venues that they can be sold in. They they have to be sold in cigar bars, um, yes, or, or cigar lounge setting like that. They can't be sold at just standard tobacconists or uh, liquor stores. Um, they they aren't able to sell those there, so they have to be sold in a place of uh, of a, a lounge setting or cigar bar setting uh, to meet the legality of it. Now, who knows how they're enforcing it or what the situation is on that. Right. Um, but uh, but it was a cigar bar situation, so they, they are available there, but it's not sold everywhere. Uh, for example, liquor stores, those are Total Wine, can't sell them. Uh, Julio's Liquors in Westboro, Mass, can't sell them. 
Um, so it's the setting is what they uh, have there. So it's definitely an interesting thing. Uh, what's going yeah. on? And by the way, I mean, I've talked about this. If you want to watch about creativity uh, with the current administration, well, no matter how you feel about them or the past administration, um, there's going to be out of control taxes proposed everywhere. You're already yep. seeing it. I've been talking about this for yep. over a year. Uh, people are like, oh, no, no, this and that. And you just no, like it's going to happen. Um, and then on top Absolutely. of it, you know, we can hear you now. Booth. And then on top can of you hear me now? Here, uh, yep. on top of the taxes, okay. this, they're going to go after everything. That's what these this is. That's what these people do. Um, you know, there's sometimes when there's positive things that comes with negative things. And this happens to be in our industry. One of the negative things, taxes, every state's going to have a tax proposal, whether it goes through or not, it's a different story, but you know, it, it's time to, <laughs> it's time for them to collect all up on these lost revenues. Mm. You know, open. the thing is not to get political, but the last administration was the least regulatory administration in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately we really didn't get much done. At that, at, with the executive branch, all of our barriers were in the judicial end of things. Now you're going to see regulations come back in, a lot more with the Biden administration, and I'm very worried. And I think we can't keep our eye off off the pedal here right now. Agreed. So this is something to really watch. Very true. Yeah. But anyway, um, so that was a little bit of news for the week. I didn't want to get too into it. Um, because we also we have so we have still have so much to do, John. After your previous confirmation, can we get that soap review? Yes, and before we do the soap review, we have a announcement. Only because I'm so anxious. Has everybody been waiting for this announcement? William Cooper took part in this announcement, and so did Matthew and Nicole. Uh, but this will be new to my friend Matt Booth. Um, we do. Have oh, are we doing this now? Today. Yeah, it's part. Oh, okay. Of the, uh, okay. Part yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. I so, forgot. Here we Let's go. Do this. this is the announcement. Uh, we got a large viewership here. So this is the first official public cigar industry announcement of. Here you go. So yeah, it's a girl, ladies and gentlemen. There's a girl, a little baby, yeah. Arnie girl, due in October, and that is John's nice. gonna be a dad. Yeah, well done. Thank you, thank you. Well done, man. Thank you, thank you. Congrats, man. I feel like I feel like Kevin on The Office. Do you remember when Kevin knew what was it? He knew that I forget what the secret was, and he goes, "I knew the whole time, and I didn't tell anybody." <laughs> True. I knew the whole time, and I didn't tell a single soul. So down in the bottom corner here, we've got the mobile cam. I'm going to take my uh, 
I'm going to take my actual cam off here for a short second. And that didn't really change much, but here we go. We got the silver view in the bottom right-hand corner. You can see we've got a little green screen set up. We're going mobile mm. here. And I can't I remember. Guess, so I don't think Coop was on. You you were not on when Coop came on, so he never got the soap review. Booth, you were, and you grabbed your own. I soap. like the soap review. Yeah. yeah. So I watched soap review. We got here the highest rated line of soaps. Uh, we started with the Outlaw soap initially. We were doing some uh, other soap reviews that started right at the beginning of COVID when I was joking around on Instagram and Facebook with those. But then they became a real thing, uh, real deal here with the Smoking Tobacco Show. Uh, but by far the highest rated soaps. Uh, we've had so far have come from our friends at Dr. Squatch. And today, uh, this was, we actually did, I think we did like goat cheese or something when Booth was on the show. Uh, but this is That's the true, Dr. Man. Squatch the goat. Bay Rum. So we're going to get a little water going here. Nice warm. Get it heated up a little bit. This is Bay Rum. I don't know. It smells just like regular soap to me. I don't know what Bay Rum is, but um, it's, I guess it's a Caribbean thing. So here we go. Nice. Yeah, do you only... Do you only apply this to your hands when you conduct these reviews? Uh, for the reviews, it's only hands. Uh, after usage of the hands in the review, it does move over to the shower, uh, which is over here. So we locate the soaps to the shower, and they get used for uh, body scrubs, yes. So here we go. We got the water going. Not too hot. Can you put a little bit of water on the soap to get a nice lather going? The Dr. Squatch is great. So far, the highest rated has been the pine tar version, uh, but really nice. This is, this is a, a soap that doesn't have a lot of uh, oilness to it, not a lot of astringency, so not a lot of unnatural glycerins and other chemicals. Good production on it. I'm not a huge fan of this. It, it just really smells like standard soap to me already. Uh, the same performance as all Dr. Squatches. doesn't leave a lot of residue. comes off very easily. I'm Honestly, I'm going to make this one quick. Out of the Dr. Squatches I've done so far, this is by far my least favorite. Um, it's just a real standard soap. This is one you put out for your guests uh, to use in the bathroom during a party um, so they wouldn't be offended. You have a nice bar of soap, but you don't want something that's too strong. Not a lot strong scent on the hand, which is a nice quality. Um, however, it's, it's just a very standard soap. I'm going to go for 6.3 on the Dr. Squatch Bay Rum. Mm -hmm. But good soap, good soap. I mean, it's mm -hmm. better than five. But, you know, it's, it's better than what it... What it uh, some of the unnatural ones, you know, I, I prefer it over Dove, uh, but this is no way uh, pine tar by any means. But yeah, Bay Rum, not a big fan. Now, Matt, you have right. a soap. Fuck For those who maybe didn't didn't see your previous appearance on the show, you have a soap in your hmm. guest bathroom. Do you remember? Well, did I show you uh, the Vladimir Putin air mist, or did I show you the soap for haters? The soap for haters, but what's the other ah. one? Now you're gonna be intrigued. Oh <laughs> no, it's a it's a, a spritzer of sorts, uh, and it says makes uh, odors disappear. Ah, I, I people don't understand. I have a couple obsessions. One is uh, William Cooper. Another one is uh, Vladimir Putin. I think the dudes are oh. a total G. I want a T-shirt. Well, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Stop. Sorry, Matt. I don't mean to change hmm. the subject here, but. You have another obsession that you made very abundantly clear on the show last time you were here. I don't know if you remember. I have several, I think. So uh, this is for, I don't think he's watching right now, but I'm sure he'll see this later. Our good friend, who we all know and love, Abe DeBobna, Honest Abe. Oh, my the God. The proprietor of Smoke In. You had let it be known 
that you had an obsession with his hot dog rolls and that you wanted to I really gnaw on okay them. and i don't i don't like <laughs> when people call them hot dog rolls i, I don't find that to be respectful <laughs> oh i'm one. sorry he used the term i know he does but they're his own so he can do what okay. he wants right. i have okay so i think that i really outed myself fully i had never really come clean openly about that i mean i i'd mentioned in passing to some people but i didn't go into the depth that i did on as i did on your show yeah i i really just i really just went for it man and i was talking actually about this today i have always really had an affinity for juicy people you know and yeah. and there are a couple people yeah yeah there are a couple people in our bit and it has to be a specific thing there's a very soothing element uh you know and i believe you know i i i mentioned that my beautiful wife the psychotherapist when i i, I kept telling her why am i so comforted by the idea of gently gnawing on the back of abe's neck like it it, it makes me feel like like ravenous like i want to leap on onto his back like a small hyena and just gnaw but not to break the flesh to just to just feel the tension in between my teeth right and she says that he, he's obviously someone you care for deeply and his presence soothes you and the idea of being around him like that soothes you. And then I started thinking, you know, there's several other people uh, in the business, uh, particularly that are, you know, they're they're a little larger, right? But their skin is very taut, you know? And some of them even kind of like glowing with color, almost as if, you know, this it's being pushed out, right? So they're very juicy, but very voluptuous and very firm at the same time. Does this make sense? Mm. It does. It really does. Yeah, this is now, very appealing to me. My next question would be, now we all know about your obsession with Oh, you with just Logan want to Cooper. stop talking about that now. You're just like, No, 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 no. We're not. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Just, just, just. just you saw what he did. You're laughing now. You saw. Okay, just, go ahead. Just wait, just, just wait a minute. Hold on. Tobacco Stick with me here because you, you got, you got, you got more is. to do. Uh, so we all know about your obsession with William Cooper, and that's half the reason why he's here tonight. The other half is because I he's love a Will. Fucking and legend. He, he's a legend and he's a friend and he wanted to be here more than anybody. But would you say you have the same kind of affinity for Will Cooper in a different way? Is he one of these juicy people that you talk about juicy. or you fantasize about? I don't I don't I don't find my attraction to Cooper based on his juiciness. Although I, I see it there. I see it. I, Cooper, don't think I don't, I don't see it. Can somebody tag am, Abe in no, this? No, you are juicy. He, he's he, he's got to get in aficionado. here. Who? Who's going to get in? I'm trying to. Abe won't let me tag him. I'll text I'll him. I'll tag him. Can someone text Abe and tell him to get on here right now? He's, he's missing out. No, I got <laughs> I, 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 to talk to him. I, I can't. I got to get a smog check. My, uh, you know, oh, yeah. I okay. Can't. Don't don't I, don't know. tap out now just because you. Oh, no. no now I'm, he's all uncomfortable. I'm, I'm fine. No, no, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just, I'm, re I'm imagining the reason, one of the many reasons, the visual reason that I'm obsessed with Cooper. Now, Cooper has this magnetism about him that is undeniable. And, and this brutal yet very pristinely clean honesty um, that many people lack, right? And I believe that not only is he a higher caliber of human being, I suspect 
I suspect that William Cooper throws the dick like Hercules. I have no <laughs> doubt in my mind. I, and I have this vision of him with one hand on his back, oh like older God. gentleman style. You understand what I'm saying? And just and just full and just going. Full. You're a. I know. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> See, even the mention of that just skewed the entire show. Like wow. some sort of like spreadsheet came. Up. Remember, remember, I told. I don't you even that, know what that, that was about. With both. Nicole's spreadsheet came up with the. No, show that notes. was no, no, no. That was Carney show oh. notes. Oh, that was Carney. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That were not. Wow. To. I told That's you got off easy. I mean, do we? <laughs> I mean, does anyone want to argue that? I mean, can you not see that in your mind? Can you not envision that picture of the, you know, the 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 docky the dockers with the like the cuff at the bottom around his ankles and his hand on his back? Let me ask you a question. Did you ever see in that fertile crescent? Did you ever see Showtime's Billions? Nah. So that show is about uh, the shady uh, day trading company. Um, and mm. Paul Giamatti stars as, I want to say, the Attorney General of the U.S.? I can't remember. Mm. Or, uh, or Attorney General of New York or something he's like that. A, yeah, he's running for the Senate and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I tapped out after season one, and then I forgot about it, but it was a good show. But his secret thing, he was a serious public figure. He's an attorney, you know, mm -hmm. serious mm -hmm. guy. But his secret thing is that him and his wife, Maggie Siff of Sons of Anarchy fame, for those who are TV people, Hmm. Um, they have this secret BDSM thing where he goes into these BDSM places and calls her on the phone and like while he's being tied up and used oh, from what my. I remember. And I almost wondering hmm. if you're referring to maybe like is Coop this nice bubbly kind of guy on the camera, but when he's not on camera, do you feel that maybe he's this he has this other life of wild sexualness? Is that where you're he's going? He's a with very this? potent lovemaker. That's what I'll say. I can tell. Okay. You you know when another... Coop, I'm sorry, but you agreed to the terms when I asked you to come on. He no, is... I, I, look here. <laughs> it's been, I've had worse than him. Yeah, you know, right. John, you say like, you had like, worse than me? Is that what he just said? No, you, well, you've been worse. <laughs> you've been more... Oh, John's oh, yeah, trying no, to play no, us no. off like the Emmys sure. music. Send me one of those bags, bro. Yeah. <laughs> John, this isn't the Oscars. That's not going to work here. Sorry. Bags. If there's one night a year that we go off the rails on the show, like all the way, that's tonight. Next week, we'll, the we'll be other, back oh, to our normal programming. Uh, another night we had a good <laughs> yeah. time was uh, your birthday night. I mean, we went hours in one of those Zoom things. Yeah. Yeah, we went for like yeah, three or four did. hours. Yeah, my lady friend and I were sitting there. Uh, we had several bottles of wine she could consume at that time, so that was enjoyable. Um, but that was a that was a night that went off the rails too. I mean, that was a long that was a long night. It was. Um, you know, John, not for nothing. Is, is Allie there? She is. She's actually taking a nap right now. Oh, okay. I don't want to disturb her then, because uh, I know she works harder than you, so she needs to rest. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just keep it like what you just it. did. I like what yeah. you did. Yeah, see, I, I, I knew what company I'd be in tonight. I had to step up my mm. game from last time. I watched the footage like Tom Brady. I prepared for this game. Um, mm. Yeah, see? You know. So, you I did, think it's safe to say, after the announcement, we don't have to call her your lady friend anymore. But, I have a question. Maybe you're not ready to answer it. 
or maybe in since she's sleeping, she's not going to hear the she's not going to hear any of this. But and I know she's not watching. No, but she's definitely will, watching. Can she hear me though? Right now, uh, it, with a twenty second delay. Never mind. Maybe I won't ask this question. So then. what you say as a twenty? Oh second my! Delay. No, well, now you have to ask. Me. Well, I was going to say is is, 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 is it will, will she will, been on the show? Will, I'm sure that you're going to be fine with asking. Anything. Will will she be Alexandra Carney someday? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, she knows the answer to that. Yes, one hundred percent. This is what I like to hear. The goal is to on the air, you know, do it on the goal is. The goal is to have it completed prior to the arrival of Baby Carney. Okay. So. Okay, so the clock's ticking. Mm. The yeah, clock is so ticking. Good. Now, Nicole and I have been together for a year now. And in that year that we have been together, we have created this entertainment venue for all of you. Um, obviously, with the help of John Carney, as we previously discussed, there's a, there's a three-way anniversary and there's a, there's a whole love thing here. Um, but between me and Nicole, this is a very special thing that we have. And obviously, it wouldn't be possible without having a strong personal life, which we also have. So I think it's safe to say. Nicole also knows the answer to this question, that she will be a tobacco someday. And she knows that the responsibilities that come with that are huge. People are going to be like, oh, my God, your last name's tobacco. You want to see my life? It's a whole thing. For those who don't know, you all, I think, know by now that tobacco really is my last name. Um it's not just a thing that I do because of the stars. That is what it is. So that ain't. Uh, sure but Nicole and I have had the conversation. But but Nicole and I have had the discussion, and she knows that someday when that day comes, that she will, uh, you know, she'll have that responsibility. And I'm, you know, fairly <laughs> I was certain what that you were that, getting at there. But I well, he's so, he's so selfless. If, if, if what you are, if what you are, hold on, hold on, hold on, everyone, stop for a second. If what you were hoping would happen, it's not happening right now. But I'm I just did saying, not say we've I had was hoping. Di- well, <laughs> that's kind of a dick move. That's kind of a dick move. So hmm. the smoke and tobacco team might be reduced in size by next week. Just so you guys. Oh, oh no, no, yeah. no, no, no. It might be back down to. It might. It might be back down to two people. But um, but history would be made, Matt. If you this is his, you could make history on the on the. Listen, David Garofalo. David Garofalo hired somebody on his show. Um. Who's to say that I couldn't propose to someone on my show? That would be an industry. <laughs> you know, we, so, so we've been trying on the primetime show to make that happen with Justin Andrews of General Cigar. Oh, really? With his, uh, yes, and he is not. We've tried. Well, we've, we've made offers. So I have no problem. Someone wants to beat me to it. I, I, I want the history to be made of the first uh, our podcast on air proposal. Yeah, so you know what I don't, I don't, I don't know, Coop. I might all... beat you. I think well, we Cooper. I think we all like to have our personal lives separate from our professional lives to an expense uh, to an extent, especially during these social media times. So yeah, that's what I've done. You know, I, I you know, I I've I have no issue putting some of my life out there, but I try to keep it as private as possible. Um, yeah. it's just not an important thing, uh, you know, to spread out there and you know, I share with the people that I'm close yeah. with. Obviously I have no issue sharing on the show. That's a nice thing, but it's not something that I have prioritized. You know, yeah. I, you know, Allie and I talked about uh, making a Facebook announcement, and I was like, well, why would we do a Facebook announcement? Like, we got to make it Facebook official. Um, I have no issue with doing that, but you know, I like to keep my my private life private as possible, and 
you know, we're in the public eye. Well, you know, we're, we're out there. There was actually yeah. one person, I won't say who it was in the cigar business, that I never knew was married and I didn't know I had a kid. And then I found out I'd known this person for quite some time. They got married privately and nobody knew about it except the people they were close to. And then they had a child the same way. I, I ended up seeing a picture after. And I just thought it was a really nice way how they kept it somewhat private. But in this time, too, it, like I, I really do enjoy sharing some of those things with people um, at the same John. time. But John. I'm so I'm sorry. Did I put you on the spot there? Was that too uncomfortable? No, 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 no. Oh, no, okay. No. I didn't I've know got, if that was like your way of being like. I already got everything right. planned, and yeah, I've got I've got right. a, I got this stuff. Planned. I have a plan too, and I think you're the only person that knows uh, when, where, and how it's going down. I think we already talked about this. Well, I got a funny story. So this is this is from we did the gender reveal last weekend, and I did invite Coop to it, and thank you for coming. Uh, you know, we've had a great friendship over the years, and. Uh, professionally yep, as well I, I appreciate that uh so it was great to have him on there we probably had 60 or 70 close friends the funniest thing is we had talked about names for babies if it was a boy or a girl and different names we liked but i wasn't aware that we'd finalized uh the name so shortly after the gender reveal i walked over to her grandmother and she was like we really like he goes the name's so beautiful she said the name to me first and middle name and i i went oh i i hadn't realized we picked a name so i went over and I'd run into her father, and I said, oh, I didn't realize we'd pick the name or whatever. And uh, her dad goes, you know what? He goes, I'm going to teach you something right now. He goes, just go with it. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, trust me. And, trust me. For and, the, and John, take that. You, you learn that, that lesson. Take that advice with your daughter. Take that advice with your daughter, and then when, yeah. you, when she gets married someday, just go with it. Yep. Trust me. I've gone through that. Just go with it. I, 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 can speak for my, I can speak for myself, too. When it comes to Nicole... She's a very strong-willed woman. Um, you just have to, okay, whatever you want. Sometimes that's just the easiest and safest way out. Um, but no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. So um, I just looked at the time, guys. We should well, probably hit this raffle. I know. Yeah, well, we should. But before we for. do that, since, I mean, I, I'm, I think we're going to say that's our that was our Nova Sports segment. Uh, you made sport of uh, of these relationships here. So uh, make Nova big. That's our sports for this week. You can go to NovaCigars.com, I believe, and you can type in S-M-K-T-A-B, short for smoking tobacco, 15, and get 15% off your purchase for Nova Cigars. Make Nova big. Uh, so we'll leave that up there for a minute. We appreciate the friendship with Nova. Nova's been with us since day one, uh, practically. That's right. Um, you know, it was just about a month after uh, the show started and we started figuring everything out. Um that Nova jumped on board. And McAuliffe came on shortly after, too, so that was great. And um, did. obviously we're always looking for more partners. And, um, yeah, so the uh, you know thank you to Nova for being part of this year for us. And same thing with McAuliffe. And uh, let's hashtag make Nova big. Big. Let's yes. do it. Yep. Did we lose Matty Booth? We did. So if you guys want to get into this raffle, the raffle's going to take some time. So if you guys want to get into this raffle, Coop, we'd love to have you stick around, too. So stay on here. I'm going to stick around. I'd love to. I'd love to. I can add you to the raffle screen. But I want you guys first, uh, Nicole, thank you if you would uh, to talk a little bit about uh, why you and Matthew decided. uh, You guys pitched this to me, and I said absolute no-brainer. I thought it was great. Um, But you guys really spearheaded this. So talk a little bit about that. how you came about that decision and then a little bit about the charitable foundation and i am going to put the charitable foundation website up here on the screen um, as well while you talk about it perfect so i know um you know when matthew had started this journey 
um, he had shared with me that he wanted to use a, his platform when he had grown it um, to really help people, you know, use it for a fundraiser. Um, it's something that we've both wanted to do for a while. Um, I don't know if you want to add more to that. Um, um, basically, but... the the mentality for me was I had always said from day one, um, it, not to really get away from this right now, but I'll make I'll make this very quick. Smoking tobacco, just so you guys know, uh, smoking tobacco as a brand is not uh, celebrating its one year anniversary this week. Um, smoking tobacco celebrates its its birth brand um, anniversary September 1st of every year. September 1st, 2019 is when that name was born. That is when um, the beginning days of this this name came to be. Um, and I have to give a lot of the credit to uh, one of my best friends uh, who helped me come up with the concept. And then w one of my uh, other closest and bestest friends who I love dearly, Mr. Jonathan Carney, um, I have to give credit to starting the Smoke and Tobacco show um, with me, and that's what we're here to celebrate today. Um, but back to the original day one, I said, you know, if this ever turned into something where I had access to a lot of people and I had this huge reach, I want to use that strength um, and connection with people to be able to get people together to do some sort of charity or fundraiser, foundation, something where I could get people together to help other people. And it was always on the it was always on the table since day one. That was one of the first things we said when we had that phone call and we came up with this concept. Um, and I said, I'm telling you, it may not happen today. It may not happen next week. It might not even happen next year, but I'm going to do this someday. And I'm going to keep going until I have that audience. And we felt at the time that when we started this a few months ago, we we are comfortably in that region to 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 go for this and after speaking with angela Yu and several other people about their experiences working with cigar family charitable foundation nicole and i ourselves you know we don't like to play the favorites game but on a personal level um our some of our favorite cigars come from the fuente family and the newman family so for us it was brands that we were very familiar with very comfortable with and it was it was just easy. It was like this this is this is where we got to be. Uh, we went with it, and uh, I'm 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 truly proud of what we did with it, what we were able to do, the amount of people we got together, how much money we raised, uh, how much maybe tickets we sold. Um, it's uh, you know, I guess uh, what I'm trying to say is uh, maybe this. Maybe this is earlier than we anticipated for this part of the show, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, but, you know, aside from the success we've had on the show, I'm, I'm so proud of everything that we've all been able to do for this fundraiser. Um, and we'll, we'll get to the, those numbers and all that in a minute. But um, it's uh, I haven't really had a minute to take it in and uh, kind of feel it because I've just been so wrapped up in getting this show and everything else we got going on. But to have a minute to kind of sit back and, and finally look at what, what, what has been done it's it's uh it, i'm i'm kind of speechless it's we 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 did we did a hell of a job and i'm so excited for this and these kids are gonna these kids are gonna benefit from it so well it's 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 amazing you know yeah and, so and by the way so right now we're on the cigar charitable uh foundation uh cigar family charitable foundation website uh you can go to this at cf-cf.org 
Um, you can go and donate directly if you want. They also do some big functions each year down in the Dominican Republic and there's fundraisers around the country, uh, like the Toast Across America. Uh, the Fuente and Newman family are truly spearheaded and unmatched charitable foundation. Uh, I think, period, let alone in the cigar business, uh, it's not even close in the cigar business, but uh, what they've done just in general. And the unique thing I want to highlight here is literally $1 equals $1. Your donations 100% go to fund the mission of the project, as you can see here. Um, and that's something that's very important. The, this is fully funded. Um, its activities are fully funded prior to your donations. So these donations truly go directly uh, to the children and directly to this foundation. There's no money uh, here that goes and uh, you know pays people. Uh, you know, there's not there's not salaries being taken from this. This is truly a foundation that uh, gives directly to uh, to those that need it. So there's there's really nothing quite like it. And um, just to share some statistics. Um, so what this money is going towards, it's going towards um, schools that were built for pre-K through 12th grade in the Dominican Republic. Um, and it helps over 450 children through their education. So that's that's one part of it. The other part of it is that um, they have a, the Cigar Family Health Center, um, which helps over 700 people a month. And it also brings clean drinking water um, to surrounding communities as well. So they do quite a few different things, um, but all this money is going to benefit that in the Dominican Republic. And, um, you know, we love it as Cigar Media. It was something that we wanted to partner with. We wanted to partner with a brand who... Um, you know, was helping the children of cigar rollers, things like that. Um, and it just spoke to us as Cigar Media. And that's what we wanted to do. So with our raffle, and I don't know, John, if this is the time to announce what we raised. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead. Let's um, announce it. I think I, I'm beyond blown away. Um, go ahead and announce it. Nicole. Yeah, we yeah, we had 263 people donate um, and we raised seven thousand dollars. Um, so thank wow. you to everyone. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who donated, who participated, um, who really supported this. Um, you know, it, yeah. it's going to a great cause. Wow. You know, we're just the platform who kind of put it out there. Um, but, you know, it truly, it truly, truly does make a difference. Um, it makes a difference in all of these children's lives. Um, you know, school supplies, as, as many of you parents know, they are not cheap <laughs> and uh, all, you know, all of these things do cost money. So it's going to a great cause yeah. and we could not be happier. And so thank you to everyone who had donated, um, to get us. And we had, we had set ourselves a goal for 5,000. So we surpassed our goal. Um, we didn't think we were going to get great there, job. but they just kept rolling in. Um, and obviously this is fantastic. So we're so happy to be able to great you know, job. pass that along. So thank you. Thank you. Job. Are you all ready for the raffle? I know. Boom, boom, boom. This boom, is boom. literally what everyone's <laughs> been waiting for. Um, yeah. I just want to make sure that everyone knew that um, I know everyone's excited for the prizes, but at the end of the day, this, this is for a good cause. That's what it's all about. So don't lose sight in that, guys. Yeah. So um, I'm going to hold some of them up as we do it. Um, some of them I will not. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, some of the prizes I will hold up as we do them, but um, we have 41 prizes to give away. Um, and actually, I don't even know if we'll be able to hold them up now that I'm thinking about so it. I might question. be over. Quick question here. So this is a randomizer. You're going to be fully involved in this. I'll be clicking on it. 
but uh, yep. our quick question for everyone here is, if your number comes up twice, do you win twice, or is it one prize per number? Nope, you win twice. Perfect. Yeah, you win twice. Oh. Um, so let's get going. We're going to start with the three um, LFD samplers. So um, this is one winner per person. So if you want to pull the first three numbers, John. Here we go. First number is... Oh, 71. All right, so hold on here. All right, so 71 is Andrew Long. Congratulations, Andrew Long. Um, who is number two? I'm going to step away for a moment. I need to grab a few things. So 757. 757 is Rodolfo Ramirez. Give me a second here. Um, who is number three? 81. All right, we're getting some early early numbers here. We have Sean Nelson with 81. So congratulations to you three. Um, you win the LFD samplers. Each of you win a five-pack of LFD, so congratulations. Um, next up on the list, we are going to do uh, the three Nova samplers. Um, so we'll have three winners for these. They are the same sampler, and is their limited addiction, uh, the addiction, <laughs> addition collection. Um, so go ahead, John, with the next three numbers. Ooh, 1927. And sorry, guys, I have to scroll through for this. So um, 1927 goes to Aldo Lancy. All right, what is this? the next number for Nova? 1881 or the 881 um so that goes to miguel ramirez so miguel um next one john Ooh, 1892 so that one goes to wesley r Eight, 892 892 sorry sorry i'm like doing a million things but yes 892 is wesley <laughs> perfect um, and so now we're going to go into the two boxes of Paso Clavis. So first one for that. So 1996. Let's see here. Um, if I can find that person. So and 1996. Orlando Perez, Orlando Perez, if you're watching, uh, we can now welcome you into the show. So click that link we sent you and we'll bring you on here Perf in just a few minutes. Perfect. So 1996 is Tyler um, Ackerman. And then um, 932. Let me find that out. So 932 is Craig Gilpin. All right. Wonderful. So that's for the Casa Cuevas. So we're now going to give away the McAuliffe samplers. So the first sampler is a special, a special edition Leenda in the ashtray and then the second is five matafinas uh five medallias in an ashtray so the first one is 1992 um and that let's see here okay so 1992 is james uh redenberg so congratulations i know he's a big mccallough guy um so next one who won that one james v Oh, James V. Um, so 1913. Uh, let's see here. So 1913. Um, so hold on, John. Oops. 
1913, Sarah. Sorry, guys. I have this huge spreadsheet with everyone in it, so it takes me a minute to find them. Um, so 1913 is Randy Cookenham. Oh, Randy. Randy, yeah. I know. I know All Randy. Right, so Randy's a fellow so brother one, of the trade. Um, so this is a big one that we're giving away next. Um, this is for the Brickhouse uh, so Humidor and Backpack. Um, so you want to pull that one? 370. So 370. 370 is Dominic Man uh, Mancini, if I'm saying that right. So 370 is Dominic. So congratulations. Um, the next is a box of Timeless Sterling Robusto. Oh, great spot. So 1396. Let's see here. Sorry, just a minute. So What's the number? Oh, 1396. 1396. So we have um, Teddy Strickland. Strickland. Perfect. All right. So next up, um, we have a box donated from Ash Quarterly. So Jason and Rebecca. Um, and so that it's five cigars plus some accessories as well as their magazine. Um, nice. So if you want to go for the next one. So 316. Uh, let's see here. So 316 is Rudy Rayberg for that. Oh, this next one is a big one. Actually, do you want to go grab it? It's well, we don't have to show it. The canvas. Oh I'll yes, I yeah. will grab that. So, so then, uh, yes, so the I next, will show this. Matt's just gonna grab this one because we do really have to showcase this. This is um, coming from Subculture Studios of Drew Estate. So this is a hand painted canvas. Um, Orlando it Burns, is welcome to the show. We need you to unmute yourself. <laughs> welcome, Orlando. Oh. Sorry, I'm gonna do it on my you, camera. What do you think of this um, stuff so far? This wrap is out of control. This is one of the gross. It, this is unbelievable. Uh, really it's is. ridiculous. You have and there's and there's more. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're not. There's even, so much more. I'm only on the through. first sheet. Oh, <laughs> this, you guys, buckle up. There's industry, a lot of prizes. This industry is really. Thank you. I'm here, but I can't hear. Always do. Yeah, and these well, these we prizes were all donated. So thank you to all of these companies for really stepping in. I'm I'm getting an echo from somewhere, by the way. I don't know who's got that. Maybe it's Orlando. Here we go. You ready for it? <laughs> okay, so for the Drew Estate canvas, ooh, eleven hundred. Let's see who is eleven hundred. So eleven hundred is Richard Charles. Oh wait, no. So oh, I'm so sorry. I just said the wrong person. So that's that's my bad. Um, eleven hundred. Nice Steve Harvey. Jack. I know, right? I don't want to see Harvey yet. Um, that is Jack. So Jack F. So eleven hundred. Okay. So there's that. Um, the next one we are giving away two. So each of these prizes. So there's two prizes in the next one. Um, each is a bottle of Eagle Rare um, and a Carlito bobblehead. So these one are bur uh, bourbon prizes. So John, uh, we have two two winners for this next one. So eleven twenty four. That is Daniel Delgado. And then I the think that Nicole's one. sound's getting lost in the music. I know. No, Sorry. there's an it's echo so from one of the screens. Um, so anyway, so Daniel Delgado, um, he won the bottle of Eagle Wear and the Carlito Bobblehead. Um, who is the next one? All right, so we have 349. 349. Um... 
Antoli P. 349. So. Antoli Popochak. I can't say people's names, so I'm just going with the last initial for some of them. Um, okay, so the next one is a green Fuente ashtray and a green Carlito bobblehead together. So. 1,035. 1,035. Perfect. Um, and that is going to Michael Toss. So, 1,035. All right, here. So, um, ooh, the next one is a box of short story from Fuente. So, next one, John, is the winner. So 1429 for that. Who is that? So 1429 is oh our buddy Nelson DeMello. Who is that? Nelson. Oh, Nelson. So 1429. Um, next one is a box of father and son. Um, that's a great box. So 1950 from Fuente. Um so that one is Thomas Hall. Congratulations, Thomas Hall. And that's for the father and son box? That's for the father and son box. Yep. There you go. Okay. So now we have um, two more special prizes. And Matthew, can you do me a favor and grab it <laughs> for me? Which it's one? my sampler and your sampler. So Matthew okay. and I both put together our own samplers from our own humidor. So I am giving away a bottle of Buffalo Trace with Parley Bobblehead and five of my favorite cigars. So this is Nicole's sampler that we're giving away. So in my sampler, I have an Angel Share, um, OpenX, I have a Leo X Nova, I have a Lenox, um, I have a Leenda number one and a Herrera Esteli. Um, and mine with the bottle of um, uh, Buffalo Trace there. So John, if you wanna pick someone from my sampler. Um, so 864, let's see here. 864. So, um, Miguel Ramirez, congratulations. Um, so that one's for me. And, um, Matthew, do you want to say what's in your sampler? Uh, yeah, sure. So this isn't the bottle that we shipped because this one's open. This is mine that I drink out of right now. But, um, so don't panic when you guys see this. Um, but there is uh, a sample that I put together, my own personal stuff. Sorry, I'm, gonna, I'm putting it together nicely so I can hold it up. Um, in this sampler, you will see that I have included. John, you're gonna like this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to do this very neat. And well, the winner's already here, so uh, we already got yep. the winner. So what's well, what we'll announce the winner? The winner. Okay, so the, so the winner is Victor um, Montesano. All right, so Victor, <laughs> you're gonna grab one of these Arturo Fuente Rosado Oros and Adabe Delirios. Wow. Wow. In LFD football, John, I don't remember the year on this one. Do you? Oh, you should know. I mean, this is that's the, what you uh, do. Is that box press, Matt? Yes. That's I think from, it's 2019. Um, that's from Atlanta. Yes. A Liga Provada number nine, uh, Bellicoso. And a Opus X, Triple X, Bellicoso, Power Ranger, Oro Escoro. Very difficult to find. Wow. Um, those are some, uh, yeah. So those are some awesome cigars that I will be giving away from my collection, as well as a bottle of Rowan's Creek from the Willet Distillery. All right. Nice. So that's a great prize. 
we love whiskey and and cigars. So okay, so now we're getting into the good stuff. So we have. 20. Sorry, guys. No stack. We're getting yeah. We're getting into the good stuff now. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. We have um. So we've done all the other prizes, and now we have twenty of these Fuente samplers. And in each of these samplers, there's four to five cigars, including something ultra rare. Um. So we have some handmade cigars from Cynthia Fuente's personal locker. Um. We have things that you cannot buy. There's Opus. There's uh, you know other sorts of things. We're not going to go through each individual, there's but also, just know there's. There's some things from Carlito's locker as well yep. um, the, that they have personally given us, and we're very grateful yep. for that. Um, also, just so you guys know, because I know these items everyone's probably hot for, the way we're doing this is we're not going to go through every little pack. They're all random. They're all assorted. Everyone who wins is going to get something really cool, um, but we're going to draw all the names and... And that's it. We're not gonna. No one gets and to pick and way, choose and all that. And by the way, I ask you when you when you do get your prize, just hashtag and tag smoking tobacco in it. Uh, we'd love to have you tag and show what your prize was for this. Uh, so if you're watching on social media, uh, please like tag this. Let everybody see what you got. And uh, you said we're gonna do this again. This is gonna be an annual thing, and we hope to keep making it bigger and better. So tag us in it so people know what's going on. Pack yeah, number absolutely. one. Here please we go. Do. One of twenty, right? Yep. Well, just just go slow because I'm going to... 820. It's going to take me a minute to call the name, but 820, we have Alec Voitla. So next one. 974. So we have uh, David Moorhead. Next one. 1200. 1200. So next... Uh, hold on. 1200 um we have anna anna cuenca Quenta. yeah nice thank you anna um next person so 1019 that would be let's see here if i can get to it um 1019 is ooh i don't know if you can help me babe uh pronounce this ula uh, stakaya he got it. 1019. All right. Next one. 1799. That is. Pedro Heredia. Yep. All right. Congratulations. Pedro. Heredia. Pedro. 2087. 2087. Ooh, that's towards the end. Um. Vincent Javino. No, Gio. sorry. No, oh, no. no. That's not it. Stephen Hunter. Stephen Hunter. Sorry. sorry. There's a the, bunch of names. The writing is so small. Um, but everyone has the email information anyway. So y'all know your team. Um, 481. So. 481 is um, James Winters. 481. 531. 531. Oh, that's here at the top, too. All right. So 531 is Bruce Stark. Wow. Congratulations, Bruce. 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 <laughs> it. Yeah, I know. Bruce is getting something cool. Yep. 171. Let's see here. That's right at the beginning, too. Oh, David Amore. 
Nice. Yes. Next one. 704. Let's see here. Ooh, Samuel Brunt. Brunt. Congratulations, Samuel. 365. Um, 365. Who got 365? Um, here we go. Dominic Mancini again. Mancini, yeah. There yeah. you go. Fire right now. So hot. Two time yes. winner. Two time, Two -time winner. winner. He did buy a lot of tickets, to be fair. <laughs> 1997. That's the Orlando was born. Oh, was it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Tyler Ackerman. Perfect. Yep. Nice. I, I know Tyler from social media, so congrats, Tyler. Yeah, no. I think he's watching right now. Um, perfect. 409. 409. A great cleaner and the next winner. It's a good degree, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So 409 goes to Brendan Sheehy Jr. Brendan. All right. Brendan's a native of the area. Brendan Sheehy. All right. Next person. Shout out TSR Hockey. We have 1871. Let's see here. So 1871. That would be Kyle Willis. Congratulations, Kyle. All right. So we have 200. All right. Low number. Who is 200? Um, Terry Mabin. Congratulations, Terry. Uh, next one. 1329. So 1329 is Chad Johnson. Congratulations. All right. Next one, John. 1144. All right. So 1144. Ooh, um, Daniel Delgado. Congratulations, Daniel. Um... And John, give me just a second here, just so I can see how many we have left, yeah. okay? All right, we are down to our last three winners of the night. So, give me the next one, John. So, 1857. Let's see here. Um, so 1857 belongs to Travis Myers. Congratulations, Travis. Um, next one. 2100. Let's see here. So 2100. Ooh, 2100 is, um, Daniel Lemus. Congratulations, Daniel. And we are down to our last winner of the night. So who's I'm gonna throw winner, in. Huh? I'm gonna throw in one more prize after this. So this is not our last one. Oh. I'm gonna throw one more prize in. Ooh. So this is our second to last winner, and then I will announce uh, what I'm throwing in. All right. So 1437. Let's see who that is. Um, 1437 is um, Melvin. Okay. Congratulations, Melvin. All right, John. So what is the last? I will be Pride. sending in, this will take about seven days for me to complete this task, but I'll be putting in a 
uh, signed box by Lito Gomez of Andalusian Bulls. So we have a signed Ooh. box of Andalusian Bulls. And, and uh, Cynthia Fuente says she's going to throw in something extra for the last winner. Let's do two last winners then. So we'll do this wow. the Andalusian Bull, and then we'll do uh, do Cynthia's. Thank you very much for the extra prize there. We'll do the Andalusian Bull box signed by Lito, and then we'll end it with a Fuente uh, surprise from Cynthia. Well, I think she said that was for the last for the last one. Um, seventeen fifty. So seventeen fifty here. Um, so seventeen fifty. Oh, right on the wrong one. Um, is Andrew uh, Beaker? So seventeen fifty. Congratulations, Andrew. Pat, let's do one more prize. Ball. Let's do one more prize. I'll send what? a five pack. <laughs> I'm gonna do a five pack of our uh, pot of gold St. Patrick's Day cigar, formerly known as M Five Pack, from our St. Patrick's Day gourmet smoke session. All right. <laughs> Boom. Wow, wow. 2094. All right, because that's right. towards the end. We sold like 2100 something tickets. So, um, 2094 belongs to Angelica Torres. So, congratulations, Angelica. Boom. And that is our last raffle item. Oh, Cynthia Fuente says, says, pick another winner for a box of Fuente Fuente Destino Signal 100th anniversary. <laughs> no one wants the raffle to end. So, <laughs> so for those who don't know what that is. Oh, hold on. Uh, so Matthew has one in his humidor and he's going to go showcase it. So this is now going to be the final prize. <laughs> uh, which is the box of the Destino Signal 100th anniversary. Um, Matthew has it, so... We have, you know, we happen to have one, and this is a beautiful, beautiful box. I actually have one, so I know what she's referring <laughs> to. So I figured I could use this to show. This is for those who don't know the Destino uh, Asiglo 100th anniversary box. Open it up. Yep. Oh, this came out. Uh, the paper's still on it. It's brand new. I haven't even touched these yet. Um, but a beautiful Aging. presentation. Well, here want... we go. Are you ready? Yeah, Welcome, everybody. <laughs> there you go. That is Beautiful for a box, box of these. Of cigars. A prize to end all prizes. Here we go. The prize to end all prizes. I'm going to hit it. All right. By the way, what number? Here, let's all guess. What number do you think is going to pop up? Orlando, what number do you think is about to pop up? The prize to end all prizes. Here we go. The prize to end all prizes. Orlando, what number is popping up? All right. By the way, what number? Here, let's all guess. I think I left the cabinet door open. Cool. What number do you think is popping up? Let's go with 520. 520, all right. Nicole? Ooh, I'm going to say like 1400 and something. Right. I'm going to say in honor of my friend Kurt Kendall. And in honor of my lady friend, 724. Oh, 724. Ooh. I know what that is. And just so you know, <laughs> Cynthia is still going hard with the prizes. She says one last one of my personal bourbons. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. So uh, pick uh, one more for a bottle of bourbon. Matt, what number do you think is coming up for this box of cigars? Uh, I'm going to say. <laughs> How many do we have? All right. Um. Let's go uh, 1993. Here it is. 
1898. Oh, that's when Orlando was born. <laughs> 1898. Oh my God! Wait. Who is it? Wait, no. 18. Wait, I'm in the wrong. Oh, man, this is what happens. Good thing I didn't actually. 1898. 1898. Matthew, Matthew Roberts. Roberts. Oh, yeah. Matthew Roberts. So me and Maddie grew up together. Dude, that's awesome. Nice. It's good when it works out that way. Now, this is for I the know. personal pick bourbon, and this is our last raffle item. No more entries. Here we go. Yeah, no more. <laughs> this is up to like 45 prizes now. This is wild. 291. All right, let's see here. So 291. Who is 291? Jeff Dillingham. Wow, Jeff Dillingham. Jeff, you won the bottle of Cynthia's bourbon. That is a great prize. There you go. That is an amazing prize. Congratulations, Jeff. So that wraps up our raffle. Thank you to the Puente uh, family and the Newman family for having this great foundation. Thank you uh, to the Cynthia Puente and Carlito uh, and all the Puente family, uh, truly the first family of cigars. Uh, thank you for all of that. Uh, great, great raffle. Thank you to LFD uh, for, for supplying it. Thank you to Nova. Thank you to Daily Ash. Uh, thank you to, uh, who else did I miss? Who did I miss? Thank you to Smoking Tobacco, uh, Matthew and Nicole, um, for the raffle items. I Cynthia just there. keeps going. Uh, Drew Estate Subcultures, <laughs> thank you. Cynthia's Happy in the comments, just so you know. She's trying to, like, start. do another one. Happy ending, here we go. Perfect 485, that's the happy ending. 485 is happy ending. Who is that? Let's see here. So 485. Keep going. I, this Keep... is a very happy ending. So <laughs> James Winters. Congratulations, James Winters. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. So that was great. So All right. Let's bring everybody back on here. Let's get Orlando in on the show. <laughs> let's get Orlando in. I think I need to put a set of headsets in so we can hear him. So Matt, in real time. so Matt Booth and, is completely and, lost. Up. Yeah, Matt Boog's gone, but we also need Orlando mm -hmm. before I bring you in. Orlando, we need you to mute uh, the show you're watching. So you're, I know you're watching us, but we need you to mute it. He unmuted himself, but he didn't mute All right, the. No, he's uh... unmuted. He's <laughs> unmuted, and we need him to have a headset in, and we need him to say hello uh, when he can hear us. He unmuted Damn, himself. He didn't Damn it, Orlando. Mute the show. <laughs> I know. Orlando, you're, you're live in front of thousands of people right now. I know you can hear me. Hello, can, can you guys hear me? Yay, Orlando! Yeah! Yeah, I can't see you. I can't see you guys. I can't hear you, but... I'm going by the Facebook Live thingy. Okay, do you have a headset that you can put in Orlando? Yeah, I can't see. I can't see you guys. I <laughs> yeah, I think you, we're just gonna have I'm to. I'm going by it. the Facebook Live thingy. Yeah, I don't know. Orlando's not. Back to the comment section for Orlando. <laughs> shoo shoo. Uh, Orlando we love you, Orlando. Has one though. job to do. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should, so Orlando's should we gone. Try, should we try and bring Cynthia on the show? 
I'd love to. If yeah. she would like to come on, Cynthia, to, we, yeah. if you want to come in, we can get you in. I can I can send you the link yeah, for we, the. We got room for. I'll we text got room her. for one more. We'd love to have her on just for a short time to talk about tonight. I'm sure she's enjoying herself, and uh, that was excellent. So if she'd like to come on, but um, but yeah, so if that was a wrap. Available. Cool. So cool. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> yes. What well, are you smoking? Cynthia, now? I'm gonna text you. Keep your. I'm, Guys, hold on. I'm still Cynthia, working I'm on my American. You. Just keep your uh, phone handy. Sorry. But what a right, great, great what a great, <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, you know, the cigar industry, say what you want, there's division and stuff, but when there is a cost, right, this industry steps up, I think, like no other industry does. And uh, the look at the quality of those prizes. It, it was, those were just grand prizes. Every one of those things were grand prizes. Think about that. It's had 45 grand prizes tonight. Yep. Um, I, I just, I, I was honored to be a part of this, um, and this is, and, uh, I hope you guys do it again next year, uh, because I think it was a great, and, and look, what you guys raised tonight is incredible for a show one year old as well, and that's the test of the hard work that you put in, and look, I was in the green room before this show started, and I saw everyone, Matt, Nicole, and John working really hard to get this show on tonight. There was a lot of prep work for that, um. I need prep work like, and I've never had a good prep at that level. So, so you guys did a fantastic job, um, and, and thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, guys, I just want to say again, thank you to everyone who donated. I want to thank everyone who donated items for the raffle: um, McAuliffe, Nova, LFD, the Fuente family, the Newman family, uh, yeah. Joe Grow at Drew Estate, uh, the Cuevas family. There's just there's so much stuff. Um, oh my God, we forgot that yeah. we forgot to raffle something off. We're gonna pick we did. for that. Yeah, we did. What what did we forget? The cigar rest. Oh, oh yes, we do have one more winner. Oh, did, oh, did, we, all, did we grab those three right there? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's all done. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. So there's something, but we're gonna um, we're gonna pick the winner for that. So we'll do it separately. So there could be an email in your inbox tomorrow with another winner yeah i guess we'll have one surprise winner we'll have one surprise person who could be another winner so everyone nicole dropped the ball i did you know what it's been a lot for me i am tired (laughs) i hand everyone who got raffle ticket emails i wrote every single email so i emailed 200 and something Uh, people so just (laughs) so just so you guys know so we we have we we're exhausted we have been doing this for so long this whole last two weeks has been exhausting. It's been honestly. I wasn't gonna air this out on the air, but I will because I can. Because I can do whatever I want. Um, the last two months have been fucking exhausting for us. Uh, we moved in together, um, changing yeah. up our life. Um, a lot of stuff I won't get into on the air, but it's just been exhausting. Um, and we 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 stuck with this all the way through. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of personal things to deal with, a lot of uh, business things to deal with you know, with this, um, but you know we stuck with it. And guys, again, just thank you, thank you guys for for watching, donating the the prizes that were donated. Thank you to Matt Booth and Coop for being with us tonight. Thank you to John for everything since day one. Uh, but thank you also for putting this whole show together tonight. Thank you to Nicole for. Everything you do as well, but also everything you did with the charity and the time that you put in to make sure everyone got their raffle tickets. Um, 
putting all the prizes together, just everything that you guys have all done. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, it is a team. It's not about me, but I mean, out of everyone here, I, you know, it's something I started a day on day one and then everyone joined along the way. Um, and, you know, I've, I've made friends with all of you people, especially, you know, people like John Carney and, and William Cooper and, and Matt Booth and, uh, and the Fuente family and, and, and everyone involved who, who we've met along the way, our partners at McAuliffe and Nova. Um, thank you so much to every single person who had something to do with this in one way, shape, or form. Uh, it, it means a lot to all of us, but it, it means a lot to me too. Um, something, you know, and I don't do this. I don't do this shit. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, people who know me, I don't do this shit. But I'll, uh, I'll be a little raw on the air, and I'll keep it. I'll make it brief, and I'll be quick. But you know, growing up, something that a lot of not a lot of people know about me. Um, you know, growing up, I didn't find my way. Um, I, you know, I didn't have much. In terms of you know hobbies, interests, extracurriculars, and shit like that, just I was I was that kid that I came home every day and I played Xbox in my room because I didn't have anything else. I didn't have anywhere else to be. I didn't have anyone else to socialize with. Uh, so, you know, when I got older and, and I went off, became an adult, and I I found my way. You know, I have an amazing career which I've talked about, and I like to keep that separate. But uh, I, I'm I'm proud of that profession. But the smoke and tobacco and the cigar industry involvement, it, it means a lot to me. Everything I do. Um, so just to be here with all of you doing all of this, you know, you guys don't you guys don't understand how much that means to me. So really, I, I mean it when I say thank you so much to everybody. I really appreciate it. And I'm very, very lucky that not only do I get to share this with some of the best friends I could have ever asked for, I get to share this with my partner in life which is very special and not a lot of people get to say that. Um, <laughs> really? I'm going to... It was requested. <laughs> hey, cheers. We're in cheers. overtime now. The show is not over. We're in overtime. <laughs> but cheers to everyone. I ran out of champagne, so... We drink it all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't have an opportunity to grab anything, so. So I got that. Cheer, cheers to you guys. Cheers to us. Cheers to everyone that supported smoking tobacco. Cheers to the show. This is the cheers one year to the show. And year cheers two. to cheers to a better year too. We'll do it even bigger next year. Cheers to everyone that supported us. And uh, we we said so we're always welcome to more supporters. Uh, but those that have been there with us and the relationships we have through this show. Are, are really special. I travel around the whole country with La Florida Minicana, and uh, one of the most rewarding moments for me was when I was recognized as you're the guy from the Smoking Tobacco Show. Hey, John, said, Cynthia Fuente, yes, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to rain on your parade. Cynthia Fuente says I'm trying to join. I don't know if she is in the green room or... Did you send her the, the eCam link or the... Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I sent her the eCam link. All right, so I don't have her in... On that. So let me send you the cam link one more time. Second. Yeah, no, no on-air proposal tonight, guys. Sorry. No, no on-air <laughs> proposal. It's not going to be done on the air. I'm gonna. So, so for everyone watching who wants to know about that question, it, it, it will be coming. Um, it'll, it will not be happening on the air in any shape or form. Uh, you all will be told when it happens, but it will not be on the air. Um, that's all I can say. For the other two people in this video call you you um 
you might be the um, some of the first people to see it though, because oh, wow. that's all I can say. That's all I can say. So just uh, try to think of a way we might all be together, and that's how it might happen. All I'm all I'm saying is all I'm saying is I might do mine on the air. So uh, if my girlfriend here is still watching, that's fine. Friend, it might happen on the air sometime. It'll be great. I can't see her right now, so I don't know if she. Uh, John, question for you: Does it have to be on the computer, or can she do this through her phone? She can do it through her phone. Try this one. When you. I have a feeling everyone's like talking in the comments right now. Matt will do something like put the ring on a cigar and hand it to me. I don't know. Like it, it, nope. it'll probably be. Nope. Nope. It won't be. The, so, <laughs> Cigars By the way, he says know. that I know. I don't know. He and I haven't talked about this. I don't know. This is the first time I've ever talked about it. Dude, but I'm going to light up my right next now. cigar. I'm lighting up the uh, LFD Long Island Iced Tea. Available Ooh. on uh, May 24th so I, and 25th in texting. Long Island. Long I'm Island texting Iced Tea. I want that cigar. I'm texting that, Coop and Carney that's going to be a Danny them. store, right? That's going to be a yeah, Danny store. Yeah, it's going to be a Tobacco Plaza up in Long Island, New York. Uh, coincidentally, uh, people ask. I have a great relationship with them. Uh, that was actually the first cigar shop I ever walked into as an employee of La Florida Minicana. Um, so it's always a fun time when we go up there and uh, they got a special place. Uh, but we'll be doing the Long Island Ice Cream. So I, I haven't smoked it. First, I'm going to light it up. I'm going to do the classic cigar industry bite. I'd like to suck Sorry. up in celebration for overtime. <laughs> I'm trying to yep. get Cynthia on here. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah, to walk her through this. She pulls up her phone and just clicks on the link. It'll automatically take care of it. I I look forward to meeting both of you at PCA. We I are really so do. excited. We're gonna have to go to dinner. I mean, we're gonna have to spend yeah, a little will, more time uh, together. You, we're gonna have it at the media house as well. Um, we love the media house. Um, so I am. We have three people going this year from uh, the Coop team, which is a first. Mm -hmm. So it will be myself, a bear, mm -hmm. and a gentleman by the name of yeah, gentleman by the name of Aaron Nielsen, uh, who's the mm. son of uh, a person named Rick Nielsen, who happens to be the co-founder and in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that's Cheap Tricks, Rick Nielsen. Yeah, uh, Aaron is a awesome. he is a hardcore cigar guy. This guy, um, I say he is on top of the industry. He is totally on top of the industry. I hit him me sometimes. Um, so we're not just bringing him because of the name, uh, bringing him because he do what we need for Coop this year. Uh, we're really excited because we're going to expand a lot of our coverage. Uh, it's allowed Bear to do more interviews, which is, uh, and it allowed me to do the product coverage, which, uh, we, we always focus on product coverage and less interviews, but we're going to change that up this year. Um, and we're going to try to do 20 to 25 interviews, which is a lot. We, we've only done four or five normally because we're, we're focused John on Fung. products. So, yeah, we're, um, um, I mean, it, probably for us, it will be a mess because it will be our first one, but we'll, we're going to try our best. So we'll no, see I mean, just go with to. A, try to put a plan together. Um, don't, don't, don't put an aggressive plan with my thing. And that would be, plan's important. Um, and I want to see the thing, I, well, Matt, you've been to the trade show, right? I have not been on the trade show floor, but I have been I to see, I would what happens at night. Yeah, I kind of want to see your faces when you're on the trade show for the first time. I get that opportunity. Um, to see, I, I, did, I got to see that with Bear a few years ago. Something about when you walk on that trade show floor for the first time. And I know everyone, 
all the all the uh, baggage with PCA in the trade show. But there is something very special to see someone walk onto that trade show floor for the first time. I mean, it's she's not okay. Sorry, I'm trying to get some logistics here. I yeah, I mean, no. for me, it's I'm excited myself. Um, just to be able to see everyone in person for the first time, it'll be so weird because I feel like I know you all so well, but we've never actually been physically together three-dimensionally. So it'll be like exciting and weird because it's like I feel like I already know you and I feel like we've already seen each other before, but we really haven't. But it'll be very special nonetheless. Yeah. I, we have one guy on our team, Dave Burke. He's the, he's the guy who does jukebox with me. I've never met him in person. He's in Australia, unfortunately. Uh, by the way, John, uh, one of the... Uh, one of the uh, Candela made it today. The uh, one of those uh, gourmet smoke snatching ones. Oh, awesome! The uh, pot of gold. Oh, awesome. And he is the Candela nice. guy on our team. Loves Candela, so I'm waiting for his. But he got the cigar in his hand now, so uh, I know I'll have a report from him once he smokes it. Yeah, we had some technical never difficulties found... with that cigar getting it to where it needed to be at the right time. But um, so Fox Cigar is actually holding on to that product now. Oh. I know. I'm like, how is it just you? <laughs> I I don't know, but hi everyone, just me. <laughs> so uh, Fox Cigars holding on to that. We're going to feature that again next year too. So, uh, but yeah, that was that was a really cool looking cigar and uh, flavor was awesome. That's great that, that they got got that got to smoke one of those. Yeah, he he. I mean, he really loves Candela. This guy. So, um, you know, uh, there's one of them. He's probably got the only one maybe in the country of Australia or the continent of Australia. So <laughs> he's, com he's coming to the PCA. No, he's not. I mean, oh. I, I've offered to try to get him out there. It's hard <laughs> with, with COVID yeah. uh, for him to get there. It's going to be, yeah. it's hard in general for him to get there. It's hard with COVID. And then whatever he gets, takes back, he's got to do customs, which is a nightmare in Australia. Uh, I, I send him cigars and the, the custom fees and taxes he, he gets are, are, it's not free, you know? Yeah. So he, well, he I, does I, this because he loves it. I had a box of cigars yeah. I shipped one time to Canada. And um, it was for a gentleman who bought a box of cigars. There was an issue, so I, I offered to, return, to send the cigars yeah. to him. And um, I, I was like, just keep the box you have. I'll send you another box of cigars. Anyway, the, the fees they charge for the cigars, the taxes and stuff, were higher than yeah. what the actual cost of the cigar was. So what I ended up doing was sending him two boxes. So I was like, I'll send you two boxes. You can pay the taxes because he has to pay the taxes for it. But it was still, you know, worth it for him to get two boxes of cigars. He paid essentially for one, but got two. Uh, but yep. crazy, some of these, uh, some of these, you know, logistics of getting cigars to different countries yeah. is wild. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Loomis, who also is one of the people on the primetime team, he has developing palettes. He has a guy up in Canada, and I think he's gonna have. A, he has the same problem all the time with these cigars, and he's gonna have the same problem with PCA. Unfortunately, getting out of Canada is not easy right now. So. Uh, but Aaron will be there, and he's got a team. He'll have part of his team out there at least. So uh, we'll have a uh, – we'll I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of us are going to make it back to Vegas this year. It, uh, you missed it. It was it was something was lost last year. Yeah. You know, not having yeah. a show. And, uh, you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm uh, I'm really excited to, to, to get down there. I know Nicole is um... – as much as you know, we're excited for the business end of it. I think part of us is just excited to even just be yeah. social, and just to see everyone we know. <laughs> like you, you just like yeah. you, like the inter interviews and, and and all that aside, it's like just to be able to be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. 
the little yeah, things. No, and you know, know, it, 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 it's, 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 there's a couple of, you know, on the trade show floor, it can be a little stressful sometimes um, because there's a lot of business being done. Uh, don't mm-hmm. let that discourage you because at night, it, everyone kind of eases up. And it's kind of funny. I've, I've caught a couple of people on bad days, and, and it's funny. Each time I caught the person on a bad day, they all came back to me, and I'm like, don't worry about it. You know? This is it's part of the trade show. It's very stressful for a lot of these. And, John, you notice. You notice firsthand. <laughs> I remember a couple of very stressful shows you had. So um, um, I, I, remember I, I had to come to you like when the booth was closing, I remember, one year. Just because it was that crazy. Well, you never know, um, especially for hey, us. I, like, you know, when you go to the show, yeah. business-wise, you know, we're, we don't run it. We're not really running any significant yeah. deals. So for us, you know, we're we're a priority brand, I think. But yeah, but we have appointments. But then a lot of people just drop by. Um, yeah, a lot of drop by business. Hey, I'm going to swing by when I'm here because if if I come and see you at this one hour, that there's an extra ten percent off at this other booth. So there's a lot of drop by business. So it's really on. It's really hard to organize, you know, your time, and it's just constant, uh, constant stuff going on. And I've always said, in, in 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 my position in the industry, it's the most unique position to be in, because I'm, you know, people in my position. I, Tom Mazuka is another one. You know, any vice president of sales, national sales director, you're the only person at the show that you either, everyone either works for you, is a customer, or you work for them. And that's a unique dynamic. So you have yeah. three sides. So like a salesperson, a sales rep has, they have their customer and who they work for, right? Media has, you know, representation of who they're going to go get information from. The owners have everyone that's there is either a customer or works for them. The national sales manager, vice president of sales, it's a unique dynamic because literally you're the only one that has three sides where everyone's either a customer or media, works for you, or you work for them. There's, you're, you're truly right in the middle of the stream when shit flows down or flows up. Uh, you're right in the middle of all of it. So when you have a busy time, uh, you're the center of attention during a show like that uh, for everybody, uh, which is really unique. Um, you know, I, I, you know I, the owners get pulled in several directions, but when somebody comes to the owner, they can, you know, they can talk for a bit and then move it on to someone else to take care of the business. So it's a really interesting uh, dynamic. We've been, that's why we've always, with the interviews, we haven't done a lot of them, right? So yep. what I do is the product coverage, I can find someone who can talk through products with me. Uh, a lot of times these interviews, it's very challenging, and I don't know how to – there's guys who have done 100 of these interviews at the show. I don't know how they do it. We're, we're going in with a goal of 20, and we're, we're, like, we're thinking that's going to be aggressive, but we'll see how it works. Matthew, what's going on? Sorry, uh, I just wanted to um... – Cynthia's having just some some trouble connecting. Uh, she she keeps trying and she's having a hard time getting into the uh, to the green room there. Um, but she did want to let everyone know she is grateful and thank you for everything. Uh, and we we thank her too for all of all of her help with this. But it would be, she says yeah she wants to join so badly. I really want to make this work because I feel like everyone would love to see her. Uh, I, I'm I just trying oh, to figure here we out. go. I got her. Oh, yeah, you got her. <laughs> Wow, that was perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yay. She's not there, but. <laughs> she probably didn't think it was connecting, and so she got up. <laughs> but I just texted her. I'm like, oh, we got you. You're on. <laughs> I love that backdrop, by the way. Yeah. I love that backdrop. Yeah. We, uh, we're going to probably ask scurry back. That. That's, that's probably a custom painting. We're going to have to ask about that. I'm sure there's something, yeah, that is cool. something unique about it. 
I, do I see a Carlito bobblehead up on the shelf? Yeah. 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 Looks like there's, yeah. Two, there's two bobbleheads, and one looks like Carlito, and the other one is somebody else. Yep. A little taller. So I'll mute her until she comes back, and then we'll bring her right yeah, on. Yeah, she's, she's doing yeah. something. <laughs> but she's there. We got We have her feed, so she'll be here at some point. Don't worry. <laughs> So yeah, so people, actually, there's people asking, there's people asking um, if we're going to be at the Grand Cathedral opening. Obviously, that's a, you know, there's a close relationships with Puente there, and uh, there's going to be a huge grand opening going on. Um, but uh, if they're asking if we're going to be there, I, I'm going to be there in person for the grand opening, most likely. Um, but uh, the smoking tobacco team, the three of us, are doing a Florida tour uh, next week. Uh, you got you all are yep. coming down on Friday. I'm going to run into you guys on Sunday, and Monday the tour is going to begin. Uh, we will be in Tampa next Friday. Um, so we're coming in Friday morning sometime when we wake up from whatever we get into Thursday night. Uh, but we will be uh, down there in Tampa. And that will be uh, a great time. So if anybody watching us in the Tampa area will be there on Friday and we'll be smoking at all the cigar lounges. We'll be at Davidoff um, in Tampa on Boy Scout uh, Highway. And then we'll also be at Grand Cathedral. We'll be staying at the Hotel Haya. Uh, so if you're paparazzi, come on. We're here. Pictures, smoke we'll be, and what we're, we're gonna post the schedule. We will do. We will yeah. do interviews. Yeah. We uh, we will do autographs. They're five dollars a piece. Um, oh my god! Stop. It's a joke. Come on. <laughs> wait, wait. Also, can I just so, say something so, really quick? So I just want to share this really quick. So bro, it's people, show, people, you can say whatever you want. people, people were asking about Abe earlier when when Matt Booth was on, and I was actually talking with Abe. Uh, the reason why he wasn't watching is because for all of these smoke in socialites out there. Uh, I got this photo of him and the goat uh, at the gym. I don't know if you guys can see this. <laughs> and uh, they were they were playing racquetball. Hold on, where's the camera? Abe playing racquetball. Play oh, I would have loved to have seen. They were Look playing racquetball, and I quote Abe as he said, "I was." I said, "Are you playing with the goat?" And he's like, "I was schooling the goat." Boom. Uh, we're gonna get a report fired. on KMA on this weekend. <laughs> no, I'll get a report from the boat on KMA on Saturday. So I, I, owe, uh, I, owe, I owe Abe five dollars, but he, we and I agreed that I would duplicate it to ten dollars, and I'm not gonna get into what I owe him for. For um, honestly, I, he shouldn't owe me the five dollars. I shouldn't owe him the five dollars. I shouldn't owe him the ten. Uh, but I did add interest, so I am gonna pay up on our visit on Tuesday next week to Boynton Beach, and we're gonna have cigars, dinner, wow. and drinks. But, uh, but I believe. I, I was gonna say be, sorry, but I, I believe oh, having... like it, it's honestly Abe, Abe stacks the deck when it comes to these bets and when he plays sports. Oh, it, he does. Or whatever it is, there's always something or some way that he knows that he can win it. But the one that I lost to him on, and as I said, that's a gentleman's bet between him and I. I ought not owe him that money. That's all I'm saying. So I was going to say, you know, when Jose Blanco was on the show, he he said that you owed him a steak. And I believe we might be having dinner with Abe. Maybe you could repay the bet in a steak form. I don't know. That's I'm just be stirring the pot. Him, I'm going to give him, <laughs> I'm going to sign 10,000 pennies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Get, yeah, get, so I'm going to give him pennies and I'm going to have you. him put them up on his friggin' wall. And there's going to be like 10,000 pennies up there or whatever. Is 10,000 pennies and 10 bucks? Yeah. Ten hundred. Go to the folk. Yeah. A thousand pennies. Go to, the, yeah. Go to the folk place with Abe. <laughs> yeah, Abe's um, got a great folk place. He took me to. All right. All I right, was I'll gonna say super quickly. Bruce chimed in and said he would. He thinks there that we're gonna is. have a. Oh, 
Hold on. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I We hear you. We hear you. Not yet. Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll text you. Hold on. <laughs> Um, but Bruce um, had brought up that we're going to do a lot of shipping when we get home. We're actually going to ship all the prizes you out. Can hear me? We can hear you, you Cynthia. Can hear me? Yeah. Welcome aboard. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You can hear me. We can right. hear you. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Okay, I'm going. What were you smoking tonight, by the way? Is that the same cigar you were smoking earlier? Okay. I'm going to talk. All right. Yeah, let her talk. Actually. Thank you to each and every one of you. This has been the most incredible show ever. Happy anniversary to smoking cigars, smoking tobacco, to Matt, to Nicole, to Jonathan, William. It's so wonderful to see you. This you has too. been amazing. $7,000 really touches each and every child there. That goes so far. And the Newman and the Fuente family are so grateful to all of you for putting your fourth effort, for having so much passion, Matt, for having the vision that you did. I just cannot wait for you all to be able to go to the foundation, to be able to see it, to be able to see the children's smiles. It is going to be wonderful. So you're both, I mean, going to be blown away. And William, we've been telling you for some time that you need to go as well. And Jonathan. Uh, gonna, so I mean, I, I, the the prizes, and we want to thank everybody in in our industry, all the different manufacturers that gave gifts, uh, everybody that donated, everybody that bought. Oh my God, I had my T-shirt. I did a live video. I don't know if you all seen it. I had my T-shirt on, and I had my glass, my cup. I have everything. Yay! Yes. I started with yeah. uh, Bill Roses, yeah. and then I went to Basil Hayden. So I've been celebrating you all through the whole show. I really want to thank you for the bottom of my heart. The Newman and the Fuente family, we're just so grateful. It's people like you that make a difference to these children. Like you were saying, Nicole, you know, the, 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 the grade school to high school. Now we have a technical school. We have a nursing school. We're going to have a musical center. We have a medical school. I mean, a medical clinic. There's so much there, all different sports. And this has grown since the late 1999 when we had a vision. And, and these children now have a hope for the future. We've had more than 10 graduations. The, the children, more than 90% go to college. And the ones that aren't able to go to college are able to do, go to the trade school. So you all are making a difference. I appreciate it more than words could ever express. We want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm sorry that I don't know why the connection. I had trouble and I tried everything. I was walking all around my house. But okay, <laughs> if you can hear me, that's what's important. I appreciate it. I love each and every us. one of you. And the best prize of it all is that I got to meet you, all of you. And now I have new friends. I look forward to seeing you in Tampa. Okay, we're going to have a great Next time. Week. Okay, thank you again for all your help. Okay, all right. Okay. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Thank you Cynthia. We really appreciate it. I wish we could get her to... to... Oh, she's oh, off. All right, well, but that, that was awesome. That was that awesome, awesome that she made an appearance. She's, she's enjoying, enjoying her evening. evening. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 
and she was on her phone, which was great, her computer, and it wasn't the headset, so uh, the, the volume situation. So it was good. No, but thank you so much. Uh, it's definitely a special, special night, and the, so the night continues. I don't. Are you guys still have a beverage? Like I don't. I'm not the only one drinking here, right? I can uh, go I can open go one. Uh, yeah, we have some. That's caffeine-free. We just split something else. Try. Yeah. You have to try the caffeine-free Coke Zero. Out of control. Huh. It's good. I'm smoking I'm a God of Fire Carlito 2017. All right, so what are you drinking? Uh, I, that's great, the cigars. What is pe- are people drinking other than poop? I, I, I just told you. I, we don't have anything right now. I have to go get another bottle of wine. All right, so I think that needs to happen. We're in overtime. Cooper, are you good to stick around? What's what's going on with? Uh... I can stick around for a little while. Yeah, I can stick around for a little while. By the way, I, well, the let's be honest. Over, Hold on. It's not over, bro. I have a fireworks display at the end of this. Well, what? Not, not to, so I just want to say I, I should have known Coop was ready because the first of all, I'm getting an echo from somewhere. Who, John, did you like take your AirPods out or something? Getting a bad echo. Yeah, it was coming from John, I think. Because okay. Coop's got a head. We all got headsets on. Let's go to John. Yeah. I, Oh, all right. So I was going to say, Will Cooper has a uh, reputation. A lot of times people say, so how long is the show? Well, about an hour, hour 15 or so. You know, like, that's something like, you know, I go on Cigar Coop. It's like four hours long. Um, so <laughs> that's usually the reception. We went four hours of Carlito. We went four hours of Carlito, <laughs> which I couldn't believe. Yeah, we went four um, hours but with that, I'm going to go grab generous. some wine. I'll be right back. Yep. So you guys just keep the party going. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, John, I'm going to be in Florida the last week of, in May. I'm going to miss the uh, the grandkids. So you're gonna, you said you're going to be down here in May? May. Last week of May, we're, uh, my family's going to be down there. I'm going to go to Miami for the prior weekend. And then we're going Orlando. My wife's family's in Orlando. So oh, nice. we rent a house. We always rent a house every year there. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Tampa, but I'm not, I'm gonna go to Grant Cathedral. It's just I'm not gonna be there for the opening, unfortunately. Well, whenever you're in Orlando, let me know. Uh, that's my that's my yeah. new home. I, I'm splitting time between yeah. there and in Miami now, and Orlando will be, I, I will. will be where I end up. But uh, but yeah, let me know. I'm 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 gone that last week of May. I've got the gourmet smoke sessions coming up at the yeah. end of the month in New York, and then I'll be up in the Northeast for uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, no, we we will. Like I said, my wife's family's down, and we normally get, I normally get to Florida four or five times a year. This is the first time going in like fifteen, sixteen months. So, uh, you know, it's it's kind of this is the longest stretch for sure that I've been there. But yeah, we're always um, we're doing a show from Corona Cigar uh, that Thursday, the last Ooh, Thursday of the month with Jeff. Tonight. Yeah, and and our Florida trip too. We're going to be doing some exclusive videos. Uh, we'll be going live uh, some, but we'll we'll be doing some exclusives uh, during that trip. Uh, I know we've got a sit down plan with Abe. We have a sit down plan with uh, with uh, Jeff Bershowitz at Corona. Uh, we'll be going live some as well, but we're going to be doing a series of exclusive interviews and same thing your Coop's doing when you come down here. Uh, so we'll be doing some content outside of that, which will be great, and um, and we'll be doing some live things from time to time. So stay tuned on it. We'll be doing some fun stuff. And uh, it said that it's going to be a busy month here in Florida. It seems like we've got Cigar Coop coming down here. You've got some exclusive stuff. We've got things going on. Everybody's in Florida, it seems like. It's funny, Coop, you mentioned. So I've got a month of April. I kind of 
I, I kind of stopped traveling for just a month until our factory got caught back up to an extent. So I'm re reinstituting my events. I said I got one this weekend in Alpharetta, uh, in Cumming, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. And I got some travels in May. But I have five friends coming down in the month of May. Uh, so I have three straight weeks. So we're going to do the smoke and tobacco tour. And then the week after, I have one of my closest friends coming down here to Miami. Uh, he's just coming to get away from the Northeast. And then I have one of my other closest friends with his whole family coming down the week after. And then we're going north after that. Um, so things are slowly returning to normal. And it's been it's been great to be in Florida. It's nice to see the people uh, that, that have had I spilled you know, that all over my that have situations that have required, like your group, that required you to stay home, to, to be very safe. And uh, it's nice to start to see people out on the road. So I hope the safety in that yeah. continues. But I'm going to tell you, Florida is busy. Everybody's coming down. So if somebody doesn't have free time when you're down here, be understanding. Uh, because uh, yeah. I, I could fill every day in May with somebody that's down here. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I had it with Miami. I had to do the Miami the weekend of the Grand Cathedral thing just because who I wanted to see it was their availability and mine. So, oh, God, you know, it's, 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 it's completely understandable. And, and a lot of people getting into trade show prep, too. That's another very busy time. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's understanding that that happens. And Cynthia uh, has a message for you. You said, reach out to her, let her know when you're in Tampa. She'd love to meet you. Oh, I will, Cynthia, for sure. Uh, yeah, we're trying to, the date has been a little fluid with the Tampa, but I am going to be in Tampa and I will be reaching out for sure. And we got a big, we got a big supporter of the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation in here in his retail shop. We got Jay Davis. Uh, he's got Blue Smoke in Dallas. Jay's on here. Right. He just said the Coopster. Jay's a good man. Does a lot for uh, for the charitable side of the cigar business. He does. So thank he you, Jay, donate, for watching. He donated as well to ours. Yeah, he's, Jay's a really yeah. good man. Very, very nice. And he's a, a really good man. Of the Fuente uh, products and uh, and the Fuente in yeah. uh, Newman Families Foundation. There, he's been doing that yeah. for years. And I, I know he's yeah. brought a lot of people. Uh, with him down for those too, so uh, you know that's what it's about. It's, it's about having people yeah. come together and for a great cause and, and supporting the industry as a whole. Yeah, he tunes in every week to our shows. Um, we get un you know unbridled support from him. It's it's fan you know fantastic. And uh, there's a Texas trip, Jay, just so you know, that's being planned sometime this year as well. So the Texas trip's going to happen. That's the other big. I've been talking about that one for a while. Um, yeah, we need one too, oh. but probably not till next year. Yeah, I was in Texas, but I was I was up in Amarillo. I wasn't in um ah. Dallas. Yeah, so I went to Dallas uh, right before COVID, but I it was um I didn't visit any cigar shops. But you'll have a good time. Uh, it's fun. So yeah, Dallas. Coop, yeah. you did something very interesting. Speaking of keeping things private, you did a cross country trip. Yeah, tell us about the trip. Oh yeah, you, 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 did it, you did it pretty incognito. Then you posted some yeah. things after. And how did you manage that trip? Uh, to, to, to handle, I mean, for those, I, I, this is something that's public. Uh, you know, I've been on shows with. Yeah, this is uh, uh, Coop has a, had a blood situation. You had sepsis, correct? Yep. Yep. And yeah, it, and it, obviously sepsis, any type of <laughs> any type of virus, uh, is going to be could potentially be very challenging or or even deadly. So. What 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 made you want to take that trip? Obviously, you wanted to go and do something, but how did you manage that trip going across country? Because you you did take quite a substantial trip. Yeah. So the idea was originally, yeah, I'm being very careful because uh, there's a lot. I could get into the reasons, but I'm I could still have lower immunity, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they believe the blood infection was caused by a skin medication that is known to lower the immunity. Yada, yada. I went to like an FDA review of this even. They had, the FDA actually had to take a, a questionnaire on this. It was serious. Like, so it was to a point where... Did you talk to I them about premium cigars during the review? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I, I should have. I should have, right? No, no, no. But, your, health, um, your health's yeah. way more important but, than premium cigars. But, but I had an opportunity with work. It was, it was. I had finished a big project uh, work, um, so I had some downtime. And my wife's like, "Why don't you just?" Because I love doing cross country trips. I used to drive to Vegas to the trade show, um, so I just decided to do the the route that I normally take to Vegas. Um, and I went as far as Flagstaff. I didn't have an. I didn't really go to Vegas, and um, so I want to kind of do and enjoy that route this time, as opposed to. When I drive to Vegas, I'm trying to get to Vegas. So I, I love the Route 66. I love all that, that stuff. So my wife was, like, really cool about it. She didn't really want to go because she knew I just wanted to smoke along the way. Um, so I did that. Um, I took a week, and I drove from Charlotte to Flagstaff and back. And uh, I just got to see. That it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful drive if you ever get a chance to do it. You take I-40. Uh, you go to Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma. But it really gets interesting in New Mexico and Arizona. Uh, and there's just some great places to smoke. It was a little cooler this time. In fact, there was some heavy winds that were hitting that particular week, which made it tough to shoot a lot of video. Uh, but it was kind of just a, a chance to reflect, relax, and uh, smoke cigars in just some great outdoor locations, um, which is something a lot of fun to do. Kind of find a unique place. To, I smoked with buffaloes. There was a place where I knew there was a buffalo uh, farm. I smoked with that. Uh, there's some Red Rock places I smoked at. Um, so it was, you know, it was, it was something I needed to do. I really have been in the bubble a lot, but what I didn't want to do is I didn't publicize it because once you publicize that people are great, they want to get together with you, but I really had to stay as isolated as possible. So there were places I, the hotels I stayed at, I knew were very COVID safe. Uh, I wore a mask a lot, um, doing that. And I really stayed isolated. I didn't go to any cigar lounges just because I wanted to stay isolated, but I took a chance with this, um, knowing, I said, I said, let me just get back and safe. And I knew I was getting the vaccine in a few weeks after that. So, but I couldn't time the trip after the vaccine. That was, that was, because I didn't know when I was getting the vaccine. So, encourage folks to get a chance to do that uh, in your life. Do, do cross-country trips a lot of fun. How did you do a cross-country trip? Um... I don't know. I guess I my biggest thing is like fear of getting cooped up in the car. I, well, I that was what was good about this. I know what you're saying, but when you drive to Vegas, like, and you have a time schedule, that's where it gets like that. But this was different. I was able to just control my whole schedule this time, um, and I had a lot of buffer in there yeah. for, for that. So, uh, I and I said I wasn't going to do any podcasts. I ended up doing three. I ended up doing four podcasts. I did my three podcasts and then Dojo Show. So uh, I did a couple from New Mexico, one from Arizona, and one from Amarillo, Texas. I'm going to hop off um, because we have all of these lovely prizes that I need to package up <laughs> right now. So I'm going to. Yeah, we literally them- have to get them packaged up and shipped like 
tomorrow so that tomorrow. we can head yeah. down to Florida. Yeah, and, and then the winners, the winners <laughs> of uh, the other winners for the extra prizes for us, just make sure you give me their contact information. We'll send it directly to them. Yes, I will give them to you, Carney, and then also um, to uh, Cynthia. So I have those winners. I wrote everyone's numbers down. So. All right, so um, I'm going to head off. So bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye, Nicole. Thank um, you. And I will let you guys keep on going. The one-year anniversary bye. continues. What wine did you end up picking up, Matt? So I grabbed a uh, – it's a Banffy wine. Anyone who's familiar with Italian wines will recognize so that it's name. The, uh, uh, happy- it's the largest Italian wine cellar in the United States, I believe. Yep. Uh, this one is the Col di Sasso. Toscana Cabernet Sauvignon San Genovese 2019. Uh, I picked this up at Tuscan Market in Salem, New Hampshire for 14 bucks. Beautiful wine. So I have a question for you, Matthew. How yeah. um, how impressed have you been with the show so far since it was 365 days ago that I created the massacre? How impressed have you been not knowing anything that was going to happen? Like, how are you feeling about this? It's all right. It's fireworks. Man. <laughs> I got fireworks. We had a, I'm, we had so, a I'm WWE, sorry. I'm sorry. We had a WWE said... style entrance for the for the for the guests. You, you had a you had a uh, you had a ring walk. <laughs> you know what? I want to watch. I want to watch that one more time. That, it took me yeah, an go hour. Ahead. It took me an hour to make that stupid thing today. So I'm going to do the guest entrance one more time. We'll come right back to the screen. That was epic. I'll give you that. It was great. Was it was great. Good. Yeah. Wait till you see the that fireworks than, show at the end. That was better than my idea. I was just going to like copy uh, the entrance from another show, which goes something like... <gasps> Take Relive the pain. Come on. Yeah, I'm gonna relive the pain. Here, here's something. Let's 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 talk. So, we had oh, look how bad I was. Yeah, we we had this setup. How look how skinny I was. Um, I know, like I got skinnier, you got bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you're saying it nicely. I carry the weight well, but yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm you about do. four. I'm about forty pounds heavier now than I was in this video. Um, I'm forty pounds lighter. Yeah. So we had Brian McGee on with us, Coop, and. We had this great show set up, and this was the entrance to the show. It was a complete disaster. My favorite parts of this video are the echo. So stand by just for a moment. We will get the volume back. The frustration in my voice. Communication. And rocking that 724 hoodie. Yeah, man, that was a nice gift. The reverse camera, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, but the cam yeah, cameras reverse. Matt, can you uh, can you can you talk for just a second? This right here is my see favorite what, part. Being, see if you can. Uh, when I hear myself again in the hear? echo, here we go. This is when I knew I have shit was going off the say. rails. 
this was going off the rails, and then all the screens went blank. What are you going to say? So I've lost volume on both of you guys um, for some reason here. So for it's interesting. When we came up with this concept, I knew about this part. Uh, I didn't know about anything else, we'll and we'll John obviously did a, an awesome job. He's gotten, I will say, one of the things he has gotten really good at was uh, his skill. I mean, even this, he, he created all of this. this. The intro video you guys see every week, John created this on his laptop all by himself. Uh, we didn't pay anyone to do this. This wasn't done by some, like, big firm. Uh, John Carney did this on his laptop. Now, the funny part about the first part, the, the little intro clip, John was at my uh, my former residence, and We're at the uh, he was. Estate. We're at the tobacco yeah. estate. Yeah. And uh, he was he was staying there, and it was funny. I think we did a show that night, and we, we came in. It was probably like one in the morning, and I said, "Dude, what if we open our anniversary show with like a flashback to like the first show?" And he was like, well, "I'm on well, it." The funny, well, by, the funny thing by three by like three in the morning. How this happened though. How this happened though before you get to that i had got a hotel because this was during covid and i didn't want to i had a negative covid test but i you know i was trying to be careful with family and whatnot and got a lot of respect for your family and you guys were like well you can stay here at the house we had it set up so i was talking to your mom and i finally like feel like you can stay here and i had like a couple drinks and maybe I had two or three glasses of wine over a few hours and i and i looked at your mother and i was like i i want to drink more so i'm going to stay here and you're like yes so i went into your room picked some <laughs> wine out your mom was down for it. I, I went back in the room. Remember, I had the window open, so it was like 35 degrees in there. It was awesome. And so I stayed, and you and I were in the game room, and you're like, oh, this is the idea I have for this show. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And then that's where you can pick up where, where you're at. It's like 3 in the morning. So I think I like took a shower. I got out of the shower. I was sitting there on the edge of the couch on my laptop in a towel because I just I couldn't wait. I got out of the shower. I got my laptop. And I'm like doing something, and he's on his laptop. He's sitting on the couch. It's pitch black. We're in the dark, and I just say to him, "What if we open the show with a flashback?" And that's like the first thing people see, and then it cuts to our intro video, which I don't think we had um, uh, premiered yet. The the new intro, and. I just remember you looked up from your laptop and you were like, "Give me, just give me like a few hours. And I had to go to work the next day. So I went to bed. And when I woke up at 4.30, it was already done. I had it on my phone. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I just was so impressed. He spent, he spent the next few hours putting that together on his laptop. So I have a funny <laughs> video to show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this video in here. Uh, as people know, there's another Jonathan in my life. And I'm going to see if this works. But this is a video of, of Jonathan, the other Jonathan, uh, being absolutely ridiculous. Jonathan the dog. Yeah, look at this thing. So this he's, he's Chihuahua Pomeranian. Look at this little, this is a little leg kick. That's a new thing. He, he's never more excited to go in the elevators. There's four elevators. Only two of them are working right now because uh, my building can't figure these things out. But this is Jonathan Preston. And uh, this is him waiting to get in the elevator to go out to pee because he sat inside watching the smoking tobacco one year anniversary tonight. But this dog is legit out of control. Like, listen to this for a second. Listen to this dog. (laughs) 
And, oh, he got he got a sticker caught on his foot allegedly somehow. And he's stressed. What's that? What do you have on your paw? He looks aggravated. He's like, I just I just want to relax. He's just mad he doesn't have a pair of Crocs like I do. Yeah. Do they make dog Crocs? I, I they got it right. Wait, so when was this video filmed? Just two, like a minute ago. Oh wow! So you, wow, that's that's. No, we have breaking uh, news here. I mean, this is a scoop of the coop. Coop with the scoop. This is coop with the scoop. Coop, by coop, the way, do you I have dogs? Do you have I animals? I appreciate the um, you being a friend of cigar media as a whole. I know what we're doing over here at Smoking Tobacco is a little bit different uh, than what you're doing, and the media side that we pull is very much different. Um, and, you know, I know we kind of blur the lines with media a little bit, bit because of my involvement, yeah. at least on the show. But uh, I, I remember the night we all met and uh, we, we sat, I mean, it was close to a year, a little over a year ago. Uh, not a little over a year, a little less than a year ago. But we all got on a ro chat room one night, a Zoom room, a little private room and hung out for yeah. many hours. I like this. Yeah, and, um, I like it a lot. Are you taking that and I, I appreciate Whoa. that. And that's one thing I want to say about you is, yeah, there's competition. Technically, media is competition at the same time, uh, but I, I think you've truly embraced it on a very personal level, and uh, and and also that personal relationships don't alter what you're doing with your media. So I think you've been very transparent and uh, very honest with that. I said I, I I call you a personal friend, but we don't roll any punches. Like if if, it's, if you don't like a cigar, you're going to give me the, the give me the uh, the lowdown on it. Uh, but I, I said you know for the smoking tobacco show and what Matthew and Nicole have been doing. Uh, you've been a good friend to other cigar media out there, and uh, you, you deserve the congratulations on that because uh, I mean, everybody gets involved in stuff, but I wouldn't necessarily say they do it the way you do it. You said on your level, it's a very personal level. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, and to see, like I said, to see a show grow uh, in one year, like the Smoke and Tobacco show is gone. And I've been very critical of some of the direction I've seen with cigar media, unfortunately, and... Um, Smoking tobacco is is a is a breath of fresh air um, that we've had, um, and you know a lot of these shows started about a year ago, and there's very few of them that are left. It, it is very you know you guys know it's it's a lot of work. Um, we still have it a lot is. of work to do on our shows. We don't even have intros yet, right? And that's because I don't have a producer. And at some point, I got to get a producer that 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 uh that I can really. It's hard to get a producer unless the producer is intimately involved with the show, right? So. That's that's just and I and that that's just a challenge. Uh, but so we you know like I said we I think everyone brings a different um, angle to their shows that's unique, you know. So I mean you guys have the sports segment and the news segment uh, and the soap segments and uh, you know I enjoy it. We just added we just added our first segment to the Thursday show in four years. Uh, we added a Soprano segment, uh, and that was Aaron and I just constantly talking about the Sopranos. I said why don't we just do it on the air. A short five minutes. Like we just debuted that last year, so we haven't. We've kind of stuck to the formula for the most part on all these shows from day one, and this is the first time we're deviating a little with it. So, um, you know, but it's exciting. It's exciting to interact with other media. I learn from other media, for sure. I've made a lot of mistakes. I ain't gonna lie. Um, so, you know, it's 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 a, but it's you know it's very rewarding. I mean, I'm hoping at some point I could do this full time. Um, that may happen in a couple of years, but we'll see. And um, if I'm in that position, I'll be very uh, happy. 
Um, well, I think know, it's funny. Th- I think you said, Coop, you, you said, oh, I hope to do this full time. I think there's a lot of people that think you do this full time. <laughs> well, I That's do. true. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I got, I got, yeah, I mean, it, it is a full time job. Uh, a lot of people know my wife runs the business end of that. Thank goodness. Um, and if she didn't run the business end of this, this would be a disaster. Um, so she runs that whole business piece of it. Um, anything from, you know, invoicing to uh, edit. She does. She's one of the editors, uh, the proofreaders. She also manages our calendars for for the uh, trade show, which is a huge task um, to do. And um, you know, it's uh, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really lucky to have that that piece because I don't know what I would do without it. Um, so it's it's you know I have I have great co-hosts um, with Aaron Bear and Dave, and we've kept our co-hosts from day one. Tell us a little more about it. that. How how'd you all run into each other? Um, okay, so I'll tell you the, the three stories. Uh, Aaron and I met when he was with uh, Blind Man's Puff. Uh, we were actually on a on a podcast together as a guest, and we met that way. Uh, then we met at the trade show, and then we just kind of became friends. And then when I left Stogie Geeks, um, I was looking for a host who kind of could do what, the vision I was looking to do with Primetime. Uh, and Aaron was like the perfect fit. Um, and Aaron came on board. And originally he was going to be a part-time host, and then he loved doing it so much he, he stayed and became the full-time host. Um, so that, that was the original, when I left Sogi Geeks, I started primetime on Thursday nights. And then what happened is, um, Bear was, Bear was interesting. Bear and I were Facebook friends. And one night he, uh, was, he does those videos at the Michael's Humidor. And one night he just yeah. started talking about Cigar Hall of Famers. And it was really good. I reached out to him and, uh, started, um, the, uh, you know, conversation just like, hey, this is really good stuff you have, um. Uh, you know, um, and he goes, and I said, I'd love at some point to, to kind of work with you, right? Um, and maybe look at him to be one of those fill-in hosts when Aaron was doing it part-time. Then Aaron came on full-time, and, and Bear said, hey, uh, you know, would you like to still do a show? I said, well, I have this idea for like a Tuesday show twice a month. Uh, let's try it out, right? So we did a show on Hall of Famers in the scar industry for that first show. That was special edition. Uh, and then I said, Bear, you want to do this for like ever? <laughs> so we ended up that Tuesday show came a year earlier than we expected. Um, and then Bear's been on board. And then Bear also now comes to the trade show with me because I, uh, Aaron's got his team. So, you know, I can't. Aaron's got to do his deal with the trade show. So Bear came on to work with me. And then Dave with Jukebox, he had a show called Cigar Jukebox before Primetime Jukebox in Australia. And uh, he had reached out to me when he was starting out just for advice. And then he invited me on his show to do a small news segment called Coop's Corner. Uh, and that ended up being a ongoing thing monthly. And then when Dave shut Jukebox down, I, I said, because Dave was shutting Jukebox down because of the administrative. And I said, Dave, I can help you out here. If we move the show over to my thing, I got the platform and everything. I can make things a lot easier for you. And you can just focus on music and content like you're doing. And he, he went for it. And uh, the rest is history. Uh, now I'm looking at like Aaron Nielsen I talked about. Uh, and we're going to see, you know, his role probably will expand with Coop over time um, as well. So as he starts to grow in this. So this is going to be his uh, baptism by fire at the trade show. We've, I've been very selective with the team, though, John, because mm-hmm. I don't. The problem I had with Stogie Geeks is the hosts weren't committed enough. 
uh, they just would show. I didn't know if they were going to show up some weeks, right? And uh, a lot of times they didn't show up, and then I had to bring guest hosts in, and then like, you know, just then we then I took the content in a different direction, and it, it clashed, and we ended it peacefully. Is I think the best way to do it. And uh, you know, I at that point I said it has to be a coop a coop driven show at that point, and you know I'll take a lot of input from the team. They they have an equal stake in it. You know, if they don't like something, they can veto it. Uh, and I don't ask questions. So I feel like if, they, if they're uncomfortable, they, they don't want a particular guest or they don't like a topic, I say we don't do it. Um, because I want, I want people to enjoy doing the show. So we, we have a, we've worked out. I think that's what's worked out really well over four years. So I, I do have a special guest that's going to be joining us here in just a few minutes. This person's getting uh, lined up to come on. So we have someone that's going to come on and say hi. Uh, so just stand hold by. On, hold on. Is, is this... Is this is this someone in the industry or not in the industry? Yeah, this is industry. This is industry. This is oh, industry. okay, okay. Yeah, my lady friends had enough screen time tonight. She had a movie. Uh, she had a baby announcement. Well, I know, I, I know she's watching. So, Allie, I just want to say we love you. We can't yeah. wait to see you. Congratulations again, by she's the way. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah I'm Thank so happy. For it was a uh, it was a really unique moment for me. I always wanted kids. I, for those, I'm in my late thirties. And um, I'd always wanted kids, but the time was never right. And I got very fortunate um, with someone that I'd known for quite some time and had a lot of respect for that it, that it worked out the way it did. And uh, it's truly a special situation. So, yeah, it was great to share with, with both of you. And, and uh, you know, she's, she's amazing. And uh, it's, it's been a really great thing. And I, I didn't really know how I was going to react to it. Like, I, I was fired up about it from the beginning, but it became very real during the gender situation when you find out what it is and you have all the family around. Um, it was truly one of the most special moments of my life, and I know there's more coming up. Uh, but, yeah, it's truly something special, and uh, it, it definitely uh, – you know, people say, oh, it's going to change you. You're not ready. For, like, I, I've watched people on Jerry Springer have children that don't that, that don't necessarily know what they're doing, yeah. so I know I'm going to be a good provider and a good father and you know I'm ready for the ready for the challenge, but uh, but what a cool experience! I mean, it was it was just a really really unique experience to to have that become very real, um, you know. And and, and you know there's a baby in there, so it's a really cool thing. But no, Matthew, it's yeah. not. It's uh, we do have an industry person coming on. It's just going to be a few minutes, but I will comment one more time, Coop. Like I think the unique thing, especially with Bear, has done such a good job he, there's not a person i've met in the business that's as genuine as him um he's, no, he's genuinely he's, that's who he is a great freaking person who bear um, yeah yeah like bear. almost like it's Bear's almost unbelievable really cool yeah it's almost like unbelievable like he's just a great caring person and then um you know with aaron same way great guy but i, I think the best thing is like with aaron for you is you guys come from a different mindset and there's disagreements from time to time. Not, not I wouldn't say disagreements, but there's different angles of the way of looking at the same we thing. Do. We, we do. It's great. Yeah, yeah and Baron, I, it's funny thing. Baron and I will have our disagreements, too. Uh, it's, it's a little different, but uh, it's kind of funny when, when Baron and I have disagreements. And then, like, bad, it's, it's on the show. We have different points of view. And, you know, it's interesting. One time he got me to co come around. The other time I got him to come around on something. Uh, I remember Tobacco 21 was the one I got him to come around on. Uh, saying, "Look, this is bad." <laughs> so, um, I have, I have a bear. Uh, I, yeah. No, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, bear is um, he brings um, 
that people love. And then Aaron's the opposite. He's all business. Aaron's all business with it. Uh, but he loves a good laugh, too. And it's, I was just quality people. Honored to work with these people, yeah. I was going to say, Bear, uh, I, I've been getting to know Bear a little bit. Um, and uh, he's, he's on the list. He's on the list of people to join us on the Smoking Tobacco Show. Um, yeah, you're on our list, too. We've just been slammed with guests, and it's not... We got to get oh, that media well, panel you. at some point. Yeah, yeah. So Bear and I talked about that. We'd be well. honored. Yeah. yeah, we uh, we we got we we got to get we got to get him on there, uh, and and Aaron, yeah. if he would if he would join us, we'd love to have Aaron, Aaron. too. Yeah. Um, oh, they would they would definitely very good about doing stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So really, uh, like I said, they have a lot to offer. Uh, they make me better. I can say that. Um, these shows are better with them than without them. I guess because. Like I said, they're the ones that kind of will go in my ear. No, don't do that. You know, or Aaron will then Aaron Aaron will sometimes tease me, and he'll fool me sometimes. And ah, no, I'm just kidding. Do it. <laughs> he'll, he'll definitely get me sometimes. So. <laughs> well, it's certainly I mean, been yeah, fun it, it to watch to have the that. way. I mean, it's been certainly fun to watch the way that cigar media and the cigar industry came together during the last year because. I mean, there was a time where you couldn't go on a show if there was another cigar vendor on there. People just wouldn't do it. Um, and the media, no, I think, I, is I kind of bridging the gap. But, yeah. like, I mean, now it's it's acceptable. You know, it's acceptable to post a cigar of some other brand you're smoking. Um, I just haven't seen any industry that's ever come together like this over a period of time. And it's become, it's become a really special thing because when we're together outside of work, which is still inside of work at the same time. This has allowed people to see such a different side of the cigar business that, that they didn't really even know existed, the camaraderie between competitors, the camaraderie between competing media outlets. I mean, that's just a real thing. We're all in this together, and what's good for one's good for all. And and it's it's been really special to watch that. Uh, and, I, again, there hasn't been another industry that's that I've seen that's been like this, that, that's really – it's really come together. I mean, think about think about two years ago, Coop. If I'd said to you, uh, you know, take me being with LFD aside, hey, Coop, you know, I, I didn't bring up Magic. I said, hey, Magic, it's our anniversary show. We do a we do a cigar show, and we want you on it. The last thing you probably would have thought was, yeah, absolutely, I'll do it, and I'll be a part of it. You know, what a big change and what a great change that it's been to see everybody supporting each other and everybody growing at the same yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, there's people that, um, in the last few years, have really embraced what we do. Um, I don't think it was that they. I think the only thing, reason why they didn't embrace it as much is they didn't understand it. Hundred percent. Um, and I'll throw three. Co- I'll throw three companies out there that I think really have come a long way, and that's you know, obviously Fuente, is one. Uh, Fuente Slice Newman's one. Um, Perdal and Alex mm-hmm. Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were when we were doing podcasts like five or six years ago, these were very difficult guests to get um, because again they just didn't. It wasn't that they didn't care; they, they were always great to us. But um, I think they needed to understand it a little more. COVID kind of Nick Nick and Alec probably kind of came along before COVID. Um, they, they they were starting to really see it, um, and it was like we got opportunity. Like, I never thought those opportunities would have existed. Maybe a little me was a little intimidated on the other end too. So uh, you know, I think that part. The, the guard came down on my end, too. Well, you know, it's funny because we had um, 
the goal with me on the show was I was going to leave in June or July. And, and I said to Matthew, I was like, you know what? I, I don't want it to be an interference with your business because I, I have no, for anyone watching this, I have no financial gain from being part of the smoking tobacco show. Um, you know, I get to promote the brand. Yes, we're a silver sponsor. Um, so that's great. Um, but I, I, if you're a supporter of this show and you're an advertiser of this show, I, I have no financial side in that. I, there's nothing financial that I gain with this. Um, so I said to, to Matthew and Nicole, I was like, I don't want to interfere with you growing your business. Um, so I go, I'll, I'll probably step aside. He's like, well, you can stay on the show. He, you know, he goes, we, he goes, you're one of my good friends. And he's like, but I said, no, it was the right thing to do for your business. But then I was like, you know what? We got to it. COVID didn't seem to really slow down much. And I said, you know what? I'm like, he goes, we got Nick Perdomo coming on the show. And I give hats off to Nick Perdomo. I said, well, let him know that I'm part of the show with LFD. You know, the vice president of sales for LFD is part of the show. And see what he says. So Matt's like, okay, I'll let you know. Matthew goes, I'll let you know, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, I told Nick you're part of the show. And he's like, well, I want, he goes, I'd love to have him on the show. That's great. He goes, I like John, this and that. And I said to him, I said, you know what? That was the next the next night we did a live regular show without a guest. And I played the Wolf of Wall Street thing where I'm not effing leaving. And I was like, you know what? I, I go, that was a moment where I was like, this industry's come a long way. And I'm like, if you know, Nick's a great guy. And I was like, but if Nick well, Perdomo is willing to have me on the show and sit and talk about his products and, you know, and what I'm doing and what we're doing at Smoking Tobacco, I was like, if anybody has an issue with it, then the first thing I would say to them would be, well, Nick Perdomo came on the show. Um, yep. And that's a man who takes a lot of pride in his brand, and rightfully so. Yep. And, and that was just a really special thing. And I was set, when I when we did that, and we talked internally. We were fired up, but I was I was excited. I was like, "This is great." I mean, like, what a what a long way this industry's come and worked together. It's it's very very unique. Yeah, you know, and, and there were a couple of there's a couple of retailers who, you know, there's a lot of retailers like the Jay Davises, um, Craig Cass's. Craig's always been great to me. Uh, Abe, and Dave Garofalo. Uh, all those will have opened doors for me. And as I, I know I'm leaving others out, and I apologize, but they all opened doors for me. Um, you know, I go Taylor Smoke and Charlotte, um, Cigar Shop. I mean, all these, they, they found ways to open and help me out uh, a lot, um, making recommendations and stuff, just getting me contact. And I'm grateful for them. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of good people in the industry. And Coop, I can kind of echo that too. I mean, I, I've. I've been so fortunate enough to, you know, to be lucky enough to to get into this industry and on the media side and to be as successful as we have. You know, we, we've worked, you know, really hard at that, too. And, we, yeah. you know, we, we definitely we put a lot of work and effort yeah. into it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you, you meet these great people along the way who just become who become great peers and great friends and uh David Garofalo is is one that is special for me too. David was one of the first people um, that I met in this industry that taught me the way, um, taught me the way of um, you know podcasting. You know when I when I had yeah. the start on the Ashholes podcast, you know way back before this show. Um, you know, certainly he, he he's been a he's been a good friend. Um, you, you know. Cigar Coop. I remember if I if I can if I can share this with the audience. Share it. Yeah, share it. you can. You can. Yeah, you know where I'm going. Because I, I remember when he yeah, told me the I, story. I, think I was we like, should, we finally have to address this on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have to address this on the air. 
So everyone knows now that you know me and Cooper great, but there was a time <laughs> when and it was all on me. I, by the way, I'm gonna think this is all on me. And I don't and I don't care. I I, I love you to death. Yeah. But the yeah, uh, yeah. there was one time it was in the like first month or so I had sent you, yeah. I think a link to the show, and you had responded right. with. Why am I getting this? You're competing with my show. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was just trying to share my new show and blah, blah, blah. And I got all intimidated. I'm like, oh. the, guy, the guy at Cigar Coop, he doesn't like me now. And then I took a stab. <laughs> I took a stab a few minutes later. I was like, hey, hi, Coop. I don't know if you still hate me. Well, we'd love to have you on the show. And you sent me this long. And you're like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I was cool. like, oh, thank cool. God. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no. So what happened What happened was that particular night, we were getting pegged by, I'm just going to say, other show and a couple of other shows. And it was like they were much more. It was kind of two other shows that kind of did that that night. And I was just kind of okay. frustrated. And you the third and I snapped, and I was having a bad night. And I felt horrible, and I said, I got to apologize at some point, and I, and I didn't. Um, and then when you reached out, I said, look, I got to apologize. Th- that's not me. Um, I, I was a complete, this is all on me. Give me another shot, and, uh, you know, uh, I love what you're doing. I started following the show. So this was on me. Um, that's kind of one of those bad trade show nights. I, there's no excuse for it. Um, but, right. uh, you know, it, it's. It is what it, it, you know, I'm glad we can put that behind it. And, and you know I what, Coop? I take 100% of the blame. I take 100% of the blame. Shit happens. Shit yeah. happens. That's all there is to yeah. it. Shit happens. I forgive yeah, you. Gonna... Here we are. You did, and I really appreciate <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, it was, like I said, it was bad because on top of that, I was having technical shows, technical issues getting my show going on top of it. So it was, it was a bad night. And I was like, this is the third one. Uh, the, the other two shows are gone, by the way. It's interesting. So I'm like, what the heck? You know, like, so we stuck uh, it thank out. you for forgiving me. Yeah, we did, and uh, I'm I'm glad uh, I call you a friend now. And uh, absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. Can we talk about yeah. something real quick? I'm gonna yeah. take my glasses off this. I'm gonna look right in the screen. Matt Booth said tonight that Will Cooper throws the dick like Hercules. He did. Uh, where is he? He like he should be back for this. That was he disappeared. Like the, the, the... He disappeared. I know. Where did he go? Can someone get uh, him on the horn? I mean, I almost. I, thank God I hadn't taken a drink because I would have spit it up. Hey, that was I, that was that a, was trending. You know, I've dealt with Matt a lot, right? <laughs> Matt is, you know, there's certain things I know. If I respond, it's gonna create a much worse situation. Do you know? There's a there's a video of him Caldwell putting me into a sandwich on an interview once. Uh, it, it's actually on a Coop YouTube page somewhere. Uh, that was kind of weird. <laughs> they they just kind of totally ganged up on me that night. It's uh. It, it, it was. I would set the Chattanooga tweet. Remember the Chattanooga tweet up? Yeah, that was oh, where yeah. that happened. Yeah. Uh. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've seen Matt on his best days, and I, I've seen Matt on that bad trade show day. I heard someone stole some stuff from him at a trade show. And he was. That was a side I never saw of him before. And actually, I, I, I was there when um, he was angry, and I, me and him went for a walk for a while. I, I got off the trade show floor. I said, let's, let's, let's take a walk. You could calm down for a bit. Um, I'll, I'll see what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, so I, you know, um, but I, I knew when I knew Matt was already one of the guests and I said, all right, I know what, I know what Matt's trying to do. Get me a boost. I said, this is great. You know, I was honored to be asked. Yeah. I, I remember, um, you know, Michael Herklotz, um, came on the show 
And after the show, actually, you know, you know, he stayed around for a few hours, and we, we just kind of hung out. We had some cigars, you know, virtually, um, just talking about everything. And he told a great story about how, you know, when Matt came into the industry, uh, you know, at the time, and, and, and Matt, part of this, too, like Matt had told me, you know, when he came in, you know, Pete Johnson had already been in the industry, and, and Pete was kind of someone who was, a little bit of a trailblazer for someone like Matt in the industry. And so that was someone that he kind of like looked to, um, who opened a lot of opportunities and opened a lot of doors for, for, for him to come in with room one hundred and one that Pete had already done with tatuaje. Um, but then Michael told us a story about how, you know, when, when, when Matt first came to the trade show for the first time and, you know, he was an LA guy, he had already, he had already had the jewelry business going and all that. And he, and he was filming his, stuff and he had these cameras whatever and he and he went over to him and he was like hey he's like you should you know cut the cameras you're being real flashy it's your first time here like these people don't know who you are and you know a lot of people like who the fuck is this guy with the cameras and like like who is he he's like and these people you know right now are not your friends but they should be and uh you know the long story short was you know and we we brought this up with Pete when Pete was on the show recently, and it was I heard it that, yeah. the, and it, it was one of those things where you know Pete was like who is this guy, and then it was within like a day, you know, you know Matt, you know Matt up to the height on Matt Booth, room one hundred one, and you know introduced himself to, you know to, to Pete Johnson, and by the by like the weekend they were hanging out and they were and they were buds, and they were having drinks or whatever. And it's just it's amazing, you know, just to hear those stories of like these people who have already you know had their salad days and moved on up just, you know, where they've come from. And I love hearing those stories because it's, it's just, it kind of reminds you like, you know, you like, you know, Matt touched on this earlier, you know, or I think maybe John, one of you guys brought it up, you know, you know Matt's been on the cover of Cigar Aficionado, you know, you, know, you open any magazine, Pete Johnson's, you know, four pages in the Tatuahi ad, you know, with him, you know, the black and white ad, everyone knows the ad I'm talking about. Um, you know, you see these guys and, and, and you see that and you're like, oh, wow, this guy's in the magazine. They're regular guys. They all started the same way. They all started small. They all came in as the new guy. You know, when Pete Johnson told me, he came in, he goes, yeah, they called me Tattoo Pete. I was the guy who came in and, um, you know, I, I had all these tattoos. And they were like, what's with the guy with all the tattoos? He's like, you know, and I had to, like, earn my way in. And it, it's just, I guess the same could be said about media. You know, I remember John and I started the show a year ago just on our laptops. He was in his backyard in Maine. I was in my parents' garage on the second floor. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I left all the faith in John. And, you know, I just, I, I, I just, you know, after that night, I could have been like, this was always a time and this was dumb and like it was embarrassing. But no, I said to John, I go, can we do this again next week? And he said, you know what? We're going to do it again next week. We're, we're going to do it and we're going to get it right. And we did, John. We came back. We did it again next week, and we yeah, got we it to did. work. And I said, all right, we got it to work. We can do this. And every week, we haven't missed an episode, yeah, which, is something, which, is, which is something I learned from David Garofalo. And one of, the biggest yeah, pieces of, one of the biggest pieces of advice that David ever gave me was don't miss a show. Don't ever miss one show. It doesn't matter what it is. Don't ever take a week off. Yep. You can't miss a show. He said, I've done the show sick. I've done the show. We, we, we found a way to do it. 
He's like, you know, even if I'm yep. not there, the show goes on. The other guys, they do it. They do the show. We There's never a week where the show doesn't happen. And, you know, every week we have done the show. We've done some extra episodes, too. Those are crazy weeks. But we, we, we just showed up every week. And every week we showed up, we got a little bit better. And we tried, we tried even harder. You know, we invested more into the show and to the production and our equipment and just everything we do. Um just a little bit more every week and, and it, it's paid off and you know we're now guys, we're here. guys we have a special guest that's joining us right now You're, you may or may not be able to hear him because i'm bringing him through an alternative measure but i'm gonna put okay. the logo up on the screen here here we go oh. we got some we got our oh. friends from mccall cigars in the house oh. is and, it uh, dan yes. andy and, and it may or may not be yeah we got dan Thompson. yeah, yeah. <laughs> congratulations on the event tonight Thank you so oh, much. Thanks, I hope Dan. you guys are good lip readers. I don't know if you can hear them, but if you're good lip readers, it's going to be all good. I'm just yeah, going to accept it as being fantastic. It's great to see Coop still hanging in there with you guys. Matthew, Nicole, that was the best raffle I've ever seen. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely historic. historic. Oh, so raffle. you can hear him. No, I no, can I hear can't. him. Can, he... can you hear him, Matthew? Oh, he can't. I hear him. I hear, I hear him. him. And he can't hear you. I don't think he can hear us. Oh, perfect. That's fine. That's good. As long as you can it's hear us. It's the best him, conversation good. I've ever had with Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that means I can facilitate yeah. it. That's perfect. Well, Dan, thank yeah. you for coming um, on. And, and thank you yeah. for McCalla for being a supporter of uh, what we're doing over here uh, in the industry as a whole. We were talking about the unique nature of the cigar industry coming together. And there's been nothing more unique, I think, than, uh, than the, the McAuliffe Ambassadors. And what you've spearheaded over there and your team, uh, it's a really great thing. And we appreciate the support here at the Smoking Tobacco Show. Well, we love being part of the Smoking Tobacco Show. And I thought the raffle was just incredible, looking at all the other manufacturers who came together to support the Fuentes Family Charities. You know, they're the best in the industry at the charity, and it just makes sense for us to help support them. Absolutely. So at McAuliffe, your ambassador program continues to grow every week. I know I'm, we're all ambassador members here, um, but it seems to grow every week. I, I see a new list every single week. And how is that translated to the support on the road in person, too? Because the virtual side of it's been huge. What, what have you seen uh, in terms of receptiveness of, of, of in person as, as we've slowly been able to do more of that? Oh, no, it's fantastic for, for everybody in the industry that we're able to open up and actually do real events again, getting out there with our retailers, supporting them. And, you know, the best part is that the ambassador community felt like caged animals for last year, being locked down with everybody else. So it's been great going out and the people that we grew while we were all locked down and seeing and meeting people in person. It's been fantastic. I'm sure you're experiencing the same when you're out on the road now. It's great to see your own fans. Yeah, certainly, hundred percent. I don't know. What a special Dan, night for Matthew and Nicole. I don't yeah, know if Dan's gonna be able to hear me. Well, well you can ask him, and I can translate it. Well, no, I just wanted to first of all thank him for being here. Thank him for being a great friend of the show. McAuliffe Cigars has been a great partner of ours, uh, and we look forward to to you know the future, growing our friendship with them, and, and doing great things with them. Uh, the whole McAuliffe team, you know, Dan, you know, not just you know Dan, Andy, you know Sam, Amanda, you know Al McAuliffe for just you know having the makes company. me work hard as um, a translator. You know, but he's saying um, nice 
just <laughs> the whole the whole the whole team. We'll just net it down Steven, to nice things. Steven, who you're very familiar with, who is now our area rep. Um, you know, we've had Jared on the show before. Just the whole team. They they got a great group of people over there, and just you know, couldn't couldn't thank them enough. They're a great group of people. They make a great product, and they have a great atmosphere. Yeah, no, I agree. You got a great team over there, and uh, it's been great to have this relationship. And I said thank you for being part of the show and what. Not only, not only as one of our you know affiliates with it, but if you're also a watcher of the show. I I, I pay attention to it. You're you're paying attention to it every week. It and, does. Uh, we appreciate that. It, it's a huge it's a huge thing. And I said to this as we continue to grow, McAuliffe will, will always be part of what we're doing because of uh, the relationship we had from the very beginning here on the show. So it's certainly a special uh, special year that you've been a part of. So, Well, we can't say how much fun we've had. And, you know, it's nice to have a show that you can tune into and watch versus having to uh, orchestrate. As you know, uh, hmm. it takes a lot of work to prep for the kind of show and material that, that Matthew and Nicole and you are doing. Um, but it's a lot of fun to watch. So they've had great interviews this year. Incredibly exceeded our expectations. Thank you. And the unique thing with technology is people watching this show get to see us bring people on. I mean, right now there's like 18 billion things going on on my screen. I'm actually going to take a screen a screenshot of the screen um, so people can see it. I might bring. I'm going to bring this actually on the uh, on the screen here as soon as the screenshot happens. This is what my screen looks like right now. And, and there we go. This is what's going on on my screen. So we've got comment sections. We've got everything <laughs> happening at the same time. Uh, so a lot does go into this. And I generally don't produce this show. I produce the smoke, uh, the Hacking Gourmet and all the Florida Minicana events. But um, this is what Nicole and everyone sees uh, when they're putting on the show. And tonight is extra special because we've got guests coming from different areas. Uh, but... But yeah, a lot goes into this. I said, this is what my screen looks like. This is where all the stuff's going down. Uh, so there's a lot happening here. Yeah, it's pretty incredible how you're all, you're able to produce and entertain at the same time. You know, not not everybody can uh, multitask quite that way. It is very well, hard to do. Yeah. Well, one thing you know what I say is a bottle of wine really helps um, because <laughs> then if it, if the more wine you drink, the less you realize what's actually happening. Uh, but I will recommend to people as you get older. Uh, I, I'm, I think I'm known as a very reasonable drinker, but also a very prolific one. Um, I love fine wines. I'm a big fan of red wines. But I'll tell you, as you get older, please, 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 public service announcement. Make sure, Matthew, this is a good advice to you as you get in your 30s. Make, sure you, make sure you hydrate because this is a thing yes. called dehydration, and it's like a near-death experience that you feel. And uh, that's one thing exactly. That's one Cases thing that of I water. Yeah, make sure you heavily, yeah. heavily hydrate as you as you advance, uh, because you don't want to wake up three or four hours into your sleep with 140 beats a minute heart rate from drinking too much wine the night before. So make or, or whatever you drink. So make sure you hydrate, especially if you're smoking cigars with it. Um, so as you advance a little bit further on, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I cannot stress enough, Matthew. Make sure you drink water when you hit your 30s in florida man. yeah yes, and in florida, florida. I, I i had my first dehyd i had i was it, telling I my team i did florida i'm sorry no, go ahead then yeah I, I was telling my team i missed my 25 year old body which didn't need a lot of sleep especially after doing bear show on sunday night you know you get back to the house at three in the morning 
Uh, and by the way, I, I know I'm Dan. I know I'm still young, but it's like a snap of the freaking fingers. Like you just wake up one day and you're like, man, I used to drink, I used to drink three bottles of wine and not have any water. And in the morning, I'd like kill a regular, I'd kill like a Coke and I'd feel fine. Four or five hours later, like it's just a snap of the fingers. I literally woke up one day and was like, man, if I drink two bottles of wine, I had to have drank a gallon of water. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. Carney, the next thing is you're used to staying out till two, and it's like, hey, no problem. I'll meet you in the office at seven, and uh, that doesn't go quite as well e- either. Yeah, yeah. So water's so, key. Water's look, your friend. Water and sleep. Yep. The older so, you get, Coop, you need more sleep. Yeah, Coop. What what, what do you got, Coop? No, I was gonna say, Bear Show. If you ever watched ep- the first like ten episodes, it was a fifteen to twenty minute show. It was envisioned as. <laughs> And it slowly grew into this, like, now it's three hours. Like, everything was about the marathon. Barrett had some major marathon shows. He had one that went five hours, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I remember I went to sleep and woke up and they were gone. That's one thing I'll say about Coop and Barry. I mean, you definitely rubbed off on Coop. I mean, your your shows are epic marathons. And the thing that's impressive about it is I said, you all have freaking full-time jobs. So, like... Yeah. My job is cigars. So even, you know, smoking tobacco show is something I do. And it's one, it's fun for me, but it also I promote my brand and promote what I'm doing. But like you guys legitimately have other freaking jobs. So like if I'm up till for five hours, talk about cigars, I was doing my job for five hours. Tonight. When your guys are done doing your shows, but you have to go back and do your other job. To me, that's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, if I yeah. Dan, Dan's the same. Dan's got multiple jobs too, and so doesn't Matthew. I'm the only one that when I do these things, I'm literally just doing my sole job. No, you're you're doing great, Connie. You're blazing new ground for us. You're trying to keep us young. Yeah. Well, I got another bottle here. This is the uh, another Stag's Leap. We got the Butello Vineyard. So I'm gonna drink a ton of water with this one. Uh, but another nice Stag's Leap bottle uh, from their from their Connoisseurs Club. It's called the Cast Twenty Three Club. Um, so another nice bottle, some of my favorite wines. Coincidentally, uh, Stagsleep is owned by um, Altria, which was in the premium cigar business until just recently. Um, so that was kind of a cool, fun thing. But they make some great wines, uh, but uh, really love this. So I'm going to open up another one here. I've got dinner on the way as well. But, but no, Dan, no, I can't I can't stress enough, and I know Matthew can't either. Uh, we, we appreciate the um, you know we appreciate the support. I, I think Matthew might need to go. Do you need to go help Matthew? You can always go step uh, away I'm, and help and come back. I, I can I can man the ship here. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I I, I was th- I was thinking about uh, uh, getting ready to tap out. I know Nicole's over here and she probably could use a hand. So, um, John, I, I kept watching all. the raffle while I was online, and I thought that was the most well executed raffle I've ever seen. Was it forty five gifts? That was crazy. It ended, like, it ended up being like fifty. But Matthew, yeah. you have to go. We're gonna keep the show going if you don't mind. I'll keep the show going here. And, and we'll you can you keep the show going back. as long as you'd like. Do you plan on come, maybe possibly stepping back in and saying hello? Um, possibly. Uh, I just don't know what kind of time <laughs> we have over here. I don't want right, to commit no to any. I, so hate, before, I hate committing to things. Before we go to official overtime, I did create a full show for you. And Coop and I can hang out here if you'd like to hang out. And I will yep. go from there and we can keep Dan on for a bit. If you, if you don't mind hanging out for a bit, Dan. But I want you to yeah, see no. the closing. So this is the official closing of the show, but we'll keep it going here for a little bit. And I'll leave you on, Matthew, if you want to come back in and say hi. Before you leave and you're done, 
100% for the night. Just come back and say bye. We're good with that. But this is your closing of your one anniversary show of the Smoking Tobacco. So here you go. That's wow. your grand finale. That man. was really cool. Was well, great. thank you for that. Thank said, you. I'll keep you, you in the did green a really room. good job. You gotta go. You gotta go. When we feel it, it's gotta end. We'll end it. But but what a great year, man! It's been fun. I know you guys got a lot to handle here in the next couple of days. You, you're leaving uh, Friday, so uh, to the to the raffle winners, congratulations! You got some great stuff on the way, and uh, and keep an eye out next week. Matthew and Nicole will be down here in Florida. Yeah, absolutely, and, and he, you know, by the way, I just, Matthew, you always end it. Final words for you since you're leaving. Well, um, I just want to thank everybody again, just for for the support because it doesn't happen without the support. Um, it doesn't happen without people watching, liking, subscribing, following along. Um showing up every week to watch the shows uh, in terms of the fundraiser, you know, thank you for everyone who donated. Thank you for everyone who, who donated prizes. Thank you to the Fuente and Newman families. Um, specifically, you know, Cynthia and Carlito, you know, for, for, for donating all, all that stuff. Um, and, you know, and again to, you know, Drew Newman, Joe Grove from Drew Estate, uh, Louis Cuevas, uh, Leo, our friends at Nova, for donating some things, uh, you know, to Dan and the McAuliffe team for the stuff that they put in, uh, to, you know, LFD, um, Smoking Cat. It's just everyone who, who donated stuff for this, you know, we were just blown away by how much we raised. Um, we were just so proud of that. Um, really happy to help. It's, like I said, it's always been part of the goal. It's always part of the dream. So, um, you know, just just really happy to, to be here at this point. Um, thank you to, you know, to Coop and Matt Booth for showing up tonight. Thank you to Dan for coming on, to Cynthia for coming on. Orlando tried to com- come in, but he had some technical difficulties. Um, by the huge way, thank by you the way to- let, like, if Orlando wants to try to come on again, I'm going to send you a Skype link um, so I can get Orlando on the show if he wants to come back in, if you're fine with that. 
I'm fine with it. You can do whatever you want once I leave. Um, I, again, I want to make a huge thank you to Nicole. She's over here packaging up all the prizes and stuff, and I got to go help. But um, she she did a lot of work on this. I don't think a lot of people realize. You know, everyone a lot of people going crazy looking for their looking for their raffle tickets. Uh, Nicole sent those out all like one by one. Um, so it, it was a lot of work. So just a huge thank you to her, uh, and just you know, a huge thank you to her for showing up every week, being here every week, and and producing the show. That's a that's a huge task in itself. Um, you know, to all the to all the guests who came on in our first year, gave us the time. Thank you, uh, Coop. You were one of those. Dan was one of those. Um, but uh, you know, after all that, you know, the last person to thank, you know, is you know, is uh, is John. You know, thanks for you know, thanks for being here. Thanks for being a great friend. You know, one of the best friends a guy could ask for. Um, you know, you you helped start this show. You were a huge part of it. And uh, even though you weren't here every week. You were always here in spirit, and uh, every time you have been here, it's always been great, and I appreciate that. And you've done so much work for us too. And you've been a big help. So, just thank you, and thank you for the whole production you did tonight. It, it's that was wow, that was, it was crazy. Um, you know, you spent a lot of time on that, so thank you. Um, you know, and thank you for everyone for watching again. So that's that's it. That's all I got. I just I, just so much appreciation. I love it so much. Um, and you know, this is only year one, so stay with us because we have many more years to go and it's only going to get bigger and better. Um, that's all I got. Just thank you guys. And we'll Great see you. We'll see you. We'll see you. In, we'll, on our website, we actually just put up a thing that, uh, has all the events you can find us at and we'll update it as we add more events. Um, for those who do want to meet Nicole and myself, now that we are traveling, we will be at the smoked event in Rehoboth, Massachusetts. We will be at the Connecticut Barn Smoker. We will be at Premium Cigar Association Las Vegas. We'll be in Florida next week all over the state. We will be at TPE next year. Um, you know, going forward, we didn't, we're not going this year. Well, we will go next year. Um, we'll be at, or maybe not both of us, but at least me, I will definitely be at the, the, the Big Smoke in November in Las Vegas. Nicole and I plan on going to the Great Smoke next year. Um, so all these events we're we're hitting the road and uh, we'll be out there so we'll find you guys. That's it. Perfect. Well thank you, yep. Matthew. Great it's job. been good. We're gonna keep this going a Great little job. bit. Coop, I just sent you a new link if you wanted to stick on a little bit. Um, yeah. So so you can hear Dan and but no, but Matthew, it's it's awesome. We're gonna keep this going a little bit. I got some more wine here. And uh, Dan, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Coop logged on in a different way so we can all hear each other. Uh, but Matthew Perfect. Do your thing. I'm going to keep you in the green room. If you want to come back, I'll see you. If not, uh, it's been a great time, a great show. And, uh, man, congratulations to you and what you, what you put together, man. You should be very proud of it, brother. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate the kind words. I really do. Uh, I might just log out, and then if I do decide to come back in, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let you I'll know. Yeah, I'll, uh, so I'll leave the green room open, and it'll be fine. Okay. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Thank you, everyone, so much. I appreciate it. Really, it's been awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. So. I'm switching. One so. second here. We're switching over. So, Dan, what's going on with McAuliffe right now? Let's talk PCA. Let's talk TPE. Is McAuliffe involved in the TPE? Is is uh, is that something you're focusing on? Or where, where, where are you all at in regards to the, the industry trade shows that are coming up? 
No, those are great questions, Jonathan. Thank you for asking them. We uh, decided this year that we were going to continue growing our sales force and working with retailers throughout the country. So being a, a family-owned business like the family-owned business you work for, you've got to make choices. And we decided that we would uh, pass on the trade shows this year. Uh, TPE is more of a commercial trade show. And uh, PCA, we continue to be active in the organization. We think there's a lot of important work that PCA does for the whole industry. But we're going to uh, not be present at those two trade shows this year. Next year, it's a different set of conditions. We may make different choices. You know, I think this year is a very influential year for the PCA. Um, I'll take TP out of it just for a second. Um, not saying they're not relevant, but it's a it's a for-profit organization that runs it, sure. and they do they do a really nice show. You know, I think there's a lot of things that uh, could be picked up from that. And um, I'm going to throw Coop's logo up here on the screen here real quick um, because we're going to make this the cigar Coop after show. And uh oh, uh oh. Pace's overlay. Oh, there we go. But um, but no, I you know I think it's a really influential year for the uh, for the PCA, and we'll see see where it goes for them. And uh, I think it'd be you know reality is it's probably going to be lighter attendance in years past. Um, and those that are participating are going to be you know it's going to be sized down a little bit. But uh, I said it's a big deal. I think it's still going to be a good show for them. And I don't think I don't wrong you. And if anybody wrongs you for doing that. Um, which I don't think they would, uh, you know, we just came I, off I a really challenging year, right? Yeah, I, I don't think that people wrong us for anything, um, but but it is important for us to have the conversation with people so they understand where we are as a company, you know, and when you bring it back to the basics that we're all family-owned businesses and uh, you just got to make choices. And this year we're, we're running this play, next year maybe a different play. But uh, the one thing some people have been confused on, they thought we didn't support PCA, so you asking the question is really helpful for us to say, yes, we support PCA and we want them to be successful with all the efforts they're driving in our industry. Dan, question. What do you been, are you, one, are you smoking now? And if you want, what, what were you smoking during the show? I was smoking the uh, McAuliffe Herencia Habano, the Toro, uh, which is, which is one of my very favorites that we have in our line. You know, it's a San Andreas Habano. And uh, it's a it's a fantastic cigar. Coop, I just sent you an invitation in the uh, in the Skype there. I hope that works for you. Oh, perfect. So maybe he's coming in. No, I, you know it's been fun for me, Dan. I, you know I, I've joked around with people. I said, you know, you've got uh, three people that used to work for me, and uh, three people that work Thank really you. hard. And I've said to the territories, I go, you know, we we were in a challenging situation when our factory closed to decide of how long this was going to last, and. Um, and I, you know, you have, you know, Jared Saunders works great for you all in the Midwest and uh, Stephen Poirier in the Northeast. And uh, I said, I go, it's great to watch people in the industry that, that have worked with me to be in a great place. Uh, people move on and go to other roles in this industry, but I've always been really uh, happy about what Andy's done, what Jared's doing and what Stephen's yep. doing with you all. Um, it's a really uh, great uh, transition to see, to see them with you uh, over there. And, and you know, so I talked to one of your retailers in, in uh, Illinois last week, and I said, you know, it's really frustrating to watch my sales team work in other places, but it's also at the same time really rewarding to see them being successful, um, especially yeah. with a brand that's that's like yours. So, I, uh, you know, that, that's great to have them there, and I'm, I'm glad they found a place with you all. Well, Andy's done an incredible job. 
building a team here for us at McAuliffe. And, you know, I was just fortunate that we could pick up part of part of your previous team. Uh, it, it worked out really well for both companies, I think, at the time to get people placed in positions. And, uh, you know, we've got some other great sellers, too. You know, Andy, uh, we've got Brandon here in the uh, South Central area. I see Brian on, and I know Brian and yeah. knows Brandon. So we're just we're having a blast at McAuliffe Cigars, and we're appreciative of everybody who's helped support us and, and helping us build our brand. So, you know, the can funny you guys thing, hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. The funny thing is, okay. I wanted Matthew to be on here so bad when Brian came on. Because Brian, <laughs> Brian was our first guest, and and he was part of the May Day Eve massacre. Because I was like, we're doing we're doing packing gourmet together, and we got all that stuff going on. And I was like, oh, Brian can come on the show. It'd be great to talk about Crown Heads. So the surprise I had for Matthew was going to be um, Brian coming on as the first guest and him returning in the redemption episode. Brian, I just want to let you know, brother, we're, we're three and a half hours in and we've had no technical glitches. It can't, I can't seem to put together a hacking gourmet show over an hour that doesn't have glitches, but we, we got no glitches tonight, my friend. Well, let's see if it's, if it's you and I together that starts causing the problems, then we'll know where the real issue lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, John, I've said this about Hacking Gourmet. It's a very complex show to produce because you guys rely on the video piece so much more than most of the, like, the cigar podcasts do. Mm. So I think that, I think there's a level of complexity um, that you guys do. It's very challenging, and I think you do very well with it. So, I mean, I think well, uh, yeah, it's a great show. The, the great challenge program, yeah. with food stuff is not only does the complexity of the video is yeah. – it, they expect to see you have to show the food, right? So if you don't have this crazy lighting setup and all this stuff, it's really hard. Like you know, and I know that was one of the biggest challenges for Brian. Like Brian and I started, I was cooking out front. Brian was on his back porch, and when he moved to the kitchen, was like a big change. And and we did one show with our biggest troll, uh, good friend and big viewer of the show, but Christopher Rosenthal. Um, he we brought him on the show, and he he spent a ton of time having camera angles set up so it's going to be like a cooking show i mean he really set the bar high it but i watch other cooking shows and i'm like you know it's great for us being in the cigar business we're doing something really unique they said we got the gourmet smoke sessions we're doing and, and when when things slowly get back to normal which they are we're going to be doing something for crown heads too and brian and i have some stuff we're going to be doing together with virtual broadcasts in texas i just talked to our friend dave frakes at industrial cigars uh today and um but yeah, like I've watched other people's food stuff and I'm like, man, they're like totally kicking our ass. I'm like, thank God we're doing this in the cigar business because what people saw were cigar shows. No, no offense, but like there wasn't anything no. that was violently visually stimulating. So I'm trying to get better at it and we're all trying to get better. But it's crazy how much the pictures and high quality image of food matter on, on Hacking Gourmet and, and we're, we're not where we need to be, but we're going to be. And just the fact, just trying to get stuff to finish yeah. during yeah. the show, so you can actually plate something and show it. <laughs> even the episodes that we've had, Dan, Dan, it's funny. Even the episodes we have where um, where you plan it to, like the, the challenge is, you either plan for an hour, and then you over, you have to get to a point where you're finishing it without it being finished, or you plan for an hour and you're done. Like one of the biggest jokes that Brian he's always done, like in thirty minutes. 
because yeah. he's just because he's cooking a meal and he's done. Like he's cooking a meal is gonna be done in thirty minutes. So <laughs> how do you spread it over an hour? And then when you have a meal that takes an hour, how do you get it done in an hour? Yeah, you guys do a pretty amazing job at it because it, it's very hard to produce a food show, and uh, to be able yourself producing, you're you're actually cooking yourselves. It's a it's amazing how you pull it off every time. Yeah, I I'm, I'm surprised yeah. every every week that I get or when we do it every other week that I have stuff actually plated and uh, it looks halfway decent and I can actually sit down and eat it when we get off the air. So it's. Uh, and that's that's the hardest thing when Carney starts texting Fred and I. It's like, all right, where are we cooking? Well, then I guess what can I cook in an hour, or what can I have ready? <laughs> like, I would love to do a brisket, but I can't time a sixteen-hour no. brisket to be done by the time the show is uh, is wrapping up. So there's there's always that issue that that hurdle you got to get over as well. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely that's- been fun. I mean, we we've. Um- we jumped around to, to different stuff and it was, there's been so many plans of things we've had doing. Like, I think for you, Brian, too, probably one of the best episodes we did was the in the can one was really fun. And our goal was right. to try to have like, kind of be like a chop situation where we had different, different ideas and this and that. And really the reason we didn't go that way is because we, the next focus, I say, we, it's, it's been, you know, me with the production, the goal for us, you mentioned it. The goal for us was to have Fred be the producer. That's, right. that's why he was brought onto the show is to be the host, which he is. But the goal is to have him produce it. But then we started doing every week different graphics. And to, to translate graphics over, we haven't figured out how to transfer everything over. So to transfer that over to Fred's been challenging. Uh, so we have a producer on our show that doesn't actually produce the show because we can't figure out how to get him to do it. You know, how yeah, right. we create the graphics to get it over there. Uh, so it would be perfect to have him producing. It would be much smoother uh, so there's just been unique challenges in different spots, and, uh, you know, we, we get better each week with it. Same thing with smoking tobacco. Um, you know, there's there's you know, a challenge to get when you have different parties doing different things. Like, I'm doing a lot of the graphic works on both of our shows. So to transfer that over to Nicole is almost impossible. To transfer it over to Fred is almost impossible. Uh, so it's been fun, and, and, you know, I said, fortunately, we're in the cigar business, and um, there's nobody doing anything like what we're doing. Um, and, and, and it's fun to translate into that. And I said, I'm looking forward to doing, doing something with crown heads. It's a totally out there project that, you know, the concept I've had, I've been telling Brian about, and, uh, we just got to sit down with Miguel and, and, uh, and John and everybody over there. Eventually we got to get in one place at the same time. I, I want to do a concert series where we pair food with cigars and music. Like I want the music to be paired with the food and the cigars to be there. I want to have a live show. And some, you know, obviously it take a little bit more challenge, but to try to put these things together uh, is, is really challenging in, in the way we're doing it. Cause the way we're doing it's cost effective, right? Uh, I mean, I could, I could put together a concert series if I paid the Rolling Stones a half a million dollars, but to try right. to organize these things and make it work is, is really challenging. So it's been fun to watch it and it's been fun to be part of it. And, and I said, Brian's been the best, uh, <laughs> the best partner in it uh, because he goes with the flow and he's a Marine and, uh, yeah, you see far worse shit than this. So, you know, if the show goes bad, what, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But Dan, Dan, I do have a question. We were talking about this. Like, what's what's next up for McAuliffe in terms of cigars? All, people are always asking what's new. Um, but, like, what, what what's McAuliffe's next step in terms of cigars? 
you know, we, we took a little different approach and we published a, a letter and a discussion early in the year about our cigar roadmap. And uh, we had our, our March release, which was the Magdalia SE. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys were able to find one. They uh, kind of flew off the shelves and uh, customers are, are loving them. Uh, it was a it was a shift for the customers. It's a smaller Vitola. It's a five by forty, and you know that's that's not the Toro Robusto Gordo that that everybody shop, shops for. But uh, the, our conversation we set up that it was going to be a smaller Vitola, and it was really a cigar that you needed to to let it pace you on smoking it, and it's been a really big hit. And we contrasted that in September. We'll be releasing a cigar. We haven't said what it is. But uh, for people who like small ring gauge, small Vitolas, that was in the spring. In the fall, we have something that we think Mr. Cooper is going to really love. So uh, when we get to September, we'll release it. Excellent. Brian, I'm going to ask you the same question. Crownheads, you all just released something new recently, I believe. Uh, but also at the same time, you, you all have a really unique relationship with, um, with um, Ace Prime. Uh, you're you're the distributor of the sales of that. That's a new thing over the last year. Um, how have you been seeing that growing, and how has the reception been? I know it's not an overnight thing, uh, but there there hasn't been, in terms of the premium cigar industry, uh, specifically the PCA. I will say, you know, Luciano has been spending a lot of time. That you all just got off your fishing trip too, but Luciano has been very high profile with the with the PCA. Um, how, how are you seeing the reception to Ace Prime cigars? Um, in, in your market and across the board? Well, it's been uh, it's been a nice jump. It's uh, at the beginning, you know, it was kind of who are these guys and where they come from, and we don't know who they are, so, yeah, no worries, uh, you know, we'll pass. But Luciano has been traveling with uh, all the reps, and Luciano's one of those guys, man, he loves tobacco. He can talk tobacco. He can... You know, he's kind of like Steve Saka. He knows everything about everything about all tobacco. And he can tell you, you know, how they rolled it in 1968 versus how they rolled it in 1985 versus, you know, everything. So, but when you get him in front of customers, his passion really comes through. People really listen to him. And the product has really just slowly, steadily been growing and growing and growing. I think Cigar Aficionado, uh, Rated the Sumatra 93, rated the Dreamer uh, Lancero a 93. Coop, I believe the Habano Major top 30 list for 2020. It was actually in the top 25, but yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. cigar, that Habano. So it's one of those, once we get in people's hands, we got the confidence that they're going to love it once they smoke it. Yep. Uh, I just opened, like, uh, I'll give you a prime example. Two weeks ago, uh, Grapevine Cigars in Grapevine, Texas brought it in. And he's given me two reorders since. So it's been uh, it's been a nice uh, gradual climb, but it's definitely headed the right way. Yeah. I I last night Miguel was on our show last night. I smoked that Pachardo uh, Classico Sumatra, and that thing's an absolute flavor bomb. Uh, it's delicious. Uh, and I, I, it's it, and I'll tell you something. Luciano, when it work, comes to working with that Sumatra wrapper, he's as good as anybody. He right. really just gets some good blends out of that wrapper. Yeah, he's. Uh, we got some stuff coming up for the show. So I this year, uh, you know, even with some of the COVID stuff still going on, I'm really excited. It's been a good year so far, and I just think by the time PCA rolls around, 
and even TAA again later in October. It's just going to be uh, it's going to be another outstanding year for us. My other question is, how the hell do I get that Gars at? I literally just got it in the mail last week. I got one. I think we'll be doing these. Will be our new uh, uh, event hats. That's great. Uh, That's yeah, great. the the golf oil knockoff. That's amazing. And, I, I, uh, there's one thing. There's one thing. Obviously, there's great cigar relationships uh, with Crown Heads, but there's one thing that's amazing that they do is the merchandise is next level. I got the McGee smoke oh. meat hat, obviously, that I wear around. But every time I walk in, I'll walk into a cigar store. It doesn't happen all the time, but I'll walk in and somebody wearing a hat. And it's a recognizable logo. And I'm a, I, you know me with, with Hacking Gourmet. I'm a huge fan of knocking, knocking stuff off. Uh, parodying things is great. You guys have knocked off and parodied the merchandise game to another level. And it's all high quality stuff. That that McGee smoke meat hat is a freaking great ass hat. Oh, it, look, we're a hat company that just happens to sell cigars. <laughs> <laughs> but they're always good. I walk in. I mean, the Krispy Kreme donut one is is over the yeah. top. Over the top. Yeah. yeah. The the Juarez hat we just did uh, looks like the Red Bull, you know, wings, but with the two bulls facing each other. So, yeah, no letters yet. So so far so good. <laughs> yeah, if I get, uh, I should be able to get some more of these. When I send you my uh, sponsorship cigars for the Hacking Gourmet Show, I'll throw one in for you. By the way, I'm going to make this public online. Every time I see Fred, every time I see Fred in person, I take care of him. I give him really high end cigars. Oh. Does he thank me? No, no, no. All he talks about, by the way, I, the La Coalition, the cigars you sent us over the summer, loved them, fantastic. Still have them up my humidor up in Maine. Great cigars. But, but Fred will say, oh, oh, Brian sent me this, and what did I get? Yeah. I got to use this. I'm like, Fred, like, I, like I said, I'll buy you Diet Coke. But, I mean, I gave him some great cigars, and I'm not looking to have my bat packed, padded. No, it's fine. But, right. you know, Fred, Fred, of all people, Fred Rui does not have it. No, Fred's no, been no. very he's smart. Working, he's just working it. He's, he's just taking working care it. of himself. He's totally working it, and I'm not going to give into it now. I'm, I think I might be done giving into it. I offered the next time we hang out. I'm going to probably see him next week. I'll, I'll buy him a diet coke. That's what he's getting. I don't think Fred's used to hearing the word no, so maybe we should start. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So Brian, what do you what have you been smoking? Like? It sounds like you're nursing a cold. No, no, actually, I just got into my hotel room, so uh, I actually just finished uh, a Mil Diaz before I came in the hotel, so I'm I'm good to go. Have you have you started your meet and greets back up, or are you being cautious? No, I actually did one uh, at Enfuego in McKinney, Texas, about two weeks ago, and we had 25 people participate, so it was a great event, big turnout. Uh cooked 25 steaks so it was a busy night uh our friends at local yokel uh the butcher i use in mckinney those guys showed up to smoke cigars and help me cook so it was a good night and since we have dan on here hacking gourmet is always at your disposal my friend yes we'd love to You're do welcome. something unique we'd love to do something so special we've got great ideas and uh and we'd love to have you part of uh 
part of some of our some of our cigar ventures that we've got in the future. And if that that, that out of line, trust me, we'd love to be part of it. <laughs> well, let me uh, enlist Sam, who you both know. Uh, yeah. He's full of ideas. <laughs> they never end. <laughs> and uh, we'll think about if there's a, a unique McAuliffe way that we could join you and uh, really have some fun. I'd tell you, so Carney and I, are, I think, are going to have another steak off later this year. Yep. I could just see when I beat him again uh, that we can have a crown heads versus McAuliffe for the belt. And uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe in a year when it's Carney's time to try to win it. You know, win it for the first time. You know, he can try and defend it from somebody or grab it from somebody else. But yeah. we could have a crowd heads McAuliffe stake off at a at a an account somewhere. And, yeah, uh, let's do it together and in by person. the way, I mean, if I lose, I'd be happy to be there and produce the show. But I mean, I won't, so I'll I'll have to do double duty and produce and participate. <laughs> no, that that would be a lot of fun. We may also have to think about some uh, wild game that we can bring into the competition. Oh, one hundred percent. That's right. That's right. Yes, we could definitely do that. The fun thing that, about the, um, you know, Brian Brian beat me in the uh, undisclosed rules that got created after the event. Um, that's fine. That's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine losing, but um, I did win the popular. I did win the uh, electoral college vote, so that's cool. And uh, but no, we had a great time and it was awesome. And and that was October of 2019. So it was only three four months later that all this lockdown should happen. So I yeah. didn't even get a chance to defend myself. And, and by the way, the, the fun thing between Brian, and I, it doesn't matter who wins. Uh, I mean, I know I cooked the best steak at the end of the day, so that's fine. If he needs a if he needs a belt, that's but it fine. Doesn't matter, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> but it was so fun. But it was we had we had we had things planned. Like we had some stuff planned in South Texas and uh, Rich, Richardson, I think, and um, yeah. at Josephs, and and we'll still do those things. But it's so crazy to take that one year and just push it off because right. ultimately it doesn't matter. It's about having fun. And the reason we're doing the things we're doing, the reason we started Ag Gourmet, the reason we started doing these cooking events, it was fun. It was great. It was a good way. It was honestly, it was what we were talking about on the show earlier. It brought brands, it brought cigar brands together in a really unique way. And, and it was independently positive for each brand. And then it, the consumer wins when things are great. For individual brands, it's great for the consumer. Uh, so when we can all come together, it makes a better experience for the consumer. And said nothing's been better than the ambassador group, Brian. Brian, by the way, I did just break your record. I've been on the uh, McAuliffe ambassador um, off the record more than you now. <laughs> yeah, it's only one, Brian. It was, by <laughs> it was by default. I wasn't scheduled. I came in. I came in as an alternate. But I will you say you saved the day, John. You saved the day. Yeah, I will say. By the way, as an alternate, I, I did go on and I looked at the views. It was a very, very successful show, Brian. Is all I'm saying. So I came in. I came in hard, and I was told initially <laughs> that I was breaking your record, and I was very proud. Unfortunately, Dan, I didn't buy. I didn't buy my own belt to to, to do it. You know. Yeah. Right. Dan, <laughs> you reek of desperation and bad decisions, my friend. <laughs> well. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that, and I'm sure Coop's been in this challenge before, when a guest has a problem, and I'm thinking about like when the Fuentes came onto your show, Cooper, uh, when she wasn't able to make it. It's uh, it's pretty awesome when a company commits, and if somebody individual has a challenge, that somebody else jumps on from the company, right. and that's what Arnie did for sure. us. Sure. Yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier. We don't expect that ever, because look, things happen 
uh, when you're doing a show, people have personal lives, personal situations come up. And on top of that, everyone does the show on that personal time. So um, it's, that is always a, a wonderful and a very appreciated thing when, when a company like that steps up. So it, it's not taken for granted, that's for sure. Yeah, you're, and I think that the uh, show that Fuentes did with you was one of the best shows that you've had on record. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but it was incredible. Well, you know, it, we you were know very lucky. Yeah. You know what's been special, Coop? The, um, the Fuente Merrifeld show, Meet the Professor. I guess Meet the Professor is, is Jose Blanco, right? Is he the professor? Yeah. Who's the professor? Jose's the professor. Yeah. So the coolest thing about it for me and as I've watched these things the, the Fuente family is the self-proclaimed and I think proclaimed at the same time, other than the large conglomerates in this industry of publicly traded companies, there's not a brand that's more recognizable than Fuente, maybe Padron in terms of recognition. Yeah. But we're talking, you know, the, a significant portion of Padron's portfolio is very expensive. And the majority of the portfolio for Fuente is not expensive. The people, the one, what people recognize is Opus, which is hard to get, right? But the majority of their products are King V, Queen V's, Chateau's, um, Hemingway's. Uh, Don Carlos gets to a higher end, but you know they started off making. It's not to start off. They're still most of the products they sell are the stuff that's back ordered, <laughs> and the stuff people have a hard time getting, and the stuff that's in high demand, like mild, mild Connecticut Dominicans, Cameroon, medium body Cameroon Dominican cigars. That family is the first family of Dominican cigars. So you look at those situations. And you look at what they did with their show was really unique. It's, it's at another level of, of the brand and industry coming together. And that's why, Dan, I'm glad you're here because you guys did it before it was cool. <laughs> like, and I know this, like the ambassador situation was something you all started several years back and it had a lot of exposure and then COVID hit and it couldn't have been more, um, ahead of its time because you guys were bringing people on from other companies to talk about the cigars, not even talk about the cigars, smoke their freaking cigars in front of a customer base. That makes a big deal. And, and the fact you have a company like Fuente coming out and having people on the show and smoke their cigars and talk about it solidifies what you've done, what our shows are doing, what all these things mm -hmm. are happening and it, it, we can't over, in my opinion, we can't over um, explain it. Like it, it is such a fat. Imagine Coke showing up at a Pepsi show. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, Carney, that's the difference. You know, I think what what resonates is that when any of us get together and get to have a smoke. You know, Brian, I ran into you at Michael's in Euless. And one of the first things we do is we, we trade each other smokes because we all know we're, we've got great products. And right. now it's kind of like we came out and we're doing it publicly and we know our, our ambassadors, that's the segment I know, you know, they don't smoke one brand. They smoke several brands. And uh, it's really fantastic to be able to, to be authentic and realistic and resonate and then have as much fun as we can. I mean... The off-the-records where we brought in people, I have learned so much about the industry. I've met new friends. I mean, I've laughed my ass off. Mike Bellady was trying to teach us how to make Manhattans one night from his home bar. 
You know, it was just brilliant. <laughs> was it? Can you say that with a straight face? Oh no, it it was like it was off the chain crazy, you know. Uh, but those are the kind of things that used to just happen in private. Now we're able to like do it together with a group of people, uh, consumers that we all share. They're all shared consumers, yeah. so we might as well just be who we are. I 100%. agree with Carney. I think it's cool that uh, you know you have us on on your show, and there's a lot of that going on. And and look, it's a friendly competition. Do you want to sell more cigars than we do? Of course you do. Do we want to sell more cigars than? Sure we do. But what Carney said is the benefactors are consumers because it forces us to make better cigars. And it's, this is the best time to be a cigar smoker, in my opinion, because you can't walk into a humidor now without it being stuffed with great cigars. Yeah. And it's hard, to, really hard to find a bad cigar now because it's, everybody's on their A game trying to make the best cigar they know how to make because they know if one guy gets one with a bad flavor or a bad draw or bad construction, when's the next time they're going to try your brand again? Because they got so many others to choose from. So well, it, I, the cigar smokers are reaping the benefit 100%. big time. And, I, and I'll take it to another level, too. We can all only make so many great cigars, right? So right. If, if, if you can only make X number of great cigars and you go to that next, you make one more cigar than you should and it's not great. People are going to judge you on that. So the most important thing, I work for a company and represent a company. I'm in the face of a company that we don't make enough cigars for the demand. Part of that's by design because we want to maintain a quality. Similar thing with Fuente. They happen to be exponentially larger. But I need other companies to make freaking good cigars. So if they can't get my DL700 for two weeks... They have something good to smoke. And when right. my DL700 comes back or the, the Los, Las Calaveras comes back, I know it's limited edition, or the McAuliffe comes back, you know, I need them to smoke something good. Like I need them to have a replacement. And, and not only do I need it, the retailer needs it. If there's a retailer that can't survive without a box of Andalusian bulk, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be real. If you're going to go out of business, if I don't get you a box of Andalusian bulls, you've got a lot of problems that I can't fix. I know you need them, but in the meantime, they need to have McAuliffe. They need to have a, a Crown Heads. They need to have a Fuente. They need to have a Padron. They have this. I need my consumer that represents and purchases LFD to have alternatives if they're going to smoke it to a point and enjoy it to a point where they can't have it all the time. And that's a big deal that we don't talk about. The retailer must have those types of brands. And that's what I think has been great about us is that when we're coming together, the relationships that we're having now in the last year and a half, I'm aligning and creating my friendships naturally, but it's also working on the same time. The cigars I smoke. When I can't get an LFT, I can get LFT when I want them. But if I can't get an LFT, I smoke a, uh, I smoke a McAuliffe. I smoke a Crown Heads. I smoke a Puente. Yep. I smoke a Padron. I smoke CLE. I smoke Christian Roas. I, I smoke other cigars. Um, and that's a reality. And the cons if, if I do that, the consumer's doing it tenfold. And, and the retailer needs that. I'd be happy to ship you every single LFT that, ha that we produce if that's the only cigar in your humidor. But that's not going to be a successful business venture. So I need other cigars, and you need it, and every manufacturer does too. And 
and, and that's been a really special thing that we're now realizing that, uh, you know, the, the competition is there where it's at, but you know, we can all live in the same space. You know, John, John, you asked a question earlier about us not going to PCA, and I talked about the reasons we're not going to the trade shows. One of the reasons I didn't go, and, you know, I'm just going to steal a minute of airtime here, is the, the other big bet that we made at McAuliffe this year was how we bring women into the smoking community. And I'm not sure if you're aware of it or Brian. I know that uh, Coop has seen it, but we're self-publishing a book this year that's a cigar journal. You know, it's been so long since anybody who's on this call started smoking. You know, you don't remember the awkwardness of how it feels in your hand and cutting and lighting and different things. But as a company, we realize the, the just emerging number of women in leadership positions in our retail retailers. You know, it blew our minds. You know, and I don't know if it's something that you guys would be interested in, but as we're thinking about women events, it'd also be fun to do some where uh, we they have more than one brand to pick from. You know, that's something that we certainly would, would be willing to, if, if you or any of your sellers want to talk to us, because we want to work with our retailers and do some events and, and help grow. You know, you were talking about competing on the shelf for, for dollars. Well, the other solution is grow more smokers. And uh, well, we, th we think that's a really important segment. And, you know, the, the, handsha the handshake is out there for us to be able to make and say, hey, if there's events that we could do together, where when we introduce on that, that it's around multiple brands, you know, I think that that is a, a wave that is going to grow over the next five years that's going to be significantly more important to us all. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, I think that was a really good piece of work you guys did um, combining you. that, you know, that's, you know, like I said, I thought it was very educational. There's something for everybody to learn in, in that piece as well. Uh, and it's a way, you know, um, I said I thought the whole messaging around the women was, was really a nice thing to have. And you, you, you timed that out perfect with the, you know, International Women's Month. So I think it was Thank a good you. job. Yeah. You, you know, I, I heard Carlito. It was on your show, Coop, where I heard him say it. And it's what we had derived independently living, you know, out in Texas. We don't have all the crosstalk that the Florida manufacturers have is that women want the same great cigars that we want as men. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they you do. You just don't pink it and shrink it and think you're going to sell something. You have to have a, a great product. And, you know, as we talk to people, is about creating moments where they feel comfortable coming and exploring the cigar lounge and, and trying our products. Um, so I, I think that's going to be a really important part for the industry over the next five years. So we have a new entry. We have a new entry into the show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to pop out for one second and then come back so I can uh, get our friend Orlando involved. Orlando Perez, a good friend of ours from California, great friend of the show, Weekly Cigar News, used to be juxtaposed cigars, but Orlando's yes. here. We've been trying to get him in all night, but now he's here. He's got some challenging stuff going on with his family and personal stuff. We're gonna get into, but prayers are headed your way, my friend. But Orlando's Thank here, you. so Orlando's been watching Absolutely. tonight. He's he, he was going to be in earlier. So Orlando, you must have some questions right now for for the show or what's been going on tonight. We're happy to have you finally in here. So uh, Orlando from Weekly Cigar News is here. This is the t Smoking Tobacco one year anniversary, and and just recently sponsored for a very low fee, the Cigar Coop Overtime Show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we worked out a deal. Worked out a little deal there. So Orlando, welcome. Can you hear us? Thank you, thank you, thank you for the the warm welcome. 
first off, uh, congratulations goes out to Matt and Nicole and you, Jonathan. Anniversary. Also, their relationship one year anniversary. So that's awesome to hear. Uh, number two, I went ahead and documented. I don't know if you guys can see that here, but I documented. Uh, Anyway, so what, what I wrote on there was Matt the back I mean Matt whose arm long. So I had a total of thirty Hey Orlando, I'm gonna interrupt you for a minute. Your sound yeah. quality is difficult for us to hear. Oh I don't know if there's an adjustment static. you can make. Sorry to interrupt, but I didn't want your message to get lost. No, fine. Thank you for that. Let me do I have to do anything different here to make it sound better or or if that's yeah, I did it. Uh, let me let me try to do something here real quick. I'm muting myself. Okay. Wrong one. I'm used to Zoom, so Skype is a whole different ballgame for me. Um, I think that's coming from Carney. It may be coming from Carney. Yeah, let's see if from Carney. Okay, I'll wait. You guys go ahead and talk, and I'll continue later on. No, we think that Carney may be the one who's stepping on top of you. Yeah. Oh. Do you hear it? Do you hear that static? Yes, I hear it. Yeah. I think that's coming from Carney. Okay. We'll yeah. wait until he comes back from the He bathroom. may not know he has a, <laughs> a hot mic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There. There. Gentlemen, how is everybody? Well, I heard I heard I heard a bunch of cool people were like meeting up, and so I decided to crash the party and bring the bring the level of excellence down a couple notches. There, yeah. <laughs> now you know I didn't why I didn't complete my task yet. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm gonna do. Oh no worries. Well, I I, I was just chat I was just chatting with Matthew. To come on here and just to congratulate uh, John uh, to his face for uh, for a one year anniversary. Working alongside Matt and Nicole for uh, their one year anniversary, I think it's uh, I think it's freaking awesome. All right, looks like it's cleared up. Yeah, there was some static, John. It may have been coming from your end. I've been muted the whole time. So, you, did you hear conversation? Yeah, we, yeah, heard, we heard you John. static. We heard you talking. Did I say anything nice? I don't no. know, but there goes your perfect technical difficulties. Uh, well, that went go. down the drain. Well, there we go. <laughs> I was muted, so you didn't hear anything explicit. But uh, Bear, <laughs> welcome, my friend. Thank you, sir. I wanted, like I said, I was talking to Matthew offline right now, and I just wanted to call on, get on, and, and congratulate you to your face and Matthew and Nicole, even though they're not here at the moment uh, on a one-year anniversary. It's, uh, I think, it's fantastic. Incredible show, and uh, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I I mean it's only the beginning. I think it's only the beginning. Yeah. So congratulations, uh, Orlando. If you want to continue what you were talking about, sure, I could do that. Thank you. So what I, as I was saying earlier, I was writing down Matt Booth's f bombs. <laughs> so the f bomb, the number of f bombs that I got were thirteen. On the smoking tobacco show, the last one he had over forty, so he simmered <laughs> down a little bit. So, so and then I had to write this down. 
the last yes. show, he had over 40. Yes. Impressive. Yeah, the last show, he had over 40. This time, he had 13, and I documented everything on here. That's and light. I also had to document this that he told Mr. William Cooper over here. And I am going to say it out here. He said, throw okay. the dick like Hercules. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it I love come that. Up. <laughs> that made me laugh so much that I had to write it down. <laughs> I cried. I just, there was nothing you could do but just let it stand out there, right? <laughs> yes. It was hilarious. I had to laugh at it, so I wrote it down. But that being said, thank you for the welcome. And um, congrats again. And I'll be listening to you guys. So thanks for the invite. Well, we're not sending you away. You're staying here, Orlando. You're on the you're on the West Coast. You yeah. can help us burn this midnight oil. Yeah. I, I of keep, course. By the way, I keep getting messages from Matthew. He's still watching, just to let you know. He's still watching. <laughs> yes. Yeah, only I, I got to give them. Here. Listen, that's dedication to go pack those things up, like because um, it, when that just once you give these prizes out, it's a lot of work. Oh. And. And I can't imagine doing 46 of these things, coordinating them with raffle tickets. And, yeah, so, and I, you know, I'll tell you the other thing we have a challenge with, claiming prizes. We have to chase people down for prizes. That, and I'm not talking minor things. I had one with a hundred, like, cards over a hundred dollars. And I'm like, you don't want it, we'll give it to someone else. <laughs> We're chasing people down for hundred dollar gift cards. So apparently the Skype link has been sent to more people. As I said, that, uh, that Matthew Tobacco is still watching. He's being uh, mischievous behind. So we may have some more guest shop shopping along and popping in. And uh, thank you, Dan. Dan, if you have to go, not an issue at all. I thank you uh, for being on here. And we thank you as a participant. There's no, no need to stick around all night. I'm going to stay here probably till my next bottle of wine. But Dan Thompson, Macau Cigars, president, El Presidente. El Presidente. <laughs> Hey guys, thank y'all so much for letting me come join the fun and celebrate the amazing work Nicole and Matthews did. It was uh, it was a, one of the best raffles I've ever seen. So thank you, uh, Coop, Brian, Orlando, Bear. We'll see y'all later. Good night. Thank you, Dan. Good Good night, thank you, Good thanks, Dan. So um, so yeah, so I gotta, I have one thing I gotta, I gotta say here. Cynthia Fuente is still watching the show. She's still participating with us, still enjoying the show. Wow, uh, which, is, which is amazing, and 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 that's a, it's a that's a testament to to everything. And the the, the one thing I'll say about uh, my relationship with Matthew and Nicole, uh, which has been been very unique, is same thing I said about you earlier, Barrett. I'm sorry that you're. You know what? I'm gonna pop myself off here one second, so you have a better spot. Boom. There you go. Um is they're very genuine. I said the same thing about you. I'm like, you're genuinely fair. Like, you are who you are. When people see you, that's what it is. And by the way, the beard is getting amazing right now. <laughs> wow. But they're just really good people. Their families are great. You know, it was fun to watch their relationship grow and fun to see them connect over cigars at the same yeah. time in... Uh, and they, they said it's they, they're just doing something really unique and special, and I've been been fortunate to be part of it, and I, I know I've been a big part of the Smoking Tobacco show, uh, but they've been a big part of what I've been doing with some of my, my media stuff. I mean, Coop, you, you've been part of the shows we've had. 
it wouldn't have been as like my, my Super Bowl show at Corona wouldn't have been as successful if you weren't involved in it. And if smoking tobacco was involved in it, bear wasn't involved in it. And that's a reality. Um, so those relationships are so unique and so special. And, and I think, you know, they, we, we started this show at a time where people were trying to connect, whether it was on a business level, a media level or whatever it is. And we, we were all connecting and whether it was divine intervention or whatever it is, it's worked a well. But the one thing I'm going to say about those raffle items, I have nothing to do with this. The raffle items LFD gave away, other than the ones they already had, Lido and Inez are going to pay for. It's a very nominal cost. But this is about 45 prizes that Matthew and Nicole are paying for independently. Because all the money that was raised is literally going straight towards the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. They're paying for the shipping. If you were a smoking tobacco... A smoking tobacco club uh, member on Facebook and this stuff. When they sent out stickers, I don't know if you've received stickers. I know Orlando, you have. And I, yeah. I know, yeah. you all, everybody on here has. Maybe yeah. Brian, I don't know if Brian has, but um, they sent those out in really nice envelopes, really high end stickers. They're yep. business cards, high end stuff. And fortunately, you know, Matt works his ass off as a union electrician. Uh, Nicole hadn't didn't her job. She was laid off from her job, uh, furloughed from her job for over a year with uh, with Equinox, which is fitness clubs and high end spots. But they're, they're spending their personal money to send these packages out, yeah. and and the people that sent the packages them spent their own personal money too, which is nice. But the fact that you have two independent people spending the money that it cost, it cost them probably four bucks to send me the stickers, times a thousand yeah. or whatever it is. I mean, there's, there was 2,000 plus tickets sold for this that, that came, went to a great cause. But the fact they're sending these prizes out, I mean, that's hundreds of dollars. And it's a great thing. And I'm not trying to pump their brakes because they're friends. If anybody's a friend of mine also knows that if, if you're a friend of mine, you do something stupid, I'll call you out on it or I'll call you a jerk. You don't deserve it. But like what they've done here is they're sending this out on their own. And that $7,000 is going directly to the cigar fund. Uh, Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. $7,000 check is going to go straight to them and everything else that's smoking tobacco covered. And I said, I have no financial gain in this. I, I have no yeah. financial being in this. And, and them sending them out, that, that's a big thing. Right, Orlando? Like, I look at that. Yeah. Like, when they sent me stickers and sent me cards and sent me this, like that, that's on their own because they just love what's going on here. And it's really mm-hmm. special to see that. I Coop, you do it. Barry, you do it. Everybody does it in their own different ways. But to, to line up and straight up send $7,000, which is raised straight up, it'd be very easy to say all proceeds to this, cover expenses, this and that. They're sending $7,000 straight to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. Yep. That's and, beautiful. you know, think about the shipping costs of 40 items, right? This is several hundred dollars, I'm sure, that they're that they're that they're spending on shipping. Oh, way, easily! I can about, tell you how much each of those packages cost because we all yeah, send yeah. packages like that all the time. We all, <laughs> we all. I mean, let's my biggest expense is shipping. I can tell you that. Let, let's talk about the headache if one of them doesn't show up correctly, right? Yeah, now, yeah. If you've got relationships. It's fine. If there's a shortage right. or something, you know, the Fuentes are going to back it up. LFT's backing up. All the sponsors and everybody's right. involved is going to back it up. 
that, that's time and effort and money. And, and that's something that goes unnoticed in this. It's like, oh, great, you got a prize. But, uh, you know, and I appreciate the support, the people that helped us raise the $7,000. But the fact that they, they're pulling out of their pocket, I'll tell you, we don't, yeah. <laughs> we, smoking tobacco is not a revenue stream. It's a passion. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's a passion. Same thing for you, Bear. Like, you have sponsors, but it, you're not, you're not making money on this. This is something we're passionate about. And, you know, Coop said it earlier, he's like, I hope to go, I hope to make this a full-time job someday. It, who knows if it ever happens, but Coop's going to keep doing a show, whether it's, whether it's still on that hope or not. And, and the fact what they're doing, I, I can't applaud Nicole and Matthew enough on the fact that no matter what they're doing, that, that they're, they're putting their money where their mouth is. And that's yeah. great. And it said, when, when they, when the, the one for me that was the biggest, is when they sent those stickers out. They bought these stickers, they're nice stickers, and they sent out thousands of stickers to hundreds of people. I was like, what a, what a great what a great little thing for the brand. But then when we talked about the fundraising effort, every proceed was going to go to cover, it was going to go directly to that. It didn't matter what the cost was. And, I mean, I mean imagine if imagine imagine if they had to ship out 300 packages and they'd raised $20,000. There still wouldn't have been one cent that come from that 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 fundraising. That fundraising yep. was going straight for them. Yep. Now, was they also, um, as far as sending out the stickers, they're not just United States. There were some that were from Germany and different places around the world. Yeah. So that cost a little bit more to be sent out. And on top of that, also, uh, just out of their hearts, Nicole still sent me a few things here and there, cards like uh, John said earlier. She sent me actually a, a coffee cup when I had my juxtaposed cigars uh, podcast before. On one side is uh, smoking tobacco, the other side juxtaposed cigars. That came out of her out of their hearts, and I appreciated that because I didn't ask for it. So they're sending surprises that are coming out of their own funds, and I mean, very appreciative of what they're doing. And it's great, and, and you know what? Since smoking tobacco is in is in the chat box, they got a great great point. Oh, wow. I brought this I up to you before. Just in. I know you saw it. But it says, we got coop coins. I'm sure they weren't cheap. They weren't. Because I have a coop coin, too. And it was when uh, when Lito Gomez uh, had the small batch. And you 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 also had made plaques, Coop. You made these very nice plaques with tags right. in the office. There's a there's a small batch. I think it was, what, what was it? What number was that? Two, three? That was three. And I have the two one that just is, uh, is getting shipped this week. Yeah. So I have to, I have to give the other one. So yeah, we and that's we passion. Do the like yeah. there's not like like it, it's cool. So like when I walk into my office, I, yeah. I see cigar coops plaque up there. That's cool. And I'm not saying everybody has to do it. You do what you do, and everybody has their own means to an end, and that's nice. But that that's that's time and money spent for something that's a passion. Which again, I don't see people making Coca-Cola coins. You know. These are big businesses. We're in a small, unique business. Uh, you know, the same thing with Bear. I, I was involved, and I'm, I'm still involved on a personal level with uh, with uh, with uh, Wood Butcher Maine. And so I talked to talk to talk to Bear and Bear. Not, I didn't talk to him. He talked to me. He, he did he did an ad run for six months with Wood Butcher Maine on his show, and it was a great thing. What a unique, special situation to be in, where there's a cigar coop coin. There's a wood butcher ad or a hacking gourmet ad on on uh, on El Oso Fumar, 
what a unique situation to be in where people in this business love it so much to present it that way. And it makes a big difference. It makes a big deal. And it's such a special situation. And, and that's why when it, for me, I know I'm talking a ton and taking all this time. I got to get Brian involved here in a second. But that for me is where these relationships build on a personal level. And also at the same time, which allows me to separate the business and personal relationship. Uh, because like, I want Coop to do his thing. If we have a cigar that comes out that doesn't smoke good, I need to know. Same thing in half a little bit, like with Bear. I want to be honest. There's, there's no quid pro quo here with these situations, these personal friendships. If, and if I can't handle it, that's my problem. Um, but these, these out of the, the goodness and passion they have for this business, a plaque shows up, a point shows up, an advertisement shows up, a, a fundraiser shows up. It's such a unique thing. I do the same thing in my business, and I'm not. I said I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I spend money on personal things sometimes. You know, like if I want an extra at an event and it's not approved in my budget, I'll spend a little bit of money on it. And I'm not. I'm not going to say what it is because I'm not looking for congratulatory response on it. But man, what a great group of people we have in this industry, and what a great group of people we have here. You know, Brian, you're the same way. But there's nobody in this room that wouldn't do the same thing and doesn't already do the same thing. What a unique experience. Coop, it's on you. No, John, I, I, I completely agree with you on that. Um, you know, um, we, it's kind of, but you know, we get a lot in return. Like I was saying earlier and bear, bear knows this. When we ask, hey, can you come on our show at 10 o'clock? They come on, people come on. Um, you know, and they make the time to do that. Whether it's, you know, and, and, you know we, it's something that we don't take it for granted. Um, and believe me, if we don't have a guest, we don't have a show in a lot of cases unless we have something else. Um, and, you know, so we, we get, there is, there is a reciprocal thing back. And I think one thing I'm going to say is what, what, what happened tonight there was incredible support from Fuente Newman for this, but you know, and, and, and you saw the prizes. I mean, and and it's very rewarding to see when a company gets behind something like that. Now, I I I I'm not gonna say who it was, right? But there was a fundraiser that we did, and we felt the organization just didn't do anything back for us on that, um, and we discontinued it. We were doing this is before Cigar Coop, um, prime time. But we had it, and we we, go, we had to make a call like what we weren't getting that. And we asked for it, we didn't get it, and we had to make a call to pull the plug on it. So, um, you know, Fuente went above and beyond the norm, I think, on that. The stuff that was in those packs, oh, my goodness. That was just like, like Dan was saying, that was one of the greatest raffles ever. I mean, I would put that, you know, the only one that maybe would top it, right, but it wasn't a podcast. It was great, the one that Abe does at The Great Smoke, which is, which is over the top. But I mean that's an in-person event. It's a different story, and there's, there's you know, there's manufacturing commitments there. But but yeah, proportionally for, for speaking, that's a year, much larger event. You know, when, right, you, can, say, when you consider the the breadth of what smoking tobacco has accomplished in a year, yeah. and to it, yeah. for it to culminate in this yeah. amazing, amazing charity drive. I mean that's, I mean it's massive. It's yeah. just incredible. When oh I know, and the night bear I was on your show, and we we, we the uh, the Septus Alliance, and people who are stepping up. To make donations, I was, I was in awe, and we we still 
we still raised like $500, which is, un- I mean, that was a, sm- a segment I did on your show. And, you know, people were incredible. It was so generous. I mean, it was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable from all facets, whether it was just listeners or retailers or manufacturers. It was, or you personally. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Um, and, and the final thing I'll say is, you know, when I was sick in the hospital, when 400-something people reach out to you, it meant a lot. I mean, I guess tell you, when I'm sick in the hospital, and those, those messages were absolutely the, some of the best medicine I had. And it all comes from the cigar industry. You know, I can't imagine. Community. You know, I, I talked earlier, like, yeah, you drink too much wine and you need to drink more water, right? I can't imagine having something and, you know, hopefully, and we're all going to experience something in our lives. Hopefully it's longer down the road, whatever. But um, I can't imagine being in a situation where you have a non you have an expectation of no issues and challenges or whatever, and you have something that's very challenging that you went through, Coop. Yeah. And and to sit there and be be in a really challenging. I, mean, I try to think about it in my head right now. I can't even imagine. You lived it, and to have an industry like the cigar business. That, that connects to you, wants to hear it, wants to be involved in what's going on. And, like, let's take it back at the same level. Not This is not to minimize your situation, because your situation no. was vi- was violently challenging. Yes. I, I hope, no, I, 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 I know you don't wish what you, you went through on anybody. Nobody. Um, nobody. No, I, not I, even, you know, yeah. Nothing. No, not even, like, a quarter of it. Um, no. But, like, let's take this back to these kids with the Ch- Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. They don't even sure. know what they're going to see. So yeah. they have no clue. They don't even, they haven't experienced anything. And these types of fundraisers and what the Fuente family is doing. I know I represent LFD, but it's Dominican Republic. They're part of Pro Cigar, and they we're very close with them personally. We're giving them that opportunity to experience what life has to offer. Whatever it's challenging or not, we're given that opportunity to, to face challenges. Because I think for me, the biggest thing would be to not to not be able to face challenges. Life has challenges, and what the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation is doing is allowing these children to be able to face the challenges of life. Because that's what life's about. Hopefully, it's more positive than not. Your situation, Coop, you came out. It's turned out to be positive. It's still something you need to be aware of, but. If you were one of these children in the Dominican Republic that came from a challenging background, if you didn't have the opportunity to face that, because there's many children in other countries and around the, around the world that don't have that opportunity, what this does allows them to see the challenges of life and conquer them. And if they don't, that's a very sad situation. If they do, that's what it's all about. It's about trying to meet the next challenge. Same thing that you went through. Same thing we're all going to go through for different things for different reasons. Um, and same thing you're doing now, Orlando, with your, with your family. I mean, it's challenging things, and it, all we can do is go from challenge to challenge and try to conquer. And that's really, for me, what life's about. It's scary in the moment, but that's what life's about. You know, it's so important, John, med- access to medicine, right? So I would have been dead 100 years, maybe 150 years ago from what happened. I, I, I would not have survived. Like yeah, it was only medicine was the only most likely, and yeah, you one, think about you know some of these children that may not have access. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about some of the children in some of these countries that don't have the access to these types of things sometimes. And you know it, it's 
you know, we have to try to help people out as much as possible with that sometimes. And that's, that's, you know, I, I was, I was lucky that I lived in a country where they have medicine, access to this medicine. Sometimes you don't have access to these medicines and, uh, it's, it's sad. So Brian, we're coming back to you, baby. Okay. You don't have to give us an address or anything, but like what hotel are you in tonight and what state are you in? I'm in Texas. I'm at a Hilton Garden Inn. So you're a Hilton guy. I'm a Hilton and Life I'm a luxury. Marriott I'm a Hilton guy. I'm, a Hilton I'm, Diamond. Guy well. I'm Diamond with Hilton and I'm Platinum Elite with Marriott. Bear, Bear, is like, Bear is like Hilton, the lap of luxury. They do have some great properties, but I'm going to tell you, Bond Boy Marriott lights out. Yeah. Look, I used to be an IHG guy with Hilton, but Holiday Inns, man, their beds. Uh, I, if you know me, I've said this a million times. I don't care what the hotel looks like. I don't care what neighborhood it's in, other than my truck's been broken into five times. As long as the bed is comfortable, that's all I care about. And Hilton and Marriott's, all their properties have the best beds. IHG, they lost my business because all of their beds were horrible. So, Brian, I know I don't get to actually make this joke, but as a, as a red-blooded American, I think it's acceptable. <laughs> You're a Marine, once in, never out. What right. type of hotel do you think the Air Force would be staying? So like a JW Marriott? Maybe Ritz Carlton? Well, well, JW Marriott <laughs> is the big plan standby if they can't get into the Ritz Carlton, you know, or the the deluxe or whatever boutique uh, hotel that's uh, out there for them to stay in. <laughs> Freaking Air Chair Force has made service, so yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> you, want, you want your funny story? Yeah, 100%. It's yeah. worth noting that my brothers in law serve in the United States Air Force. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> well, let me tell you when I was right before I got out of the Marine Corps, got off active duty, I was stationed at NES Dallas down there in Grand Prairie. And they were getting ready to close that base. And they were going to move everybody over to Carswell Air Force Base in Fort Worth. And it was no longer going to be Carswell Air Force Base. They're going to turn into the Joint Strike Fighter Group or whatever they call it now. So part of our detail was to go from Dallas to Fort Worth to scout the new hangars, where we're going to put equipment, where the where our tarmac area was, and where we're going to park our F-18s and everything. We're over there doing all that. It's like, hey, let's go grab lunch. And we go to the Air Force. It's not a chow hall. It's a dining facility. <laughs> I walk in. There's linens. There's tablecloths. I grab the guy. I said, am I in the officer's club? I think I'm in the wrong place. They go, no, this is the Air Force enlisted dining hall. It's like, wow, I am out of my element. <laughs> Brian, you know what's funny, man? I, I think it was like a year or so ago, maybe two years ago, there was this report that came out about like, they accused it of being frivolous spending for the military food budget. It was like lobster tails, filet mignon, this and that. And there's people that are getting offended. And I was like, I wasn't offended at all. I'm like, with this gigantic budget that we spend on military, I mean, I want to go to the right places. But like, if people, if people that are in the military are sacrificing their lives, whether they're officers, enlisted men, whatever it is, absolutely. If they were yeah. eating filet mignon and lobster tails. By the way, it didn't last very long because most people don't want to hear it. Right. I, I want 
honestly, if, if it cost us twice as much, I wanted everyone eating lobster tails. Like, I want, force, I want force recon marines eating A5 Wagyu steak. Eat whatever the hell they freaking want. So people are like, oh, Let this me is crazy. You. It did not last very long. because It was like one story, and it went on for like one week. And it was just like, who gives a fuck what the military is eating? If they want lobster tails, give them lobster tails. And it hopefully it wasn't just officers. You explained it a little bit. Like it was a dining hall. I want you all eating the best you can eat when you're not in combat. Eat it all. If we can ship lobster tails and dry, like freeze dry container shrimp, ship them. Well, normally in the Marine Corps, the only time we see something like that is usually November 10th for the Marine Corps birthday. That's when they, uh, mm-hmm. you know, bring out the, the big guns and we eat something pretty cool. But the normal Monday through Monday, dining hall, chow hall. I've, the number of times I've had lobster and filet mignon when I was on active duty was zero. Brian, I have a question for you, and you don't, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to. It's fine. I'm not going to be offended. Did you see combat? No, no, I was no. not. Okay. I, when Where's I got you? stationed at uh, NAS Dallas, I was attached to MAC-41, VMFA-112. Right. And when I got there, I was trained. I was an avionics guy on the F-18. Nice. Uh, A, B, C, and D model. And when I got there, that squadron, my squadron still had the F-4 Phantom, Vietnam-era F-4 Phantoms. And they hadn't transitioned to the F-18 yet, so our squadron was never activated in Sonoma because the F-4s we had, if we had 20 of them, we could barely keep four in the air because they were so old. And by the time we got our F-18s, everything had started calming down, so I I am not a combat vet. All right, so... By the way, that doesn't doesn't discontinue or dis distaste what you did. So yeah. thank you for your sacrifice. I would just say this: I did get the phone call. I, I I I I'll never forget this. I was at home eating dinner. Matter of fact, I was having dinner with my father, who was a former Marine, and uh, I got a call. And they said, "Hey, come to the base. We're getting ready to go." So I packed my sea bag. I went got to the base. They started our processing paperwork. I got a black plague shot. Black plague shot in my right arm. My right arm was dead for five days. I couldn't use it. And we sat around for about 72 hours, and they said, yep, we're not going. Everybody go home. <laughs> that was... Uh, so, so, my, so since you've got the black plague shot, I have a question for you. You don't have to answer it again. Have you or I've have never you not got plague. the COVID vaccine? What's that? Have you or have you not got the COVID vaccine? I have my first shot. I get my second shot next week. All right. All right. So once you get the black plague shot, COVID's nothing. Yeah. And stuff I got shot up with the drink. Needles I can sit there and stare at as it goes into my skin. I've, I've had air guns shoot medicine into me. I've had needles. I've had frozen penicillin injected <laughs> in my ass. It's, uh, yeah, needles don't bother me. And, you know, so it's no big deal. <laughs> awesome. So not to John, I'm gonna some, John, yeah, I'm gonna ahead, take John. the opportunity real quick, John, if you don't mind. I'm just gonna take the opportunity yeah. to bid everyone a good evening. Uh, thank you for letting me come on. Good um, I really appreciate everyone. I appreciate Matthew, Nicole, you. Uh, this is fundraiser. This was fantastic. Uh, congratulations to them. Congratulations to everybody on the there. 
on on the panel tonight. Orlando, it's good to see you. Brian, it's great seeing you. Uh, I'm looking forward to actually going to an event and seeing your face again. Uh, it'll be fantastic. Uh, but as John just said a minute ago, uh, and you know how much I appreciate your service. Thank you again for your service. Uh, Coop, well, I'll see you when I see you, which is yeah, probably yeah. tomorrow. I'm going to be I'm, I'm gonna be up a while. So, <laughs> well. John, thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Bear Brother. Uh, Coop wins uh, MVP of the night, by the way. He, he's been here the longest. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, hey, Orlando, it's all you. It's all me? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm Brian still here. So, so Brian, I don't talk about this stuff a lot. Like, I love that you're my, – my grandfather was a Marine, and I look I look very similar to him when I don't have a beard. Um, so I get the military thing a lot. I get asked a lot. Like, and you know the look. People ask the look. I'm I'm a young guy, and it's like, oh, did you serve in the military? It's like, no. I go, but I, I appreciate the fact that you look at that the way. I go, thank you so much. I go, but I – Absolutely not. And I go, but thank you so much for recognizing it. And I always congratulate them and said, when you see something it looks like, ask them. Like, ask them for that. And one thing I'll say about my lady friend, which we talked about tonight, one of the coolest things for me, for her, was she's, we, we were hanging out, we were went to a bagel shop and a guy had a hat on and he'd served and the thing she does, like, without a thought, is thanks people for serving. And I, and, and I always joke around a little bit, but I'm like, oh, like, why do you bring that up? You don't ever get tired of that stuff, right, Brian? Like, nobody gets tired of that. That's a nice thing. Like, so I, 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 I want to encourage people to bring it up. Like, if you know somebody that's been in, that's, that's served, like, congratulate. Like, that's not something that yeah. gets old, right? No, no, not at all. Not. So it's like a really unique situation, and, and, and she does it religiously, which I, I think it's a it's a great thing. And honestly, I, I should do it more than she does because, like, I get the amount of times I've seen her congratulate people. People walk up to me because I look big. I'm like I'm not in great shape, but I'm in decent shape, and I got like high, I, I do the high and tight marine haircut. And people are like, oh, do you certain like no like. I've made it a point to try to make sure I, I thank people because it's a real thing. And not even just military-wise. Like, it's a big deal here in the United States. And I, I don't, for me, it's nothing bigger than that. But, like, thank people for what they do that's right. Thank them for being who they are and doing good things. Um, thank them for going through challenging moments. Thank them for being involved. Um, you know, same thing. Same like, you know, with, with Orlando. You, he's got challenges. He's going through just be nice to people and thank them for doing great things and, and political stuff aside. That's fine. But I do have a question for this. This is for you, Orlando. Okay. You were, you were juxtaposed cigars. So tell well, first of all, I want to know what juxtaposed means. And then you transition means you, you no, no, hold up. Then you transition to weekly cigars. You're obviously a cigar, cigar aficionado, and you're going to be moving down here to Florida when you can. But, but tell us a little bit of what you're doing. I, I don't know if people understand what's going on here. And, this, and in my opinion, the same thing we talked about, there's nobody's more genuine what you've been doing. I, I've never even met you in person, but you're a great person. You're a great human being. You're a great man. And you do great stuff, and you're very genuine. So like, explain a little bit what, you're, what, you, what you have going on. Well, with uh, juxtaposed, uh, the terminology juxtaposed means whenever you line up things side by side. That's what the word juxtaposed means. He's actually, he actually told me, he said, you know what, 
juxtaposed is a difficult word for people to understand what it means, which kind of makes sense. And, and I'm like, okay, yeah, makes sense, whatever. So then, I, then he gave me some ideas, and he and I we bumped head together, and we ended up, I ended up getting weekly cigar news, which is easier. My podcast, uh, I'm trying to get into the weekly basis, but if you guys know, my mom actually, she went to the hospital today, and she had a, it's called a cardiac enzyme, which is like a heart, a minor heart attack type thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, and I'm gonna, try, I'm, I'm gonna try not to get too emotional here, That's but hard. I've been on her for for a while, and sorry. Yeah, you're fine. <clears throat> and uh, I'm her caregiver, and I'm the only one taking care of her. And finally today, I told her, I said, "Mom, you got to go to the hospital. You don't look good at all." And she didn't. She forgot how to walk after her after the last surgery she had on her left wrist that she broke her wrist. They gave her surgery. After that, she's never been able to walk like she used to. So I've been carrying her pretty much from the bed to the bathroom and that kind of thing every day until today, obviously. So now she's over there taken care of and that kind of thing. That, yeah, I'm glad that she's over there. She's, she's being looked at. Looked at. Um, but once all this is over with or whatever, I'm going to go back into focusing my mind into my podcast, which is what I want to be able to focus on. And the weekly cigar news, basically, it's all news about the cigar industry and all that stuff. I have another one called the Orlando Perez Show. That one has to do with real estate because I'm a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So I talk about the industry and real estate and marketing and housing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, yeah, soon I'm going to be hopefully moving to Miami. Uh, I'm hoping by the end of this year. I wanted to go in March for my birthday. But obviously, uh, my mom's thing came up, so I, I wasn't able to go. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And, and speaking of what Coop was saying earlier about life and stuff like that, I almost died in 2019. I had a, uh, uh, I had a intestinal leakage. And on the intestinal leakage, it was septic. So it was going into my bloodstream. So the first surgery they, they did on me, they... Um, they, they did a surgery two or three days later. Um, the, that same hole that they patched up, it reopened again. So I was in a coma for four days, and I didn't know that. So I could have been dead at that time. So I'm glad to I'm glad that I'm here yeah. and talking to you guys. Otherwise, I wouldn't be meeting you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, absolutely, Orlando. But well, there's, there's nobody that can I, connect to you as much on that as Coop can. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So I appreciate yes. everything, and I appreciate you guys, uh, the generosity and everything. And maybe I say stupid things on on the chat thing, but hey, hope you do. it's my personality. I like being funny. I'm a funny guy. I'm not funny looking. I know that. But <laughs> here. Yeah. No, Orlando. I'm sorry you went through that. You know, the one thing I'll say is you hear of people passing away from complications from surgery. Yes. Those complications from surgery use a septic condition. It's, that's just the word that they complications is easier to say, but usually it's it's the, the complications are that are infection. Not not all the time, but a lot of time it is. So uh, I'm very glad you pulled out of that. Yeah, I am too. And I, yeah. uh, a lot of people told me that it wasn't my turn to go. Uh, in fact, one of my family friends said, "Well, you're because my dad he passed away four years ago." But someone said. 
your dad must have seen you up there. He said, no, son, you need to go back down, take care of your mom, and, and keep selling homes, you know? Yeah. So it's all positive no matter what. I'm, I'm just glad to be here. Hey, hey John. Um, no, I'm sorry, I cut you off, Orlando. No problem. Kirk Kendall's in here. Did, did... I would love to get Kirk Kendall on. I'm going to send Oh, him... he's. I see him. I see him in here. I'm, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna send wow. Kurt the link. I'm going to send Kurt the link right now. Yeah, Let's get yeah, Kurt in here. Yeah, he's on. Kurt's, one of, my, he's Kurt's on. one of my closest friends. You know. Yeah. Kurt, wave at everybody so Carney didn't send you the yeah. link. I don't think Carney knew Kurt, you were here. Yes. That's why. Is he in? Is he in the actual? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in the fucking. He's in the actual. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's been here for a few times. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're I'm all fucking embarrassed. <laughs> I, 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 I I'm just him, listening. I, I told him how much I liked him and how close we are, and I didn't put him in the show. Hold up, hold up. I'm gonna put him in a better spot since I fucked him over. Hey, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop off so you can give Kirk some All right, time. Thanks, Brian. You're a great man, my friend. Yeah. I appreciate everybody. Thank you very much, Brian. For a minute, Kirk yeah, right. is in here. Um, how long was he in here, Coop? I want to say like 15 minutes at least. Oh my God, he's. He, He's, oh my, I'm, I'm going to owe him something for that shit. Yeah. Oh, what, what, hold up, hold up, here we go. Here we go. And we got Orlando. All right, Kirk Hendon's in the house. What's going on, guys? You know. You know. You know. Kirk. Always looking good. I, I had no idea. You were being so quiet. Were you enjoying this conversation or something? Like, what happened? Yeah, I was just just relaxing. I, I'm not a man of a lot of words anyway, so it was good to just listen to you guys. Are you um, are you at the homestead in, in Hooksit, or are you up at the lake house? Like, what's going on right now? Where are you at? No, I'm in, Ho- I'm in Hooksit. I just got out of work, if you want to call it that, and uh, just got home, and uh, I saw the uh, – yeah, uh, you guys had the anniversary show tonight, so uh, I got a, a message from uh, Matthew to uh, figured I'd join in and say hello. Well, thank thank you for jumping on. Uh, we were doing this raffle. We were doing the raffle earlier, and we, we thought we were going to do the last raffle prize. And then Cynthia Fuente, who by the way is still watching the show, she we're, is. We're, we're five hours in, and Cynthia has been watching the entire time. Um, Cynthia watched. <laughs> Cynthia watched the almost the full twenty six hour Meet the Professor marathon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy, huh? She did. So, she's hardcore. So Kurt, <laughs> brother, we had this thing where we were like, I, it was just a random situation. We were going to do the last prize, and we were going to be like, all right, so it's the last number. What number are you going to pick? So I said, Matthew, what number are you going to pick? Who, what number are you going to pick? What, what? And so anyway, I said, I, I obviously I picked. I said, my last number is going to be 724. There's a couple of things. Kurt, I don't know if you know this, by the way. This is going to be funny because Kurt and I are actually, we've had some, we've had some good, very, very close experience. I could, he's, he's a person I can talk about anything with. I have a baby on the way. I have a child in the womb. What? Yes. <laughs> And 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 uh, and it's a girl. Surprise, oh, surprise. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, we're doing October. It's a great situation. She's a sweetheart. You'll get to meet her this summer because we're going to come up to the Norton days. Um, she's wow. great. And yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and um, wow. And her birthday. That was, that's is, a shocker. I didn't. I had no idea. No, 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 no. I I I had not told many people. 
and, and I didn't. And honestly, when I found out, I didn't know who to tell at the same time. I was like, how do you? Who do you tell? And what's going on? But this lady, this lady of mine, has a very special birthday. Her birthday is seven twenty-four. <laughs> wow. And yeah, yeah. Which, which so I when when I when I've known her for about eight years. And uh, so when we finally got you know closer, it was like, oh, his birthday seven twenty four, and I laughed. She's like, what are you laughing about? I said, like, well, I have a very close friend of mine who owns a cigar brand called seven twenty four. I go, when when he finds out I'm having a child with a woman who has a birthday of seven twenty four, he, he's going to be very impressed. And also at the same time, um, you know, the baby's going to be he's born. Gonna he's going to insist you'll name the baby Kurt Kendall. <laughs> yes. Well, we're, we're going to call it Autumn. Autumn's the name. It's a baby. It's a boy. <laughs> Uh, if it might have been a man, we might have named it Kurt. Honestly, the first name might have been Keck. But uh, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, this is awesome. I, I, yes, there's a ba- John Carney has a baby on the way. Wow, good for you, man! Congratulations. <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. From the yeah. bed, from the Bedford Ballet to having babies. <laughs> But yeah, no, we're going to be up a lot this summer, so we'll be by for sure and and whatever. And but yeah, but it's funny when 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 she told me the birthday, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. And then wow. um, and then we'll, it, so anytime I mention seven twenty four, she's like, oh, that's my birthday. I'm like, no, it's my friend's cigar brand, and I, it, <laughs> you'll understand more as I tell you more, but not tonight on the show. Kurt, are you smoking right now? I'm not. I'm empty-handed. I actually just smoked a. Uh... Uh, Manuel Casada had made a uh, made some cigars for us back years ago, and uh, I ran across a couple boxes and I opened them up today and uh, smoked one of those. So it, it was a uh, a seven twenty four prototype that we had put out, the uh, Reserve Especial, and uh, I, it was it was delicious, man. I, I was really really I I always knew they were good, but that. After the time in the box and in the humidor, I was uh, I was thrilled to smoke that. But I had a couple tequilas. I relaxed a little bit nice. and uh, had a couple nice cigars. All right, so I'm going to tell you something because I know you're going to notice this as a friend of mine. The only reason I'm wearing the sunglasses is because the camera's up here and nobody can see that I'm doing the show down here. Uh, However, at the same time, there's three cigars I've smoked with you. And I don't know if you remember them all. But there's three cigars I smoke with you that were legendary smokes that will never get smoked again. The first one, in no particular order, you and I smoked an Opus X Shark together. And I, I know you remember that one. We, we smoked it. We were, at, we were at your old store in Londonderry. We had that cigar. The next one was a... Man, the original Camacho Diploma. Mm-hmm. And I think the way you smiled, I think you know when we smoked that. It was when we were on our way down to uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Yeah, Patriots, Patriots game, game, yeah. And, and that's where the conversation ends. However, and the next one was that you gave me that was really unique and special. And I'll give you a fourth after this. But the third one we smoked, we smoked an original Fonseca together one time. It was over the top. Amazing. So those three cigars are the many cigars we smoked together, the many things we've done together, and the many things we've done with many people in the business. 
Those are three of the most memorable cigars for me personally. Dead serious. I mean, I remember to this day. You just popped up, and I'm telling you about them. The 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 fourth one was when you gave me a 724 Lancero. Absolutely ridiculous. There's not a Lancero I've smoked that tastes like that. It still tastes the same to this day. What do you attribute that to? Like, how how does that how why is that so different? The Lancero? Yeah, like why is that so over the top? The Churchill's great well, first, too, but that but that, that Lancero yeah. is is legendary. It's just it's just the it's the right ratio of tobacco with that wrapper and the filler leaf. It's just uh, it it performs the best, it tastes the best. And uh that's definitely my favorite. I, I smoked one of those yesterday, which I, I haven't had one in a while, and I, I wanted to treat myself to a cigar that I hadn't had in a while, but let me, let's, let's go back. So you said the first three cigars we had, the Camacho Diploma original out of the, Mm. we had the, the Fonseca 2003. By the way, hold up, uh, hold up, hold up. up. The Camacho one. I mean, you literally brought it out of the original box. Like before you gave that to me, nobody had actually touched it on the people that made it. And it's not an exaggeration. I, I remember the exact moment you gave me that cigar. <laughs> well, and the third cigar was the Opus Shark, Opus mm-hmm. X Shark. So you said, and these are three we'll never have again, which is not true because we can smoke all three of those still today, maybe even in one afternoon and make it like ultra, you know, okay. uh, Ultimate smoking. I say let's. I, I say let's do it. Yeah, However, I say we do it too. Yeah, I mean, and we will. But when when we smoked that Camacho Diploma, we were on the way. We, we went to we went to the playoff game. It was the Patriots versus the Houston Texans. We had a great day. It was amazing. <laughs> we smoked that on the way down. And I remember it was the first cigar he gave to me. And you know me, you know me as John Carney, but. When Kirk Kendall talks to me, I'm Johnny. Johnny. You gave me that cigar. And you explained to me. I, I, it was a, it was one of the top ten most memorable cigars I've ever smoked. And I was over the top. It was such a unique experience. And um, and it was, it was very special. So, like, for you, you don't have to – it doesn't have to be in reverse for me. Like, you don't have to be most memorable. For you, what, what's one of the most memorable cigar experiences you've had? Wow. That's uh, a loaded question. Yeah, that is a loaded question. I mean, times like that are very special. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't realize it until after the hour or two hours is over. Got down to the last hundred boxes that Manolo had. And, you know, every once in a while she's like, hey, Kurt, you want another one of those? Manolo will give you one. Well, about eight months ago, she called me up and she said, Kurt, would you like some more boxes of those uh, Reserve Especial? And I said, I mean, yeah, of course I do, but I, I can't imagine it as I left. The last I knew, uh, Manolo had 10 boxes left. She said, yeah, and uh, we want you to have them. Oh, wow. So <laughs> they sent me all 10 boxes, number one through 10. <laughs> so that was a pretty special time in my uh, cigar world here. You know what's funny? Um, yeah. You're you're a big cigar collector, Kurt. 
and and it's not it's not a like greediness or anything. You just understand sitting on something for a period of time and letting people enjoy it when they enjoy it, and and it's equally the same way. Like you'll give it just the same way you'll sell it. When you sell it, it's not because you're in the retail business too. You're not selling it to 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 take advantage of somebody. You're selling it at a reason, very reasonable price, or you're giving away to somebody that's appreciating. The times we smoked those three cigars, the Opus X Shark, I think I gave to you. The other two you gave to me. And we smoked endless cigars beyond that. And I said the same thing with other people in the business for you. But, um, like, you're a true connoisseur of these cigars. I mean, you have a legitimate collection. And and, and the reason I bring it up is there's times where people ask me for age stuff. And I send them, you gotta, you got to talk this, you got to talk to Kirk Kendall. He's an owner of Twin Smoke Shop. And he also is a brand owner of 724 Cigars, which is one of the most legendary cigar brands on the planet. Um, and they call up and like, oh, like you, you, you know what's going on with your cigars. There's sometimes you offer and sometimes you don't. Um, so you really understand it. And so it's for me, three of my top ten cigars ever have been with you. There's other cigars of uh. family and this and that. And those three I named tonight were them. But you truly are a a connoisseur of the of the cigar and you also you have a really distinct unique ability to understand the nature of what it is i know you're big into antiques too but like you understand antique cigars you understand antique this and um that's a really special thing and and, and it's it's collections are collections but i mean i i know what you have and i'm not going to talk about it on the show you have one of the most extensive collections of non-Cuban cigars probably in the planet, and I would put it up against anybody's. Well, I have been blessed with uh, being able to squirrel a few away, so I love digging into them. You know, we smoked last night 2006 uh, Master Blend 3s. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't even know what I was getting into there, and I, I found... Uh, I found some last night, and I brought them out, and we were, Tuesday night, we, I get together with the guys, we have dinner, we come back to the lounge and uh, drink tequila, and I broke those out, oh my goodness, I couldn't even believe what that tastes like. Every single puff was magical, it, it truly was, and it, it, I had no idea, and uh, I was so thrilled last night. It's uh, I've been I've been blessed with a lot of those good experiences. Have you had an experience? I'm not saying this may be the best experience you've ever had, but I, I think we're in the same boat on this. Maybe you not had an experience better. The fact the La Florida Minicana factory press two. Yeah. When people that's... ask me about that, they're like factory press two. That like, what's your favorite cigar? Well, this is my favorite cigar. I've had cigars that are equally as good, but I could never say there was something better in the same way with the other cigars I had. I remember yeah. you had that box. I remember the day. I don't know. You might still have one, but I still have about 30 of those hidden away. And you and I talk about this. But I sent you a box, and a very close friend of ours, Cope, picked it up and yep. split it up. And you were very, you were very much against selling the whole thing. But I think the same time we talked said, "Oh, I have some more, and it's fine. I don't have more boxes, but the, we can still get these." And and what I'm hoping is that you actually have one of these hidden away. 
anyway, you sold the box. And that was one of the more special cigars I've ever smoked for me. I mean, I smoked the Davidoff Oro Blanco. I've smoked great cigars. The cigars I talked about, three, three of the top ten I've ever had has been you. But is there a cigar like that that you've smoked that you are like, I'm just like, where, where do you, when do you hold off on something? Well, there are a lot. And uh, I think the top cigar of, of, uh, with age on it, to me, was the Padron Millennium. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any of those right now, uh, but that cigar, it, it, and it's just like that factory press too. It's the same thing. You mm-hmm. can cold draw that cigar for an hour, and mm-hmm. it tastes so delicious yeah. that you don't want to light it. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many cigars do you do? You, I don't even know if you, you can't call it smoking. Can't. But cold draw it an hour and still be like oh my god I, I don't even want to light this it tastes so good that the the blend of that tobacco mm-hmm. so the millennium and the in the uh factory press two are the the top in that department yeah i'm gonna sure. tell you i mean i i know what i've got i don't know what you have and i don't want to know what you have and i don't know if, I, I think you got some but um i mean the little the 30 the 30 cigars i had left because because when when our friend cope bought that I bought a quarter of them, and those are gone. They were in the humidor, and then the only reason I smoked them was because I was back in the factory, and there's some cigars that you and I have talked about over the years and that you have now. I won't get into the, the logistics of it because that'll piss people off. And by the way, if it pisses them off, I don't give a fuck. You're, you're my friend. <laughs> I've sent some crazy-ass shit up to Kirk Kendall. And then I've sent it to him. He's paid for it, and it's his decision when he does with it, and we're on the same page. Um... Remember the little Maduro? Remember the little Maduro's petite Coronas? Uh, man, those things were ridiculous. I, I think you saw the boxes over the top. Yeah. But that factor press too. I know when when I send you up one box, I kept one for me, and I kept not for me. I kept it for me, and I kept it for for Lido. And by the way, there's still one box in the family humidor. So we had two. We had three. I sent one to you. I sent. I kept one aside, and I put one in the humidor. I have thirty of the of those left. It's lights out. Non-explainable experience, and it's not because I work for LFD. It's not something anybody's ever going to get. Same thing when you said in Millennium, this and that. It's really special to have this experience with like a freaking expendable product that's gone in two hours, right? Like when. Yeah. When can you ever actually have that experience with anything else? You just can't. Cigars provide that really unique situation when it's that level of cigar. You and I have had the Factor Press 2s many times. I would say the same thing about others, some other cigars. But when it comes to... There's nothing like a Factory Press 2. There's nothing like that Fonseca. There's nothing like the original Camacho Diploma. There's nothing like those cigars so if you have there's nothing like the 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 millennium blend with padrone it's just nothing like it are there cigars that are just as good or equally as good yeah the cigars are, are equally as good there's nothing like that with the experience and everything about it when those 30 factory press twos are gone we get a beg for them from somebody that maybe has them and nobody has them yeah yep well 
One of the common denominators for all those cigars we pretty much talked about is spectacular blends of tobacco, mm-hmm. but also aged in the right cedar. Mm-hmm. For me, mm. makes all the difference. I'm a big. I like cedar enhancement, and uh, not a lot of. Not everyone does. I, as you know, John, I age cigars in cedar. Mm-hmm. We call the Cedar Project. Yep. We've got thousands of cigars aged in cedar shavings just to try to mimic that experience. But, and, but it, uh, it gets close, but it doesn't get to where it needs to be. But it gives people an experience that could be close to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, here's another memorable moment I remember. We were at a, a cigar dinner with Lido, and we were doing a La Flor Dominicana dinner under a tent with, a, a, I think, 150 people. And the first cigar we lit up was a cigar that, honestly, I was having a hard time selling. They were spectacular cigars, but, you know, I... It's just a matter of getting in people's hands. So, 150 people lit the first cigar up, and it was all the same. And it was the uh, Cameroon cabinet uh, in those cedar boxes. And we all lit up under that tent, and the aroma of that tobacco under that tent, all in unison, was just an extremely memorable moment for me. Never forget that smell. So, cool. I see you seem to have lit up a second cigar. A third. This is third. So uh, what was your second cigar? The the second cigar I had was San Cristobal Revelation. Oh nice, that's a great smoke. Yeah, what what, what what's going on Brian, now? Just for, I have the Las Calaveras uh two thousand eighteen. Nice. And uh and I didn't get to the, Oh go ahead. I didn't get to the cigar last night when we had Miguel on, so I had it in the humidor down there. Orlando, what are you smoking? I'm smoking the Oliva V Melanio. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Nice. Those are nice. I got fireworks going all over the place here. Sometimes I pull the fireworks down so we can see people's faces. <laughs> Orlando, where are you located? I'm in, uh, I call it California, but in California. Oh, yeah. In Anaheim, California. <laughs> But it's soon that to be works. soon to be Miami. Hopefully by the by, uh, I don't know August September maybe I'll, I'll be moving to Miami. Yeah, you and I probably couldn't be further apart away in the United States of America right now. I'm in New yeah. Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Are you? <laughs> yep. Kurt, I do have a question for you. Let's talk about genuine. Let's be genuine. How genuinely shocked are you that I have a, I have a child on the way? <laughs> I can't even believe it. Say. That's crazy, man. I'll tell you one thing, though. It is a life-changing situation. Yeah. Yeah, it I'm is going to change it. your life like you've never experienced. Yeah, and it's uh, it's all good stuff. Yeah, and, and you you know me. You've known me long enough in the cigar business. You've known me. You've known me for over a third of my honestly over a third of my life. Um, you're a great friend, a brother. Uh, you, you're you're uh, you're. Uh, a mentor at the same time. There's shit we talk. We, we ping pong shit off each other a lot. Not as much as oh, we yeah. used to, but when we call, when we talk, it's it's real. And um, yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. People was like, "Oh, your life's gonna change." I'm like, "I'm looking forward to it. Like, I I, I live a good life. I've enjoyed myself, and um, 
I'm looking. I honestly, I'm looking forward to dialing it in. But yeah, it was cool. It was for me. Popped on. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, there's no way he knows. I was like, I haven't told him yet. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And a little girl. Uh, we got a little girl. The name's already on the way. The whole deal. It's especially my wow. my, fam- my parents came down last week. We did the gender reveal. And uh, yeah, it's a special thing, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and, and and you know what? The funny thing is, oh, your life's about. People say, oh, your life's about to change. Be ready. I want to. I'm looking forward to it. I've had a great time. Man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna where continue you, to have a great time. John, where where are you gonna end up living? Is it gonna be Orlando or Miami? Yeah, Orlando. Okay. Orlando. Yeah, we own. Um, What's well, funny, Kurt? Kurt Bridges too. So, uh, so I will. I mean, this is late night here, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to end up. This, this, this lady, this lady, my lady friend, she's amazing. I've known, I've known her for about eight years, and I love the fact that Kurt's smiling about this because he knows, he knows a bunch of, you uh, know, some other lady friends I've had. But um, she's a sweetheart, man. She's great. She's, she's, she's a, she's awesome. She, she's got a great job. She's got drive for days, and. Um, I've known her for, I said, I've known her for about seven and a half years. Uh, our first date was seven and a half years ago. Very special situation. And uh, it was no better person for me to have this situation be with. So we will, we will like, at the end of the day, the baby's going to be born, baby Carney. She and I will be together. We'll figure it out. It's going to be, the, the, I got plans for everything. But um, Orlando's going to be the home. I can always come back. It's very easy to get back down to Orlando. Uh, not Orlando Perez. I can get to Orlando Perez no, easy as well, but uh, <laughs> you got you got train services, airplanes. It's very easy, so it's not an issue. And That's I got good. the blessing to lead on it as, but um, yeah, it was it was uh, honestly. The people say, "Oh, your life's about." Change. I'm looking forward to it because I, I can in, I can take the life I've had and put that into the changed life. And this is going to be a really special thing, and I'm I'm excited for it. And, it's going to be a really good situation, and, and I'm really happy you came on, Kurt. When you pop, I, I sorry I missed you for 15 minutes, but um, sorry, but uh, yeah, man, what a cool situation! I so said we're coming, we're coming up for Memorial Day weekend. We're going to be out there for a few weeks, and she can come around with. So we're going to meet. We're going to go have dinner. We're going to have a good time, and obviously when I'm up there, we're, we're you're, you're going to be one of the first people that uh, that that we meet, uh, you know, and that she meets and. Uh, Special situation, man. Things happen at the right time for the right reasons. And I, I, oh, I can sure cool. if anybody's watching this having a challenging time, I'm not trying to be an inspirational fucking speaker because that's not my thing. If you got <laughs> challenges, you got challenges. But like, you just give it time. Life happens. And I, I, I've been very fortunate. And I've also had challenging moments being fortunate at the same time. But like, things are going to happen the right way. So, you know, I'm looking forward to meeting you, Kurt. You're, I said, you know our relationship. You're going to meet her. It's going to be great. I can't wait for you to see the 724 Lounge and go to uh, Hanover Street Chop House. That sounds good. I look forward to it. Done. Listen, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to cash it in here. i got an early morning. I, I have a, I'm going to an auction in the morning, and uh, I'm excited. Well, you know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you all something. This is probably the best time to end the show. Coop, mm-hmm. you got MVP of the night. MVPT number two is Orlando because he was here early on. He's been in the chat room. In he's gonna fire on his face. And Orlando's yeah. a good friend. I'm looking forward to be down here in Florida, but he's gonna take care of his stuff. Kurt, there's no better person to end this night with uh, than Absolutely. with you. Thank so you. we're gonna Appreciate put the fireworks you. show on. 
Thank you to everybody for watching tonight. Thank you for Cynthia Fuente for being here for literally the entire night. She's I'm on my yeah. third cigar as well as Coop, finishing a Flor Fina Casa Cuba. She's been smoking. Kurt, the raffle prizes were silly. She added three crazy prizes. I added a crazy oh, prize. Really? She had to, yeah, she's over the top. So it's over the top. So she Cynthia hung out with us over so, the night. She's so nice. Over the top. That's awesome, over man. The top. Raising some good money, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So this, there's no better situation for me personally than this night. My friend Kirk Kendall, my friend William Cooper, my friend Orlando Perez. We're going to go to the fireworks show, even though we saw it earlier. You all end your nights. Thank you so much for celebrating Thank you. year one yeah. with smoking tobacco. This was the overtime show with Cigar Coop. We're going to be back out doing some live stuff next week here in Florida, the Smoking Tobacco uh, Tour. But here's the fireworks show. Everybody enjoy the night. Thank you so much. Night, everybody.